to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions' Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. It is the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. And we are coming at you Monday night, September 19th, 2006, 2016. Stoked to have everybody. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it, man. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good old time. We're going to be really happy, and everything's gonna, everybody's going to be happy, okay? So just just say happy, be happy, and uh, we'll be happy, all right? Great show tonight. Uh, Justin Brayton will be on. Uh, Justin Brayton's uh, switched to a Honda, and uh, he'll be on, uh, on the show to talk about his new ride on a Honda, how that went down in Australia. He took the win. And much more. And Robbie Renard will be on. Former factory rider Robbie Renard. He's absolutely killing it. He's got his little uh, uh, training track down in Oklahoma. He's got Colt Nichols riding for him. And Austin Forkner. And Benny Bloss. And Justin Bogle. And the guy is just on fire with his uh, students. And uh, we'll also uh, talk to him about Loretta Lins And how that went for him down there. The great Loretta Lins. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Really appreciate it. Like I said, Pulp Max Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. Uh, Rich Taylor will be on, too. The owner of X-Brand Goggles, former top privateer. He'll be on. Brand new goggle coming out for X-Brand. And uh, we'll talk to him about that, and we'll see everything that's going on for that. How he's, uh, when's it dropping? What's it like? What's going on? We'll probably talk some Washugal 96. We'll talk about a lot of cool things. And uh, so, yeah, taking your calls, 702 586-7857. Give us a call. Talk about anything else. Hey, Motocross the Nations coming up this weekend in Italy. Cooper Webb, Jason Anderson, Alex Martin on Team USA. And we'll talk about that this weekend, uh, what's going on this weekend, what we think, what's going to happen, everything else uh, on the show. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAP Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand mm-hmm. Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Starcross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, and Two Under all on board with us tonight, and NitroCircus.com. Please check them out, NitroCircus.com. They have, uh, coming to a city near you, they have an incredible lineup. Travis Pastrana, of course, will be there. Bilko, Adam Jones, uh, ridiculous stuffs. Uh, guys in coolers, guys on quads, guys on dirt bikes, guys in uh, on uh, scooters and guys uh, just doing crazy stuff. So please come into a city near you, nitrocircus.com. Please check it out. And ktmpartsexpress.com, like I said in the beginning, they're a big part of our show. And if you uh, want, if you have a KTM and you need some parts or a Husky, uh, ktmpartsexpress.com, their experienced staff is waiting for you, 35 years of experience. Use the code PULPMX when you're checking out at ktmpartsexpress.com. And, uh, uh, yeah, just uh, go save money. You know, some people will be like, hey, man, I just don't... Uh, I don't fucking have one. A code, but we got one. We got codes. Sponsored deals on pulpamexshow.com. Uh, tons of codes for you to save with all of our sponsors. And, uh, again, uh, you listen to the show, you can save. Um, that's my microphone. I got a buzzing going on here, too. I'm not... I'm distracted right now. We'll figure it out. All right. Uh, sitting in the studio, all show, former mechanic for Tommy G- Machine Gun Watts, Buddy Antonis, Mikhail Pichon, Sebastian Tortelli, Robbie Renard, Damon Huffman, 
uh, Brock Tickle, Matt Bonney, you name it. This man's worked for him. Tony Berluti. What's up, Berlute? Steve, how are you? What's going on, man? Hey, I'm excited to be here. Are you really? Yeah. You got RR on the show. I know. That was just for you. That was just for you. What, do you want to go up a little just bit? Just a little okay. bit. Okay. Uh, that was just for you. Um, yeah, I figured as much. Uh, Robbie's one of your favorites, though. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got a lot of, not favorites, but I love no, them. Yeah, yeah. Robbie, and we still stay in touch. It's cool, though. Like like I said in the beginning, like, he seriously, the role of a trainer, coach, I feel is exaggerated a little bit in our sport. These guys have a sense of self-importance when really, like, they're not the ones on the dirt bike. And I get all that. But having said that, you can't look at Bogle, Nichols, Bloss, and Forkner, who ride with Robbie and work with Robbie, and be like, Oh, that's all just a coincidence. Something he's doing is helping those guys. Yeah, I think Robbie's kind of got more of a package than a lot of people. Um, he's got his whoa, own whoa, track. Whoa. Yeah, go ahead. I Jeez, mean, I know he got Baker Factory. And he, Moser? And he just recently, what, Baker recently got his own facility or, like, track facility, right? Alden Baker, yeah. Yeah. Yep. But um, Robbie's got his own facility and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, he even houses some of the young kids that he has coming in. He's, you know, he can he puts them up and stuff like that. So, I think and and his personality. He's Robbie's not abrasive. He's really kind of low mm-hmm. keyed. You know, I, yeah. I, I think it works. Um, yeah, it's it's good. It's gonna be good to have him on. I'm I'm pumped and excited to talk to him uh, over there in the corner, working on the new app again during <laughs> showtime again. The Travis Marks. What's up, T Marks? Marks Dog? Worth it. I regret nothing. What are you doing? Uh, working. How's it going? Yeah, it's going good. Yeah? Yeah. All right. How are C- you? I'm good. Can what? we get, get an update on the app? Can we, someone tweeted, said that uh, they're disappointed in you. Yeah. Someone said that, uh, I hear that a lot. you're an idiot. Um, what's going on with the new app? Uh, we are going to be putting it in the App Store, submitting to the App Store for iPhone this week. Okay, and Android like two to three weeks. Android two to three weeks. Um, but 100% to the iPhone App Store so this week. We should let people know, try to stream this on your phone. Yeah, stream on the old app if you have it. Let or, us know if we're having any issues. Or just You tweak Safari. some stuff. Um, yeah, or just Safari. You go to pulpamex.com uh, slash, slash stream. It does the same thing. And uh, see how it works, because we changed some server settings. Hopefully it can uh, uh-huh. play a little smoother. Okay. So if you're listening on the phone and have some uh, issues or if it drops, just shoot me a uh, tweet and let me know. Who's on one? Do we got a call? Yellow. Oh. Brandon Yellow. Hey, what's happening? What's up, bro? Hey, uh... Can I ask you a question? Called it. Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Why was the seven athlete slash owner of seven gear not at the seven gear intro you know i was gonna i was gonna ask you that and here's here's my here's my thinking is maybe he didn't want it to be seen what bike he was riding yet he owns the company bro well here's another thing though too is you know in the grand scheme of things he doesn't want it to be just the james stewart signature gear you know, so he had all the supporting cast there, and everyone sees them and like, hey, oh yeah, that's right, it is James Stewart's company. All I saw was this. Uh, to stop it, here. James Stewart is still a massive name in this industry. Absolutely, he's the he's a huge star, and I heard he couldn't get there from weather delays. But I really, I mean, 
All day? Not one time? Couldn't make it? Not at all? Hmm. What? Interesting, huh? I don't know, bro. God, he's got to pull it together here. You know? Hey, here's here's my – well, I have a question about Stu, so I'll start with that. Is uh, Why is it that if he's riding, it's got to be the Honda? Why, you know, because why he Honda? doesn't like a Suzuki. Okay, he complained about the Suzuki. He didn't like it. Right. He's not going to Yamaha. He quit that team in midseason. Cowie's not giving him anything. Okay, he already went right. there. DeCoster don't like him. So he's not giving him a KTM. So what's left? Yeah. I mean, a Honda. I know for sure. Hey, for, the 450 Geico? For sure, earlier this year in Supercross, uh, there was talks of James and Malcolm riding factory Hondas on their own team. That's not going to happen anymore. But they were looking to get on a Honda. So that's why I kind of said Honda. Right. Because uh, don't you think, and then maybe I heard someone's someone's uh, thought on it. I don't know that uh, you know maybe the steel frame of say a Husky or a KTM would be similar to the old two-stroke days uh, steel frame. Who's going to give them work stuff? Yeah, that yeah, that's Roger. That's the ultimate question. They have know. a bunch of riders. They got Marvin and Ryan and Trickenard and Jason Anderson and Porcel. Uh, they got a ton of dudes. He, James has to get work, fa- work factory equipment and KTM. I just don't. I don't see with Roger. I don't think Roger wants anything to do with him. So yeah, yeah, just just question. go down the line, and uh, it, Honda makes sense. Yeah. Well, hoping uh, hoping we hear something soon. And then uh, on a on a side note, did Kiefer not look? And I don't know how the hell that guy got an, uh, uh, an invite and not yours yours truly right here. To the seven ride day. Well, Kiefer works for Dirt Rider magazine, like and Dirt Rider website. It's a very important I know, media outlet. I know. So that's why but Kiefer would get to go. Good though, didn't he? Who Kiefer? Oh, when in that seven gear. Oh. I'm wait, I was... All right, see you later, Raniello. Good luck with everything, Alex. What's happening? What's going on? <laughs> Alex, you there? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I'm a I'm 16 years old, and I'm graduating high school next year. Uh huh. And I have plans to go into MMI. Why? Mechanic. Why? Because I, well, I've always had a dream of being a pro motocross racer when I was younger, and it didn't really pan out for me. And um, being a mechanic was the closest thing I could think of to being okay, in the look, industry. Look, Alex, if you want to be a race team mechanic, okay, not – if you want to be a mechanic in life and in general and work at dealerships, then go to MMI, no. absolutely. But if your only goal is to get on a race team – I really think you could get away with spending a whole lot less money than what MMI needed, and you'll get a more practical education with um, Scotty Atkins School in West Virginia called MXSX Tech, I believe. What, what, what's that? It sounds about right. What was that thing called? Google Google Scotty Atkins there, uh, Travis. What's, uh, go, we had him on the show a couple times. He was on maybe um, uh, four months ago. Search the archives. It's A-D-K-I-N-S is his last name. Search Scotty Atkins. And what? Huh? Pro SX MX Tech. Yeah, .com. Pro SX MX Tech.com. Um, okay. That'll set you up to be a race team mechanic, and Scotty will help put you with a team or an amateur rider or somebody. But again, I think if, if that's all you want to do, then that's where you should go. If you want to be a mechanic in a dealership uh, or just learn how to be a, a mechanic to work on uh, street bikes and dirt bikes and boats and, and everything else, MMI is a better choice for you. So you got to ask yourself okay. that, like what you want to do. 
Okay, because yeah, I always thought being a mechanic would be the closest thing to being, you know, as a rider. It is. Probably, yeah. Know, I mean, Berlute, you know, you're traveling with them, you're at the races, so and I've always wanted to do something in the industry. Yeah. Did, you know. um, no, it is great, but be prepared to work your balls off for not much pay in the beginning. Maybe never yeah. much pay. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, just if you got to love it, you got to be into it, you got to love it. And uh, it's fun. And, I mean, Berlute, you did it for 20 years. Yeah, 26. 26 years. I did it for 11 Yeah, years. I loved it. I I have no regrets, but yeah, like Steve said, a lot of work. But it's it's if you got a passion for racing, like you said, it's the next best thing. You're right. Okay. And there's awesome. a lot of there's a lot of uh mechanics in the pits that never went to MMI. There's some that didn't, like Carlos went and uh uh somebody else, I'm sure. But um uh do you know anybody else? Went? Not off the top of my head. Carlos did. That's all yeah, I Carlos remember. did. Um, yeah. But you know, so MMI is good. Nothing wrong with MMI, but you'd save money, mm-hmm. get a more specific uh, uh, teaching for uh, being a pro mechanic of the race teams with Scotty School. Okay, cool. All right, man. Thank you. No problem. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Uh, we're guiding the lives of children. Yeah, you, you steered him right. I think I think that's true. Yeah. I mean, I do. I just. I, I have you heard on Scotty's deal? Has anybody that. Uh, has he introduced yes, anybody? Yes, yeah. Uh, the- a couple amateur guys. Um, a couple guys have worked for top amateur kids. Great. That went to his school, and I think he's got some placement with pros. I think oh, he good. told us that on the show. So it's it's working out, it seems like. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm so, happy for Scotty. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, you Great know, idea. So, uh, righty, tidy, lefty, Lucy. Uh, Alex, remember that, too. It's a big key. It sucks, though, Berlute, Like, And I don't want to be the old guy. Walking up hill to school both ways and, and shaking <laughs> my fist at the clouds. Okay. Yeah. But it's not the same as what it was. It's well, not I mean, the it's it, it's evolved a lot. You know, from box van days to the you know to the semi truck. Okay. To, but and he, even now, it's even kind of. Well, okay. Like again, like I used to feel like when I was with Ferry and Way in a box van or on smaller teams. Yeah. Uh, even at KTM when I was with Kelly Smith. A lot of interaction with your rider, a lot of input, a lot of thought. For sure. You know, and, yeah. and you, you, the mechanic and the rider were really close and really won. Well, now, if you're working for anybody that's good, they got trainers and man friends and gear guys and a suspension guy and a motor guy and a team manager, and your input as a mechanic is almost zero. Absolutely. No, I agree. And, and, last probably five, six, seven years, yep. it got really bad like that. Now we got EFI and we got uh, uh, <laughs> exactly. you know, data mapping, and the electronics guy is super important. And the mechanic nowadays, it's just not the same. And, again, I don't want to be – the old guy screaming at the clouds, but it's true. No, that's a great point, what you said. For sure, it's definitely changed that way. But I think in a bad way, Berlute. Well, know? it used because to be, like you said, because, I mean, I built that bike. I'm the next best. I'm the next thing to that guy, I feel. But yeah. now they got all these these freaking man friend, these whatever you want to call yeah. them, data guys, all this, you know, you name it. Everybody wants a piece of the guy. And it's like, yeah. I never even got to talk to my guy. No, and yeah. And, yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know, man. It's a different world now for mechanics. They don't do their motors. A lot of them don't do motors anymore. No. They're just no. bolting on parts and running the pit board. You know? Pretty much. And, and yep. I don't know if I like that so much. I don't know. Maybe, like I said, maybe it's just me being grouchy old man. So, uh, All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. Again, uh, Justin Brayton, Robbie Renard, Rich Taylor on the show tonight. The great Tony Berluti. Uh, right over there in, in studio. Also. Right here. Uh, Amazon banner on pulpamex.com. Click on that. Go take you to Amazon. If you're going to make a purchase on Amazon, just do that step before. 
and then we get a small slice of it, and then I can afford to pay Berlut to keep coming in and Travis Marks over there and his yes. escalating wages. So Quiet escalating. down. And uh, also, too, uh, the app, like we said, is coming out soon. Uh, Patreon.com, uh, if you want to go to Patreon and support the show a little bit, monthly donation, help our server costs, help, again, our rising wages from producers, things like that. Uh, I've been sending out links to podcasts uh, that aren't available uh, at the moment. Uh, you get them a little bit earlier, too, if you go on Patreon, so you can hear them a little bit beforehand. And uh, we got some bonus pods coming out with the app. I sent the people those links as well. So it's all that kind of stuff, uh, bro. Don't bro me. It's uh, it's good to do it. So check out Patreon.com. Um, all right, okay, so let's go with this uh, uh, first up. So I was uh, Team USA this week in Italy, uh, Majoria. I've lost four years in a row, Berlut, as you know. Um, and I wasn't particular, particularly thinking that in 2016 the streak was going to end with uh, Anderson, Webb, and Amart. All great riders, but I would have. there's a better team of Dungy, Tomac, and Webb, you know, on a 250F. Sure. But they're all not going uh, webs around the 450 for different reasons that I've been ranting and raving about. But look, Anderson, Webb, and Amar are the best we got and the best we're sending, and, I, and they're great riders. France will look great again. France is definitely going to be one of the favorites, but they lost Dylan Ferrandez, uh, who was pretty good. He's hurt, and uh, Patruel, Benoit Patruel, will be replacing him. Uh, and then uh, the news came last week that Clement Salle is out for Team Belgium, and he's always good at those nations, like strong. Him and Nagel put in these sneaky good rides all the time where you're watching them and you're like, where did it come from? You're like, fuck, I didn't think they were that good. But right. They, but they are. Yeah. So Salle's out, though. He hurt his knee at Glen Helen. Yep. Um, and so they, they're going to move this Van Donick kid, who's an MX2, they're going to put, um, put him in, in, in a 450. Never heard of him. Yeah. Okay. He was pretty decent this year, uh, sixth place or something in MX2 class. Really? Yeah. Overall? Yeah. Okay. I think someone can correct me in there, but, um, so like, I kind of think USA looks good again <laughs> because look, Van, uh, uh, was a minute behind, uh, uh, J-Mart in the second moto. Okay, Helen. He was uh-huh. like 36 seconds or something back in the first moto. Right. Um, Amart is on Jmart's level. Now, this is Glenn Helen, which is his own unique animal. But I'm saying, like, Amart looks like he has Patrick covered. I'm happy with that. And Pauline has not had a good a year as he has in the past. Nah, terrible it's, year. Not a good I'm year. Concerned. Now, he steps it up too, does Nations. Is but he going to lose a ride next year? I'm yeah, ready. he's going to Ice Husky. There you go. Yeah. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's going to Ice One Husky. So he'll be, he'll, he'll be with Nagel? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I like Webb to beat meet, beat him. You know, sure. I like that. I, oh, I like that oh absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a um, and then same thing with when you go over to Belgium. Um, uh, I like uh, uh, Van Horbeek and Amart. It's probably a saw off. Van Horbeek's pretty good. Uh, I think that's a saw off right there. And then when you have Strybos and Webb, I like Webb again. Strybos <laughs> is good. But Webb's better. He's another one that steps up for donations. Yeah, Stribos Belgium does always well. does. I, yeah. I make a joke about Belgium. Um, being able to send almost anybody and and put a top yeah. three team together, yep. you know what I mean. Absolutely, so yeah. they're always pretty good at this race. Um, so I like those guys to to do pretty well with that. And so then it comes down to like Jason Anderson in MX3. Now he's got to go up against uh, Van Donick, the replacement. I mean, come on, Anderson is way better than that dude, right? Anderson is a top tier guy of Absolutely. ours. He's a top top tier guy of ours, right? I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Min- minus Roxon and, and, and Tomac. Yeah, and, and they didn't send Marvin. 
the French team, which is unbelievably that, I, that blows yeah. my mind after they won last year. Blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't think Marvin was even asked, which is amazing. So um, that, that French deal is funny like that. I don't know why that works that way. They've um, done that in the past. Yeah, the yeah. With Purcell, they've they've overlooked yeah. Purcell a few times. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I like USA. I like him again to win this with the Sal and um, Ferrandis out. I, you know, I like the Swiss team. Tonus, um, uh, Giard, yeah, and uh, who am I thinking? Who am I the th- number one guy? Uh, yeah, shit. I'm bad. Steve, you you got me covered on that one. Tonus, um, Giard, Sewer, Sewer. Yeah, Somebody, Jeremy thank, Sewer. Thank yeah. you, Danny, in the chat room. Sewer kept Jmart honest in the second moto yeah. on Helen, so he's very good. He's to- get, he's an up and comer. Tonus you know? is just. I mean, look, it's going to be cooler. It's going to be in the seventies. So, but he melted in the USA. I'm just saying, if things go right for that team, I think yes, they're, yeah. they're, they look pretty good on yep, paper. Absolutely. You know? No, yeah. I agree. So, they could be good. Uh, I don't like Australia. They're losing. They lost a couple of riders with injuries. Um, Canada, though, maybe, huh? No, I'm, I don't know. I don't even know who Canada's got. Sean Moffenbeier, uh, Kevin Benoit, and uh, Tyler Medallia. Sounds gay. So, um, not our best team. Again, Cole Thompson had a race to go to. It's more important to go to some local race in, in Costa Rica Dude. than to our destinations. <laughs> you tear that guy up a lot. As much as you like him, you t- you re- I, you're just calling a spade He a spade. just makes decisions, and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, I You know? You. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. Um, and Colton Fasciati's wife is expecting. So uh, that's a le- sort of legitimate excuse. Um, sort of. It is, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Okay, all right. It is. <laughs> so we don't have our best team. So I don't know. It, it'll be tough. But uh, no, I think we look good. I want USA. You know, and we've had teams like that in the past, Steve, that everybody thought was uh, a B team or, uh, you know, just like when we're yeah. in, uh, I was, I forget who I was working with over there. Oh, yeah. The Australian team. Burner. In, in uh, Italy. Uh Frank Court or whatever yep. they call that place. Uh, yeah, I forget. Yeah, but uh, you know, obviously Ryan uh, Dungey rose to the occasion, and they end up winning that week. They had Weimer, Ryan, Dungey. and I think Tedesco. Yep. Yeah, yep. and they that was like a B team in reality. I mean, when they looked was, at yeah. it, yeah, yeah absolutely. So. Um, Berlu, you've I've gone to Motocross Nations one time for Team USA in '03. We lost, and it sucked. Um, you've gone for France. For Australia, you've gone for America, uh, so you've you've won also the- um, Brazil, Brazil. Yeah, Alan Brown hooked me up and uh, he got the contracted to do the yeah. Brazil thing for at, Bud's Creek. No, at uh, Colorado. Oh yeah, yeah. I had a good time. Who'd you work for? I can't even think of the cat's name. Balby? No, not oh. Balby. Okay. Wow. Balby was there though. Oh. Balby was on the team, and then two okay. other. So Brazil, I even forgot. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so. Give us, like, what do you think is important at Motocross Nations? Like, how do you win that event? Or how do you lose that event? Like, what, what would be your – if, uh, if uh, uh, Webb or Anderson or Amart called you up and said, Berlute, help me. Help me out, Berlute. So are you, I need are, some help. Well, I mean, obviously, you're not talking like getting a start, which is obviously – No, I know, but tell know. me what, any kind of tips that you always noticed over the years about that event. Or I, I personally of, would – don't make the mistake and get there late. I would get there and get acclimated. To me, that would be important. 
you know, I think to get acclimated and just, and then maybe do a little bit of training over there and just kind of, you know, that whole jet lag thing, I think it, I think it really tears a person down. Yep. So Amart left today. So he'll be there tomorrow. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So he's, yeah. yeah. Uh, don't you think that's important? Mm, I don't know. We got there early in 03 and still got our asses kicked. <laughs> but also too, I think like with the, with this classes being scored separately, you know, like a second in MX2, um, is is uh, is it scored? Uh, sorry, it scored not separately, right? So if you get first in in MX one and and you get seventh in the moto, you're still seventh. You're not first MX two bike. Like Gosh, for Steve, scoring why, wise, why don't right? why don't we? I know this, or you know this. I know. Why don't we talk about this before the show and figure it out? Jesus. Um, um, my point. I believe. I, I believe. Yeah. I think it's it's what you get in the moto, right? Yeah. It used to be scored separately, where you right. would go. They do score them uh, overall at the end of the day to let people know kind of where the guys right, did. Right. Exactly. But for points purposes, they they drop your worst score and they score you individually, so you could have a score of one and fourteen, but in technically go one one. In right. your two classes. Exactly. So the point being is that um, don't every pass is important. Sure. Like, that's what I've noticed. Like, y- you could crash and, and like, bag it a couple, bag it in that year he went to France. Like, his bike's all beat up, his bars are bent and everything. And he just kept going, kept going. And he was way back, but he's still passing guys. And that counts. Like, obviously, that's a pretty Captain Obvious statement, but every position counts. Like, don't pull off. Don't. You know, unless you have to, you know, because uh, you never know. You may feel like you're in, in 35th, but that, that helps. That helps. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's what I've always noticed is t- you'll be like, you'll see a guy way back there and be like, oh, they're out of it. And before you know it, that dude's like in 12th. And uh, you're like, wow, wait a minute. If you go by MX2 guys, he's, you know, he's beating all these dudes in MX2. But he's only twelfth. But right. like that's good. You yeah, know what I mean? absolutely. Or whatever. Yeah. So um, that's something to uh, to do. You I know, think, Americans so. don't pull off much. I've seen more happen in Europe. You know, the Europeans, and I don't mean to be bagging on Europeans, but you know, our guys fight to the finish for the most part that I've seen. Don't you feel? I yeah, say our yeah, guys. Yeah. Do, do you consider America your guys? You know what? I'm always conflicted. <laughs> I am conflicted. Like, what am I? Right? <laughs> I generally speaking, the guys on the team USA are my buddies. Yeah, uh, Anderson and I aren't exactly tight, but uh, uh, you we know, could get tighter. We could get tighter, but yeah, I pull for those dudes absolutely. Like I want them to do well. They're all usually my friends. I see them twenty nine weekends of the year. Sure, but then again, I am Canadian. Yeah, but like for Canada to to beat USA, I mean, it would be <laughs> they need. 8,000 things to go right before they could beat Team USA. So why do I – it's not almost like a race. You know what I mean? Like, I get you. Like, so yeah. in one hand, I almost have two teams to cheer for. Like, they literally race in the same event, but it is like two different events. There's the people of Canada battle with, and then there's the USA that, that battles with everyone good. You do, know? Do you um, – with Canada, do you really pray and hope that they make the, the, the show instead of the B, B show? Oh, Berlut. I mean, are you guys close a lot of times? You oh, know, yeah. See, that's, oh, yeah. that was like um, – you know, Brazil was pumped that they made the show, yeah. the A show, yeah. you know? Canada um, – Because there's some of those teams that are kind of close, you know? Canada did not go last year. The year before they made the A main, the year before they made the B main. Uh, I think the year before they were. I if think, you win the B main, you you, you yeah on you Sunday bump morning. Up. Yeah, yeah. I think they've um, 
I think they've alternated the last four years, like B A B A. So they're kind of yeah, on the yeah, cusp yeah, too. Yeah, a absolutely. Bit. Yeah. You know. So yeah, it's uh, it's tough. Uh, Justin Brayton coming up here on the uh, Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Hey, I was thinking for the cold call tonight, uh, Berlut. Yeah. Uh, on uh, on Instagram, I saw that our buddy Randy Richardson from Michelin, he did a backflip at Pastrana's house for his fiftieth birthday. Really? What did he? Did he land in the pit or did he land on no, dirt? No, he landed on dirt. He, he did, did? He did it on. He did it in the pit for practicing, and right. then he ate shit once on dirt. He didn't. He didn't make the first one, and then he made the second one. Get the f- yeah. Okay, okay. I I think I I think he's been down there before and did it in the in the uh, foam pit, but I don't. This I, one was dirt. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Let's yeah. call him. Let's Absolutely. So we're gonna do that. I will think, he be able bit. to talk to us? Uh, yeah. Why not? Well, sure. he crashed the first time. You <laughs> never know. Hey, if you want to use the same sprockets that uh, Chad Reed and Cooper Webb will use next year, and the same bars of sprocket that uh, the Babbitt's Kawasaki team uses uh, to dominate arena costs, Vortex Racing. Email Jake at vortexracing.com for a killer deal. Somebody just tweeted us this week that they got a smoking deal uh, from Vortex Racing. Chain sprockets, uh, chains, uh, uh, V3 Performance Links racing chains are great, as well as the front and rear sprockets. And their bar is 29% stronger than competition. And uh, they got brake lines as well and V3 oil filters and cycle down, uh, tie downs and, and brake pads and everything. So email Jake at VortexRacing.com and get your, uh, get your ride all suited out. Vortex Racing is pleased to bring you Tony Baluti tonight on. Thank you, Vortex. The Pulp Mech Show. Let's quickly get to these calls here. Uh, Kyle, what's up, man? Hey, I, uh, you know, that guy called in a minute ago about wanting to know the information about, you know, how to get onto a, a factory team. And I had kind of a question, um, you know, with, you know, I noticed with, with Trey's deal, um, he couldn't bring Brent over to KTM. And which is kind of sucky. So my question for you and Baloo is, is it, how many mechanics have you guys known that have hopped from just, I mean, I know Baloo's worked for several riders, and I know that Brent kind of got brought in with Trey, you know, back in like 2008. Uh-huh. But uh, are there a bunch, of, a bunch of mechanics that have just stayed in the industry just hopping from rider to rider, or, or some of them is it like Trey's deal, like you're in with this rider and then you're out? That doesn't happen very much anymore. That used to, like, like for example, Bundy uh, worked for Nathan Ramsey, uh, John Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitch, yeah, John Mitchell. He worked for Bundy, Mitchell, yeah. five different teams: <laughs> Troy, Pro Circuit, KTM, Honda. Yeah, maybe I'm missing one. Suzuki. So Bundy stayed at Alley. Alley worked with Wyndham, mm-hmm. but they don't nowadays. Kyle, they don't do that anymore. They teams find their mechanics and keep their mechanics. And uh, and mm, that's it, you know. Not, you know, not, not it, it depends on the horsepower you got. Look, well, yeah, yeah. Look, Eli, look Eli at, brought his guy yeah, over. Exactly. And Lars you know. is going over with Kenny. Okay. Uh, or yeah. Lars, Oscar, sorry. Okay. Oscar's going over with Kenny. Um, so if you're like super, super good, you can bring your guy. But hey, Tomax went through a hell of a time to get Kranz there. Like they want. I they, bet he did. They pushed for him gnarly. I bet he so, did. Yeah. So it's 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 more. It's more common to see the team stick with their mechanics now, uh, Kyle. Yeah, because I just Brent, Brent had been with Honda, you know, since right. eight. You know, that's a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. Well, is he still with Honda? No, uh, they he Brent does not have a, a job anymore. No way, that blows my yeah, mind. Well, yeah, Kenny Kenny said, "Hey, I want to bring Oscar," and there's no room. And Rich has Rich and Celia are tight, and 
Yeah, matter of fact, Rich went to with with Sealy to Honda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it hap- It's 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 kind of relative. You know, it's a negotiate a negotiation deal, kind of. Don't you think, Steve? I mean, for sure. Nowadays, it seems more that the teams keep their riders yeah. or they or their mechanics, but yeah. I don't know. No, I, uh, I think and it's not like Trey's going in right now with just like you know you know lighting the world on fire. You know, he has right. He didn't have a lot of. I think it's funny. Wow. That's what I think. Mechanics who like bro down with their riders, like, like, dude, the rider will cut you if the first. The rider's not going to go, hey, factory team, I don't want that ride because I can't bring my guy. They but, will never say that. But Steve, also, like what you're, you know, talking about earlier, that well, you're not even as close to your rider anymore because no. of how it was. No, you know? you're not. So that um, might, you know, lead to it also. I mean, you know, Brent, you know, you know, we've all known Brent and Trey for a long time, and. uh you know, like like Trey and Brent, dude, they're tight. You yeah, know, they Brent are. Was, I'm I'm Brent's surprised. Trey since his dad passed away. You know, like, sure. You know, we all knew Brent when we were kids and stuff, and you know, and it's just kind of this kind of those things that guy called in, and I, I just that was something I had in my mind was was is it is the industry like that or is it not like that? So I mean, no, you guys it, it, yeah, it's, it's uh, contingent. It's specific to both ways for sure. It's more. It used to be the mechanics went everywhere with the riders. Now that's not so much. Right now it's. Pretty rare, but it does happen here and there. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Awesome. Th- thanks, man. Okay, well, thanks, guys. thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it. Public Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Hot Cams. Use the code POTCAMS2016 to unleash the power within. HotCamsInc.com. Get you all the extra power you need uh, by offering our discounts to our listeners a 30% discount. The leader in design and development of high performance dirt bike camshafts. Cams are easy to put in. They help your bike a lot. You can uh, smooth your power out. You can give yourself more hit. Uh, real easy to uh, dial in your bike uh, with uh, uh, some cams. And uh, thanks to the folks at Hot Cams. And Hot Cams is pleased and proud to bring you our next guest on the show. He is uh, the number 10, Justin Brayton. What's up, Brayton? How are you? Yo, what's up, guys? I'm doing good. Just trying to figure out what time zone I'm in, but I'm all good. <laughs> yeah, um, you just caught back from Australia. Congrats on the win. Um, a lot of those guys are staying there. You didn't want to? Or when's the next round? No, I actually, uh, my brother-in-law is getting married this weekend in North Carolina. So um, through all of it, obviously, I, I wanted to come back. I'm in the wedding. and uh, Okay. So, yeah, thankfully it worked out. With there's, I believe there's a three-week break, so I'm uh, going to the wedding thing this weekend and then uh, go back to california next week yeah do a little more testing and then that next weekend fly back to australia so oh and then traveling but and then you'll stay down there after that like for because there's a bunch in a row right yeah we're gonna stay six weeks i'm taking uh my wife Paige and daughter parker so we're gonna make a family trip out of it and it's gonna be fun i'm looking forward to that's one of the big reasons why i did it i just feel like it's a once in a lifetime deal where i get to take the family and yeah have oh, a little that's vacation awesome. and do some racing and get paid. Yeah, yeah, get paid. Well, is, that, to get paid? Yeah. is that your first time down there, Justin? No, I went at the end of 2010. I did the first three rounds. Uh huh. And uh, just had a blast. It was like one of my favorite trips I've ever been on. And and it's funny. So right after I got back home from that trip, I met my wife like two weeks later. So mm-hmm. Australia was still fresh on my mind. Like so, we've talked about it a lot, you yeah. know, yeah. over the years. <laughs> and now this opportunity came up and. Um, so yeah, it, it was cool. Have you ever been there, Luke? The never been there. One. That's why I'm. Yeah, I, I want to go too. That's one place yeah. I've never been either. I've been trying to get the the guys to pay my way down there, but uh, yeah. So you compare it like more like America than anywhere else you go, Justin? Yeah, for sure. I always yeah. tell people it's just different enough to be like to be a lot different, I guess. But then you're still driving on the wrong wrong side of the road, <laughs> a different side of the car. I guess you can't say wrong side of the road because yeah, right, it's right, 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 right,
Um, but like the the people are awesome. They're super friendly to Americans. The food is amazing. Um, yeah, just everything about it is really cool. And even the big cities, it's not like I think L.A. has as many people or more people than all of Australia. So yeah. Even the big cities aren't like that big. I, I would compare it to like Charlotte or something. Right, right. Cool. Um, um, speaking so of mechanics, you brought Duff. Good. You brought Duff down. Brought Duff. Yeah. How's Duff's Tinder yeah, game in, down under? How's that working down under? Uh, I don't really know. I know he did do some swiping, but I didn't. Didn't, <laughs> didn't hit the results. Girls. I think he might have got like the trophy girl number, maybe. But then he flew back with me, so oh, he did. Kind of bummed. Okay, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> no, he's not bummed. He's uh, he's excited to get back. Um, I and, just uh, I just saw yeah. the yeah I just saw the results from the race. Uh, Reardon and Ferris rounded out the podium. You took the win. How did it go mm-hmm. for you? Can you describe what how the race go? Yeah, it went good. I started uh, actually thought I had the whole shot, and um, I think it was Reardon on the inside like pushed me just a little bit wide. Mm-hmm. So I came out like fourth or fifth and um, got by Reardon right away, uh, got by Han in the whoops, and then um, I knew I had to get Ferris right away. So I got I was into the lead within two or three laps and then put a put a decent gap on him and um, and then got in some lappers, and, and I think I won by three or five seconds or something. But right. Ferris was actually really impressive. Like on paper, people might look at it and be like, oh, Ferris isn't even a super gross guy, but he mm-hmm. legitimately was was going fast. He was definitely the second best guy, right? Um, hands down. So he was it was impressive. Seven zero two five eight six Pulp. We got Justin Brayton on the line to talk about uh, Australia and more. Give us a call. Brought to you by Hot Cams. Um, you're on a Honda, and you rode KTM's all year, by the way. So, um, yep. very st- observant of me. Um, how did? <laughs> And I saw you got some factory stuff on your bike. How did the deal with Honda yeah. come about? Like, did you have to go to Honda USA? Did the Honda team down there contact you? Were you looking for a Honda team? Like, how about this reunion with you and no. Honda? No, so it, it all happened um, really late, actually, just a few weeks ago. The Honda team down there contacted me, and um, and I didn't even call them back until I called Dan Bentley, actually, from mm-hmm. American Honda here. And I just I had in my mind that there's no way I would do it unless I got – support from here right and dan was pumped on it i'm obviously good friends with rich and cole mm-hmm. and uh and really gothic J. like still a lot of the guys at honda so basically just kind of went through some channels there and um and they were into it and we had to get it approved from obviously the upper management they approved it super quick got back to the guys in australia and and pretty much got approved for really factory bikes or real close to to what um, Cole uh-huh. and, and Trey were riding in, in last year in Supercross or this year yep. in Supercross. Yep. And uh, got some testing time with Showa, and um, yeah, it just all was it was kind of too good to be true, and and um, so I went with it, and yeah, here we are. That's riding, cool. Riding Hondas, and yeah, it happened. Awesome, and I wanted to be obviously didn't really have much where I wanted to do something. I, I didn't just want to sit on the couch for mm-hmm. for the next few months. Uh, Supercross is kind of my thing, so. Why not? Why not experience Australia again on a factory bike? I mean, we yeah. all know that's hard to come by. Yeah, um, being on really good equipment like that. So, just thought it was awesome. And then uh, I talked Duff into into coming with me, and so he, he's stoked. And and um, yeah, we're having a good time. Yeah, that's good. How was uh, how was the fans down there? Did you know yourself and Wilbur and the Seven Deuce Deuce all down there repping America? Dude, the Gavin Seven Deuce Deuce. Is awesome. <laughs> I, it's so funny. I didn't really know him that well. And, <laughs> And uh, he's good. Yeah, oh, he's he's out there. He's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is hilarious. Um, so, um, 
yeah, he's he's a blast to be around. But the fans are cool. Yeah, everyone's um, cool. Seven Deuce Deuce is crushing it with the fans. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't mean, I don't he does. Him around. That's he, awesome. He's there for the fans for <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Hey, it sounded like he wrote all right. He got 10th, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, wrote, he wrote pretty good. Uh, it's funny. We were in kind of like a team meeting because the team doesn't really know us that well, and they're kind of uh-huh. wanting to know, like, how are you on race day? And, you know, do I need to pull you away from fans a certain amount of time? And I was like, man, I kind of like – my alone time a little bit, maybe 30 minutes or 40 minutes before I need to get dressed. And right. Kind of just, just really be away. And, yeah. and the seven deuces are like, bro, you're going to have to just pull me away from the fans. I'm going to be deep in the fans. <laughs> Which is like total opposite. To oh, oh, he... But I got his song stuck in my head. Like, <laughs> even on the flight home, now I'm obviously home, but yeah. even today I'm like walking around singing some of his songs. It's pretty fun. Yeah. He, uh, you know, he's riding with Kenny last year, and I'm like, hey, bro. I'm like, huh? You're riding with Roxon. Like, do you do you try to stay with him? Like, he's you know, do you, are you close to him for a little bit, or like you know, just trying to like find out like if Kenny riding with him at Castillo was helping him out? And he's like, yeah. bro, no way. Kenny's so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, you're dude, not, he's so straight up. I like I that know, guy. I'm like, come on, come on, Adam. Like, stay with him, dude. He's you know, so good. <laughs> What's awesome about him is a lot of people, if you ask them, like, in our sport, oh, hey, what do you think of this rider, that rider? And they're always like, oh, man, he, you know, he's not yeah. that not that cool, whatever. Seven Deuce Deuce, if you ask him about, like, another rapper, you're, like, expecting here, like, oh, that guy's, <laughs> that guy's song, they're junk, you know. But he's like, no, that guy's legit. Like, I haven't heard him say one bad thing about anybody. No. And no. I love that about him. Right. I love that. No, he he's, loves life. He's so cool. Yeah, he yeah. loves life. I love this guy right here. He's a good dude, no doubt. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so... Uh, and so, yeah, so you're down there, you got, you got the races coming up. Um, what yeah. is going on with you for next year? What's happening? I just had to run an article about you on racer X last week and some real good guys that don't have anything firmed up. Uh, I heard that you may stay on a Honda and do something or, or the motor concepts was a, while, a rumor back a while ago. Do you know anything you can tell us or, or what's going on with you? No, to be honest, I, I honestly don't really have much. I, I would like to stay on a Honda. I think it's cool that Honda has supported me in, in doing this and, and giving me this level of equipment. Um, so obviously I, I would possibly like to stay on a Honda for sure. Um, but yeah, no, no teams really. There's a few things in the works. Obviously, um, Moto Concepts is, is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few others that I've, I've talked to, but with all of them, there's just yeah. pure speculation at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to do supercross only. That's one thing where I've passed up a couple of rides already that wanted to do motocross and, and, and I've just not that I don't like motocross, but mm-hmm. I, I really want to, I really want to be happy. And, and for, for what I, what I'm doing outdoors, running around from fifth to 10th place. And it's awesome. I would have dreamed of that years ago, but right. I've done that yep. year after year after year. And then I go race overseas stuff and then I race supercross and, it just seems like right. maybe these last two or three or four years of my career, I just want to really do what I'm good at. I honestly believe I still have podiums um, in me for sure in Supercross. Um, you know, I was top five several races this past year, won a heat race. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've still got it for sure. I just want to, um, yeah, maybe just try and put something together with, with Supercross only. And if I can do that, awesome. If I can't, then 
Yeah, we'll see what's going on. Wow. Next. Yeah, it's it's uh it sucks. I'm so bummed for uh Dino. Dean Wilson, nothing. Uh we think Tickle and Bogle are gonna go to uh, RCH. We're not sure. So maybe they have something. Pike uh doesn't quite have a deal with with um uh uh JGR yet. And Mookie yeah. uh don't have anything right now for Mookie. James, of course, look he had a crappy year, but he's still James Stewart. And at Kyle Chisholm, like what's Chiz gonna do? I just it, there, meanwhile in the two fifty class, there's guys running around Eight to twelfth place uh, that are making six figures, and I'm just like, "What are you people doing? What is going on in our sport? It's so yeah. fucked that way. It's so, it's so it's upside so down. Crazy. Yeah, it's so backwards. Yeah, and Malcolm you know? just wins a, a title, dude. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. year he mm-hmm. won a title now. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It really is. But I just hate it. Nothing we can do about it, I guess. No, <laughs> the lights uh, title though, and he's true. pointing out, you know. Yeah, I know, but still, yeah. like, yeah, I, I just I, we're so upside down and backwards, but. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. What are you gonna, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um exactly. uh, off-season stuff for you like uh Geneva and Lille uh, that was that locked in. Do you yep. know what your schedule is on a Honda or do yeah, you even yeah, know? Yeah, I'm going to do I'm going to do Geneva for sure. Mhm. Um but other than that, I'll have, you know, five more races in in Australia. Yeah. And I'll come back the beginning to middle of November and uh hopefully I have something locked down for Supercross by then mm-hmm. and then uh and then I I'm I am doing Geneva the beginning of December. So but that's that's it for now, but um, yeah, it's um, to get back to the Oz and take the family. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, that'd be great, man. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to go one day for sure. I gotta make it down there. That Sydney race too. That's the final round, right? Where uh, Chad yeah. and, and yeah. Webb is showing up. That's gonna be a Dude, I'd like to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't afford that on my own. RV, yeah, I forgot about RV. Yeah, RV showing up. Yeah, I'm trying to get him yeah. to buy me a ticket. And uh, there you go. He dude, he's getting a ton of money. I'm like, dude, you can spare. Two, three grand, you know? Yeah. And he's just yeah. like, nope. And I was like, you're such a dick. <laughs> um, hey, so we had Bowers on the show last week, and I was negotiating a contract with Bowers uh, with mm-hmm. Top Jimmy on the phone. Um, didn't really go that well. But <laughs> here's the thing. Yeah. We, are we still working with Aldaco? Do, do you want me to step in? Do you want me to try to do some negotiating for you? I'll start calling around. Yeah, you can. We can. I'll have to split a little bit with Aldaco, but you can. Yeah, I mean, this, I'll give you if he's not doing his job, you let me know because I'll 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 call some dudes. <laughs> I'll, I'll call guys right now. You would be good at that, actually. I don't I know. Bowers thought, Bowers thought I sucked at it. Good word, right? Bowers thought I sucked at it, but yet all these people text me and ask me my opinion about riders and what I think and what have I hear, and yet somehow Bowers thought yeah, the I was funny terrible. Thing is, though, sometimes sometimes I'll read stuff. Like, I'm talking with a certain team or whatever, and I hadn't even talked to that team yet. Like, it's pure speculation, mm-hmm. and literally the next week, I'll, like, get a call from that. <laughs> Steve probably started it, <laughs> is the, why, yeah, exactly. the reason why. So it's like, oh, I, I guess we're talking to Brayton, so might as well, yeah. let's call him up. <laughs> see what deals he's got going. Exactly, right? Kind of funny how that works. No, it is. Yeah. It really, it's so small. It's such a small industry, you know, and it doesn't take yeah. much for the word to get around. But, um, man, yeah. yeah, I hope you get something for sure. Um, yeah, but I am bummed, like – Especially for like guys like Bogle and I mean guys that are, are I'm, I'm obviously getting older than than some of them but like I said I still I've still got it but if I if I was 24 or 22 or whatever mm-hmm. and didn't have a ride I'd be stressing so bad right like right. I, it would it's just it's like not even fair you know <laughs> yeah Dino uh, Dino was telling me at Glen Helen. At the GP, he's like, bro, I'm so stressed. I, it's all, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, can you go to Europe? Like, other places, you know? And he's just like, no, there's nothing over here either. Nothing in Europe either. And he's just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, God, yeah. it sucks. And I'm like, yeah, dude, it, you know, that's yeah. terrible. So, um, it's crazy. 
I've been going on. Oh, and by the way, too, Gavin Faith won the MX2 class again, and uh, yeah. uh, Mel Ross got second. Dakota seventh. So there's a few more Americans uh, down there. Well, Mel Ross isn't, but yeah. not just Americans. Me and Gavin are from the same town, and I. Yeah. Wow, I'm that's funny. The same town. I never thought. I never put that together. Yeah. Faith. Yeah. Faith is starting to be like a Davos a little bit down there. Come on, Gavin, move up. Come on. He's yeah, one. He's finding. He's arena cross champ, dude. Dude, he's won that what two years you? in a row, three years in a row. That title, MX2 down there. No. Dakota's won last year. Dakota's won? Yeah. Year. He rode 450s last year. <sighs> Gavin did. All right, never mind then. Scratch that. It seemed like Gavin was always winning MX2 from every time that I saw him. He was for a couple of years. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Hey, so I go on and on uh, on these stupid shows, Brayton, that you don't listen to, but um, like Supercross, I can't stand that these the berms are gone because of Gurky jumping into yeah. the stands. And I've, yeah. I, it's hurt the racing. There's no doubt it's hurt racing. And I came Absolutely. up with an idea of getting nets. Put You put nets there with two poles and a net there, and you build your super berm still. Mm-hmm. If someone hits the net, they're not going to fly into the crowd. Yeah. You know, they're not going wide open. And, and God damn it, Berluti, there's nets in Australia. <laughs> no kidding. They had nets on the outside of the berms. Nice. They did. They did, actually, yeah. I didn't even notice it, and Reardon pointed it out to me. He's like, hey, check this out. There's a net right there because last year some guy went flying into the beer tent. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Steve, you're onto something. something. Nets! I'm yeah. telling you, Prater. And I asked Prater about it, and he's like, it'd be too expensive. And how would you mount it to the. I said, you don't need to mount it. Prater was talking about like screwing it to the concrete floor. I'm like, no, the dirt will hold it. Like, you're good. You know? You're not selling the first 10 rows anyway. So if, the, if somehow the dirt doesn't hold it. Just to catch it. The, yeah. it and if the pole does happen to fall, it'll fall on a 10 row. Nobody sits there. Like, it's not going to fall on people if somebody hits it. And if they knock, like, there's so much ifs. Yeah, it doesn't you know? happen a lot, yeah. but obviously yeah. that's why they did what that. What about in arena cross? They have, uh, they have, like, really tall, tough blocks. They've started that in Supercross. Like, just two tough blocks oh, okay. on top of each other. They have, like, really big ones. Do they? I haven't noticed the that real. Kind of... Yeah. Yeah, I remember being at an arena cross a few years ago. I'm like, why don't they just use those? Yeah, because they've done some uh, some of the things in Supercross are two two tough blocks tall. You've noticed that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're even taller than that. The bigger tough blocks. Nets. You, I wish we had bigger burns. We could set guys up. Dude, it's a joke. I really can't stand it. No burn before the whoops. Like that just makes it so one lined. You, you already know? got these four fifties. You get these four fifties that could jump out of the stadium if they wanted to. <laughs> and, and you know, yeah. and the last thing we need is to yeah, is to not have any place for them to to stop and and go, you know. It, it's a joke. But Nets yeah. Australia has Nets. They probably listen to my show. I like it. Yeah. They like put it. up Nets. I'm a genius. <laughs> All right, let's hey, get Hey Justin, what bike were you on down there? Were you on a 17? No, no, I was on a 16. Oh, okay. Are you Yeah. Are you going to ride one of the 17s or have you been at honda down there testing them i ha- i haven't rode one no but i've been out with uh with seeley riding and, and he's been riding one obviously and it looks it looks really good he's already super comfortable and yeah um i doubt i'll race one down there just because i i just feel like i'm so i'm already comfortable oh, on good 16 and, yeah but when i come back for sure i would like to get on one i've heard it's a great bike i just don't know how you know what's available or right. if you're going to have mm-hmm. any available. That's kind of the, the issue we've been running into. So um, great. I'm good with it. Hot good. Cam's bringing you uh, Justin Brayton. Hot Cam's Unleash the Power Within, hotcamsinc.com. Ben, you're on the line. You're from Australia. You want to talk to Brayton. What's up, man? Hey, good night, Justin. How you going? Justin? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, what's up, man? 
Hey, how you going? I, I was a bloke for knowing you was in the pits all day on uh, Saturday. Oh, he, don't let him lie to you. Can you hear him, Great, Justin? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I can hear. Okay. He was bugging you all day in the pits. Ben was. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah, I don't know. I just want to ask Justin whether he got any uh, backlash off the Aussie fans because there was a fair bit on social media about Honda bringing an all-American team over. What do you think? Yeah, I heard that actually from from some of the guys, or basically internally with the Honda team. They're saying they were getting some backlash, but uh, isn't Keisha? Keisha's on the team. He's from Australia and. From what I heard, they tried to get a few Australians, and it just didn't pan out. Guys hadn't been riding, and guys weren't prepared. And um, but in saying that, like we don't get mad at Chad for coming over or Kenny <laughs> oh, for coming over. Like we you know, don't get no, mad but at, hey, Brayton, we I hear it in know. Canada. Uh, the Canadian teams really? get some shit for hiring Americans um, yeah, uh, for hiring all Americans, and yeah. I'm always like, step it up, Canadians, and, and don't don't force the teams to hire Americans. You know, Japan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it brings more publicity too. Like, yeah, we're sure. talking about it right now because I was over there, and and yeah, I think it's I think it's great for everybody. Yeah, the Japanese did a pat yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they were they, hiring Tishner and yeah, Lewis and everything. Yeah, yeah Matasevich and yeah. stuff. And then one day they all come together and said, "Let's just keep it a, a Japanese series." You yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, really. I, I thought it was great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Better than getting them all over. Yeah, Ben, you guys are getting to yeah. see some like good quality supercross racers yeah. along with your own heroes and yeah, maybe yeah. and you know, you all cheer for Reardon or Ferris to beat Brayton and, and Wilbur and, and the Seven Deuce Deuce and it makes it even cooler if they do, right? Like yeah. yeah uh, so. No, I was, I was pumping the Seven Deuce Deuce up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did did he hug you, Ben? Ben, did he hug you? Oh yeah. I, I give him I give him a little present when I first got there in the morning. You'll have to ask him about it. Did did Brayton he look a bit jealous you didn't get a gift. Did he hug you? Oh, of course. Yeah, okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> Seven deuce deuce. Were you the one that gave him the trophy? Yeah. Oh, nice. Dude, the Seven deuce deuce got a trophy before the race even started. <laughs> he was pumping that, by the way. Nice work. The Seven deuce deuce is the only ride I've ever seen hug his fans. He says, bring it oh, on yeah. in, and he hugs his fans. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So, uh, I give him a trophy for getting off private here, Island. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he is. He's on a team now. You're right. He is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, awesome, Ben. Thanks for calling, man. Thanks, no ben. worries. I'll see you, I'll see you in uh, Toowoomba, Justin. Yeah, sounds good. Cool. Um, yeah, it's uh, Seven Deuce Deuce Hugs fans, bro. It's, it's, it's amazing. I like it. <laughs> so we, we had uh, one car ride. I was like the shuttle guy all week, and uh, we had like a van. And so the Seven Deuce Deuce was DJing, and I'm like, all right, when we're done at the track today, I get to DJ on the way home. So then he's listening to, like, George Strait and all this stuff. And he's like, bro, I'm falling asleep. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> it was you're, funny. You're like, yeah, bro, it's it's my job. I get to do it. Um, yeah. He's like, you actually listen to this stuff? I'm like, absolutely. George Strait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, uh, uh, JB, thanks for uh, coming on. Um, congrats uh, for the win down under. I got a feeling there'll be a few more of those before it, it ends up. And, uh, um, man, I hope you end up with something for – 2017 that would be really suck if you didn't and yeah they paying good purse money yeah. down there justin yeah the purse is, is okay but the team uh like uh manufacturer bonus is good and oh wow and, uh, some, awesome yeah good good salary and stuff so yeah it's working out oh working cool out really. okay but their purse is similar to america's or no oh because america's um, is so I good you know that yeah. purse to <laughs> win was like it might have been like five grand or something from the track to win so that's not I mean, bad. It's okay. And yeah. then the, 
the manufacturers uh, a little bit more than that. So great. Well, awesome. the um, um yeah. the dollar is what seventy cents right now, Australian dollar. What's it at? Uh, things like eighty. 80 oh, okay. Cents, yeah. Like so, that. Um. But all my stuff's in, in American, so. Oh, nice. That's yeah. in American, nice. yeah. Good negotiation. I'm, I almost feel sorry yeah. for any motocrosser that lines up against Brayton in the offseason. Like, it's over. No kidding. He, it's curtains. Hey, he's like, he's, like the, he's like the Larry Ward. Well, he's been tired of, he's tired of hearing about that. Oh, really? Some people have been saying that? <laughs> oh, people have told him a ton. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, that's not yeah. a bad thing. Larry killed it over there. <laughs> Yeah, he did, huh? And isn't he like basically retired on the beach in South Carolina? I, so, I, I don't know. No, he moved that. to Texas. Now he moved to he Texas. Did? Like, yeah, oh, he, he did. Yeah, moved to Texas for hunting and RC carring. It's better, I guess. Oh, so. nice. Um, nice. Yeah, you're yeah you're un, you're unbeatable when it when it comes to if you got to travel <laughs> over an ocean. Justin Brayton is unbeatable, everybody. So. Hey, just, just can't for, wait for Supercross here to start traveling over the ocean. Maybe get me a win. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Exactly. He's got oh, a new. Count, you got to. I'm sorry. On the on the record books, would that count? Like uh, Toronto counts, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It does. Yeah, claim it. Um, yeah. Well, cool, man. Uh, yeah. Thanks again. Good luck with everything uh, down under. Tell the seven deuce deuce. We said hello. Tell Wilbur too. We said hello. I, Wilbur's another Wilbur. guy that needs to really work on his Tinder game down under. Um, <laughs> not been going good, I guess, for him either. So it's, uh, un- it's unbelievable. They got Tinder down there, huh? They got it everywhere. Brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, you, you maybe you would know. <laughs> you being married and all, I, I've never <laughs> even been on it. Way to go, Steve. <laughs> I just outed I hope myself Pookie's to, not listening. To Pookie. No, we had a weekend in Noops. She likes me now. Um, cool, yeah. Brayton. Thanks, man. And cool. uh, keep Thanks, in touch. Yep. See you, Justin. See you. Right. Yeah. It just sucks Brayton doesn't have a ride. I mean, come on. The guy's legitimately heat race. He'll winner. get he'll get, he'll get something, something cooking. Right yeah, yeah, but he's gonna whatever he's gonna get, brother. He ain't gonna pay nothing. You know what? I think if you get if you negotiate a deal where you do get some uh, manufacturer money or whatever, plus purse, like if he's a top five guy in Supercross, you can make some money. Yeah, you know. I know, I, I know. But... Steve, that's how it's getting. I mean, it's it's, it's all depressing. about. Huh? It's depressing, Brilute. Well, I'm, I'm mad. Well, I'll tell you what. There's what maybe three guys that are making real money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's not like back in the day when you and Ferry were making you know five million dollars and <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You see, you see Ferry today. Uh, well, Brilute, you wouldn't have saw because you're not on social media. Ferry was actually Ferry was at Chad Reed's house with him while Chad was doing supercrossing. Oh Chad wow. Was doing supercross, so. Uh, but no, Ferry was at a good time where he made good money. Fer- oh yeah, Ferry made dude, good money. Ferry and Villaman and those guys. Fuck I mean, they, yeah, they they were raking it in, dude. Well, raking it in. I'd say he made good money, you know. But there's only maybe three or four guys that make well, what I consider good money now. They were making over a million dollars a year, Berlut, before they even raced a dirt bike. That's what they sure, were making. Sure, you know, yeah. Like before they even got their finishes or anything. T- t- yeah. Okay, tell me. Okay, let me come up with somebody. Uh, okay. Okay, like let's say let's say a sixth place guy. What what do you th- do you think he's making that? There's no way. Oh no, hell no. 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 Oh. Um. All right. Let's get to uh. Let's do the cold call. Before that, we'll get to Dalton. Dalton, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, not bad. What's up, bro? Well, I had a question. I was uh, listening to an older show earlier, and uh, JT was talking about the writers' union in this show, and he was saying how it was closer than ever to being done. This is like a 2011-2012 show. Really? Uh, Okay. What happened? I don't remember that. Uh, There's been attempts at it, for sure. Um, Writers have tried to do it. 
I don't know what he's particularly talking about. Um, it's never been that close as far as I know to starting that it should start. Um, maybe you don't call it a union because that scares everybody. Maybe you call it an association, uh, something like that. Uh, I don't know what JT was referring to specifically back then. Um, uh, he said that he uh, woke up like five minutes before the meeting. Mm. <laughs> oh, that was uh, well, yeah. They, everyone or a lot of the big wigs met in Wyndham's suite one year in Vegas on a Sunday to talk about it. But you know, nothing happened. Uh, not a shock to me that nothing happened. You know, um, these guys. Uh, nobody wants to get together on the same page. Nobody wants to uh, start it. You know that kind of thing. Um, but. Uh, you know, they, uh, and because uh, yeah. they did, because oh, I mean, I, look, well, they guys don't have rides. I mean, it probably helped that matter. I would think absolutely it would. Um, it would improve conditions for them um, more than anything. I think the teams need to start an association, and there's definitely been talk of that. Um, you know, these team owners, there's some of these guys that you know spend a lot of money in the sport, and they kind of get dictated on where to go. Right now, there's this huge battle. Monster wants more Supercrosses, and uh, Ustream wants more GPs, and Energy Drinks want people to go to their races. And the talent, the teams that supply the talent, are just being told what to do and where to go and what's going on. And so they need to kind of get together to figure it out, you know? Um, Well, right now they got the money, they got the leverage. That's easier to get going is those those team deals. That's an easier thing to start, in my opinion, than a rider one. I don't know if the rider thing will ever happen, man. These dudes, uh, I can't see these dudes getting organized enough to even order a sub from Subway. Never mind, uh, you know, I can't can't even imagine them getting to agree on what to put on a sub. Um, So They would get thwarted right away anyway. uh, Yeah, well, the teams wouldn't, though, Berlut. Uh, no, the team thing. I I would like yeah, them to yeah. do that. Yeah, they got they got horsepower. You know. Yeah, the sure. team's got horsepower for sure. Mitch Payton, Coy Gibbs, Kerry Hart, uh, Genova. These dudes can be like, we're not taking our team there. We're not doing that. You know. Um, yeah, well, in the factory. You but, know. Are they, but are they going to risk that? I mean, that could. Well, that's the problem. In itself. Well, I mean, they're going to have to because otherwise, they're going to just if they don't do anything, more and more of these guys are going to put races in that they want them to do and spend money on. Yeah, or they just got to increase their budget. You know, I mean, that's, well, that's the thing. Gonna, a lot of this shit just gets thrown at them, and it wasn't even in the budget, you know. But because it is their sponsor, all of a sudden they, they feel that they have to do it to keep Monster happy or whatever, you yeah, know. No, yeah, exactly, yeah. So um, good good points, all of it, uh, for sure. Uh, Dalton, I hope it happens. I hope the teams get together. Uh, I feel they need a voice. Um, and it doesn't have to be adversarial. It doesn't have to be some great big fight. I just would like to see the teams get together, work with MX Sports, work with Feld, work with uh, Monster, and their, you know, and, and and figure something out for this sport because, it, in my opinion, uh, it is rudderless right now. Everyone trying to grab their piece of the pie, greed and, and, and greedy, and, and everyone trying to grab their piece of the pie, and uh, and there's riders and the runs that that give us the thrills. The riders are fucked, are fucked. Yeah. And, and the energy drinks are profiting, the sanctioning bodies are profiting. And the OEMs are getting their bikes out there, but nobody is looking after the teams and riders. Yeah, I agree. So, um, yeah, it needs, it needs to change, man. I think so. I don't know. Will it? I don't know. I don't okay. see it happening soon. But uh, if you listen to any show I've done in, you know, five, six, seven years, I've said the same thing over and over. I hope it happens. Don't know if it will. Yeah. Thanks, well, Dalton. Make something happen. Make me make yeah. something happen? Nobody listens to me, bro. Make something wow. happen. The Nets, anyway. That's so. true. Nobody listens to this show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Dalton. Appreciate it, man. 
All right, Michelin Starcross Five. We, we we're they're on board with us, of course, and uh, and we love them. They've been getting great feedback from guys, um, but. Our buddy Randy, who's been in studio a couple times, and, and Brother, you know Randy well. Very well. Um, I like Randy. He's, uh, he's been in studio a couple times, and um, we uh, I thought we'd call, call him. Uh, 50 years old, did a backflip at Travis Pastrana's. He showed me some videos, very excited. Uh, I thought it'd be an interesting little talk to have him on before we get Robbie Renard on here. Gear Alloy, designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend, designed and sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best looking product available. These wheels have dominated the light truck and SUV market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes for the enthusiast marketplace. Gear Alloy, of course, supporter of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC team and JP Money, uh, Jessica Patterson, seven-time WMX champion. GearAlloy.com. Uh, get your get your trucking gear with Gear Alloy, and uh, we thank those guys. And uh, again, support those who support the sport. Gear Alloy does, and they put their money where their mouth is in supporting teams and the sport as well. Let's call Randy Richardson. Let's do this. It's not that late Cold where he is. Calling people. About 10 o'clock. Not bad. It's called the Gear Alloy Cold Call. I feel like there's 50 50 that he picks up. Randy Richardson from Michelin. Let's find out. Travis Pastrana right, taught him yes, how to back Jagger home, please. See if he's there. I like your music. This is cool. Travis did it. Good job, Travis. I like Could it. The Hello? Randy Richardson? Yes. Yes, Steve please. Mathis, you're on the air on the Public Mix Show. How's it going, man? <laughs> good. How are you? Oh, doing good. Doing good. The great Tony Berluti. Randy, what's up, buddy? What's up, Berluti? How are you, sir? Great, great. Hope we didn't wake you. You, Ten sound, you sound like you're sleeping. No, you know what? Honestly, um, don't I lie. Sleep earlier. I fell asleep earlier listening to the show because it's a janky radio show, and I love to go to sleep listening to it. <laughs> and then. Uh, but I had some buddies text me and said, hey, they're going to cold call you. So uh, this is kind of a lukewarm call. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. We yeah, don't realize people actually listen to this thing. We forget <laughs> all the time. Um, well, hey, but people do listen to it. That's why we keep sponsoring it. Did, and, you see, and, did you see on Twitter today a guy hooked up some Starcross 5s and he looped out off the start? Hey, it happens. It happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, we're we're breaking lap times and rear fenders. <laughs> hey, Good. um, like what? Uh, so you did a backflip? What? 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 So your buddy's a TP. Your your friend of TP, Travis Pastrana. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. And it was on dirt. It was from not not into a foam pit. This is you landed yeah. one. Yeah. 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 What? The, the uh, what happened? Yeah, Why I, did you want to do this? <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I I I do know why. It, you see, I first did one into his foam pit in like 2003, uh, back when we were when we were heavily involved in racing. I went there between uh, on the week between Southwick and Butts Creek, and went there and backflipped into the foam pit. Then, and man, I don't know. I just I just always had that in my mind. I wanted to do that, and I've been to his house a number of times, and just never had you know, had the time to do it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so, you know, when you turn 50, that's kind of a big, that's a big thing. I'm a, I'm a senior citizen now. So, uh, <laughs> cause I'm, uh, you know, I'm an old man, but like a kid at heart. So I'm a senior citizen and I wanted to do one to dirt. And I texted him a few months back and said, Hey, uh, you're invited to my 50th, my flipping 50th birthday party. Uh-huh. And uh, he was excited. And, and then, and I let him know it was going to happen at his house. So, <laughs> so that was kind of good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it was just it's a cool opportunity, man. It was it's something I wanted to do, and 
and and it, it it went off. The second one went off really well. The first one was ugly, but uh, yeah. it's all good. So. It must not have been too ugly. You were able to do the second one. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I probably did with with Travis and Jolene's help. I probably did. I don't know, 25 or 30 flips into that foam pit over and over. Okay. It's, it's funny because you, you think you, you just think you have that thing dialed uh-huh. in and then, and then it goes ugly. You know, you way <laughs> under rotate, you way over rotate. It gave me so much more respect for those guys. Yeah. It's like anything. If you, if you watch a guy on a supercross track or a motocross track, you think it looks easy. Therefore you think it's easy. Right. Uh, because they, they make it look easy. Yeah, but, of course. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I I tried and tried, and they helped me and coached me along with that and everything. And uh, the thing, the funny thing is, you never practice getting out from under the bike when it's under rotating into the foam pit. You always stay with the bike. Yeah, oh, yeah. right, right. That, yeah. So that first attempt uh, to dirt was ugly, and I was way under rotated. And it's just survival instincts to get away from the bike. Right. So I did right. that, and but then I was the most calm after I wadded that crash. I was the most calm I'd been the whole time because I knew that was the worst it could be. So I sure I knew I could do the second one. Um, anyway, it's fun. So, okay, so this goes back to maybe your first attempt in the foam pit back in, I mean, those years ago. But like, what yeah. is what's the top two things Pastrana tells you that you need to do, or what what's the most important things for doing a backflip? Well, any yeah, anyone that's one thing anyone that's seen all their videos is don't turn right. Uh, <laughs> which, which the one guy hit the skid steer, which he still has. Fifteen years later, he still has that same old hokey bobcat and that same old sketchy uh, ramp and and cable pulling you out of that foam pit. So that's the scariest thing, really, <laughs> his, his contraption to hoist you out of the foam pit. But no, it's it's like anything, it's commitment and leading with your eyes and yep. and. and 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 looking and following it around, it's it's commitment to doing it. That's kind of the main thing. Like snapping then, your head uh, back and like following, it, like kind yeah. of like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, I mean, it's, and the thing is, honestly, Travis and I've ridden with him. My buddies yeah. that went up there with me, uh, Harvey and Robbie went up. I couldn't have done it without them. They went up and helped me too. And like I've told them, when we go riding with Travis down in Croom, mm-hmm. he will try to get you to do things that are well outside your comfort zone. <laughs> uh, but he will not try to get you hurt. He'll he'll tell you exactly what you need to do. So, um, man, he was he was super helpful. And we'd look at look at the you know look at the tape and look at the iPhone or whatever. And he's yeah. right here. You're pulling this. You're doing that. Whatever. And he can coach you right through it. And you know, he, <laughs> he, he can teach an old man to do it. So. There's and Pastrana too. If no one's ever if, if you've never talked to Travis Pastrana and I have and certainly um uh, you have a ton the guy is like you almost can't you you almost want to do anything he says like he's so persuasive and friendly and 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 you just you want to do whatever Travis Trana tells you to do yeah again he yeah he he is he will try to get you to do things outside your comfort zone and that's what I've I've told my buddies when we've gone riding with him before hey his ADD lasts about 30 seconds. So if you can just wait him out, you'll find someone else to prey upon. You know, so if you, you know it's, it's easy. If you don't want to do it, just say no, right. no, no. And then he'll squirrel. He'll jump to the next person and try to convince him. I mean, it's incredible. Like, you had no probably no designs to, to flip until you got a set of those Starcross fives on the bike, I guess, right? And then. Uh, you know, I don't know. The thing is, I, I think that, I think that, no, I, and again, I did it back in 2003 on one of his little pit bikes. Right. 
And then, and then on, and, and I, the first time I got around the tires and it's pretty cool. Cause he told me, he, you know, he said, you just did what Mike Jones couldn't do in two weeks here. So that was, I was kind of, <laughs> it's kind of the natural air awareness, let's say, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I kind of always had it in my mind. I wanted, I just wanted to backflip a dirt bike dirt as silly as it sounds, but no, I it's wanted awesome. to do that. But, but now, you know, Starcross fives, man, even, even an old guy can do a backflip on a dirt bike. So, what, um. um I mean, what's next? A cliffhanger? Uh, heart attack? No. What the- Heck no. Hey, his dad, you know, Robert, mm-hmm. he, he, Robert, Travis sent a photo, a group photo out, uh, a group text photo out with me just wadding it up. And, and Robert being Robert, <laughs> probably had his shirt unbuttoned. And right. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, that look, Baluti. Uh, but, uh, but he's like, and I was just, cr- I was mid, midair and bailing off of it. And Robert <laughs> commented back on that group text. Oh, was he trying a no hand backflip, or does he not have oh, head or whatever? <laughs> you know, that's 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 Robert. Yeah, yeah. Death. And, and he was he was there at the in the at the uh, the party that followed that night. So uh, it was good to see him. And you, and good to see that family for sure. You had a Van Halen tribute band, but DLR. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was, you know, it was it was so cool. So one of the one of the Western Power Sports guys had this uh, Van Halen Nation in their own Facebook, Instagram, whatever. The, but a really cool band play his birthday party. And I, so I kind of looked at it and thought, well, they're only three hours away from Travis's house. So I asked Travis, hey, can I hire this band to, to play in your garage, you know, your shop? And, mm-hmm. and Travis was like, heck yeah. So, uh, so man, I made that happen. And, you know, it, it, that was the coolest thing because I'm a big uh, Van Halen fan, not a Van Hagar <laughs> fan, which was cool. Because, oh, you know, it's, it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, it the funny thing is, Steve, it was only a couple grand. It was only a couple grand to have the band there to play some, some Van Halen. If they'd have played Hagar, it was only 175 bucks. <laughs> uh, I ought to hang up with you. I ought to hang up on you. Uh, I, co- I, went, I, I, went, I went with Van Halen. So it's Easy. There's two against one. Me and Steve are on the same boat on this one. Yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah. Yeah. For really? sure. Oh, um, Hagar all the way. Uh, more number one albums with Van Halen and Hagar had. Yeah, but that's that's just uh, that's just based <laughs> on statistics, though. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's just based on facts. Hey, uh, just based on facts. Travis, you you are a dune goon. You're on MX Fails. Indeed. You almost died on MX Fails. I think I did if, die and came back to life. If we sent you to <laughs> Travis's, would you do a backflip? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we should do that. You should make that. said yes. He, he he has no idea what level of commitment he just made to me right there. Boom. I'm, in. I'm in. You're going to Maryland. Pastrana will Pastrana teach anybody? Will he even Travis the Dune Goon? Hey, his his uh, he he is not uh, he, he's an equal opportunity offender. I'm sure to get anybody hurt for sure. So uh, uh, hey, all you got to do is all you got to do is is sign the release, Travis, and 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 you can be it. You can be a, uh, a phone pit goon too, buddy. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like this would make a good video. Oh, I th- absolutely, it would be. We need to make this happen. We we, we should. Uh, wow. Hey, how is uh, while we have you on, we'll get some business done. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross Fives can be purchased wherever Michelin motorcycle tires are sold. Excellent performance over a wide range of conditions and terrain. Twenty one different sizes. A brand new tire from Michelin's hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, Michelin Starcross Five um, pushing the boundaries of off road performance. We've got a ton of people who have bought these things, uh, Randy. And the X brand sale is obviously it's over now, but uh, that was successful as well. Where we we gave you a free pair of X-Brand goggles if you bought a set of Starcross 5s. But regardless, man, we've got some, some good feedback from our listeners. 
yeah, it's been again like like I when I first reached out to you, you know, fall of our you know late last year. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a fan of the show long before we were a sponsor of the show, and 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 I know you guys have a very unique demographic. Um, anyone that'll that you know that listens to your radio, uh, listens to your podcast, is a true enthusiast of the sport. So it's 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 a great opportunity for us to reach those listeners. And uh, the Starcross Five has been very very successful for us. I appreciate you know Rich uh, working with us and you working with us to do kind of a. Uh, you know, a cross marketing or a program, and and there were just hundreds and hundreds of of consumers that bought Starcross fives from their local dealer or their online retailer, and and got a free pair of goggles. And it's just kind of our way to give back and support yeah. other sponsors that support the show. And it's it's been awesome, man. It's yeah, it's great. Good. No, I mean, and everyone seems to like the tire. The the tests are mm-hmm. out, and the the, 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 the yep. listener feedback is out, and you guys did a good job on this thing. So. Um, yeah. Kiefer's it's, trying it's, to kick, it's, take it's, all the credit for it, probably, but you know. You know what? I, I have no problem with giving him his uh, his fair share. You're right, uh, Travis. You have an update for us on your backflip. Uh, I was texted by the wife. Yeah, I might have to consult with her. <laughs> <laughs> Why is yeah. your wife listening? Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> I, I asked her to listen to to test the streaming. Oh, okay. And then she just happened to be listening when I committed to do a backflip <laughs> at Travis's friend's house. <laughs> So no, oh, man. no backflip for Travis. No, um, I'm still in. I'm my own man. Oh, you're gonna make well, it up. I'm my own man. Hey, 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 Travis. For what it's worth, I, I was married in '03 when I did it at the foam pit, and I'm happily divorced now in 2016 <laughs> when I did it at the dirt. So there we go. So, uh, anyway, best happily, I like that. Happily, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Berluti, no, went that I, way too. He went down that route also. Uh, so it happens. It happens. Um, no, it's uh, that's an ex- it's a real cool thing, man. That's awesome that you did that. I that think is it, cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll show you, Berlude, I'll show him a video. Yeah, I want to see it. Berlude's not on social media, so I need to show him the video. See, I, I, I was arguing with Steve Absolutely. earlier in the show because um, mm-hmm. he mentioned something, and I go, nah, I think I think he's done it before, you know. So anyway, yeah. that yeah. hence, you know, 03 or whatever. Here, huh? here it is here, Berlude. I'll check it out. I'll show it to him right now on Instagram. So, um, so the first crash... Was that the only one? Nice, so, dude. That was awesome. So you, uh, and if everybody wants to check it out, Randy on uh, on Instagram, yeah. little is, uh, head head whip. Did you get? Did you got little whiplash there? I I, I uh, no no not not too bad. Oh. It was uh, it was good. I I got a little bit off axis and and kind of squared it back up. It wasn't it wasn't a Deegan three hundred and sixty whip. Let I me mean, see the first one. Um, the, the first one's ugly. At, uh, yeah, at, Travis, yeah. and Travis being the friend that he is, mm-hmm. you know, so I land a backflip at his house. So he posts a photo of me just in a dust cloud, like peanut, like like uh, Linus, on Li- peanuts. Yeah. like Linus, yeah, and just a dust cloud. And he and he posts that photo. So I don't know. It's got forty thousand likes of me just wadding it up. So I appreciate him, uh, yeah, yeah, giving me a shout out in that way. So uh, at FMIP two two two. If you want to check it out on Instagram, yeah. please check it out. Now, okay, so you. You did the first one you crashed on, and then the second yeah. one you landed. Did you do any more? Yeah. Did, was there any more crashes or any more no. landings? No, that was it. No, yeah. I, I would say there was some. Uh, we started having some uh, PBR, which is post backflip refreshment. We had a few PBRs, and, and I called it a day. I, I was one and yep. done. At fifty okay. years old, if you can do a backflip, one and done. No, I, day, I'm I with you. Yeah, absolutely. Walk away like it's like a. It's you know. Well, David Lee doesn't know enough to walk away. You know, because he's you know, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, and <laughs> what's funny is my 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 buddies that rode up with me. They're before I you know like 
Travis has got the ramp on a skid steer. He's like, all right, you got this. I'm moving the ramp out to the landing. I'm all right, cool. So he takes the ramp out there, and my buddies are telling me, because we knew I had Van Halen Nation playing later that <laughs> night, and, and they tell me, hey, I told them, just in case it goes ugly, I call my dad and and my insurance cards in my wallet. And uh, so they tell me, okay, cool, we got that. But just in case it goes ugly, we will come to the hospital and see you after After, the concert. After the Van Halen tribute band. (laughs) Hey, that's friends, right? That's that's great friends. Yeah. uh, Um, At FMIP, FMIP222, people are saying I I said it too fast, so please check it out. Um, But, um, yeah, it – it's awesome, man. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it was th- fun. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for picking up. Appreciate it. Gear no, alloy, no cool. cool. Yeah. Um, hey, is that a record by chance? The oldest guy they ever do a backflip? I don't. You know, I don't know. I one. I don't know. I don't know. It's funny. One of the umpteenth times that I went into the foam pit when they were hoisting me out, and and I, 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 I tried to set me down on the dirt, and I, and it was in the midst of a conversation. He was saying that uh, Jolene. Van Vuk's dad, uh, Jolene did one. Uh, Jolene's dad yep. did one on a pit bike at like sixty-seven years old or something. And that that dude, he's gnarly. Her dad is gnarly. Uh, and and so he said, yeah. He said Jolene's dad landed one on a pit bike in a mulch pile at sixty-seven years old. So I look at Travis and I said, thanks. So you're telling me I got seventeen years to figure this out? <laughs> so, so, That's all right. So Not, I don't know. You know. And, but, um, and again, it's just. It's just a personal goal. It's sure, sure. No, it's That's great. awesome, dude. I'm oh, pumped man. for you. Yeah. Um, NitroCircus.com. See Travis of Toronto coming to a city near you. And maybe Randy Richardson will be joining that tour. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> well, hey, when are you com- coming back out? Are you coming to the WPS? Or are we got to get you back on back into uh, somebody's Somebody we, bought some tires uh, in 1985, and they, they have a question for you about <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. They got, got a container of some yeah. uh, some 8 Series or something like that. That was so funny. Right. Uh, I don't know. I'll come back out maybe towards the end of the year or something. Okay. Or yeah. if nothing else, come, I'll come through on my way to – uh, Western Power Sports has their sales meeting in January. I know I'll be there for that. So, awesome. Uh, maybe that's in that direction. But uh, until then, man, I'll keep listening. Uh, as always, a fan of the show, and I appreciate what you do for uh, all the sponsors and all the enthusiasts like myself that that are wanting to hear more and more Moto Talk. So we cool. appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Congrats on the backflip. And, uh, yeah, thanks again, man. We'll see you down the road. All right. Take all care. Right, see you, Randy. You, take care, buddy. Thank you, bud. Right, man. Bye-bye. Randy Richardson, everybody, Mission on the Motorcycle, uh, brought to you by Gear Alloy, Gear Alloy Cold Call. It's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, really cool. Uh, pretty pretty neat to say that you, that you did that. Um, hey, we talked some calls earlier from the guy that uh, wanted to go to MMI and then another guy asking about mechanics. Yeah. Um, right now, if you want to be uh, a mechanic, suspension guy, uh, suspension people are getting more and more important in this industry with, with the teams and, and even uh, the lesser teams employing uh, suspension guys. Uh, Race Tech, the Technical Edge Suspension Seminars, they're responsible now for starting the careers of many of the industry's top suspension builders and companies. Uncover the black art of suspension tuning by learning the why behind the what at Race Tech Seminars. Seminars take place November 5th to 11th at Racetech's headquarters in Corona, California. Get signed up today. Uh, if you want to become a suspension tuner for a race team or open your own shop or offer the service in an existing shop, you need to take this course. Paul Feed has been doing suspension forever, and now he's uh, sharing his secrets with you. And uh, besides, if you don't want to do a suspension seminar, if you've got a job and you're happy with that, uh, just get your suspension service at Racetech. Use code PULPMX16, and uh, you can save with those guys. So, um 
Race Tech's a big part of our program, and we're pumped. Here's some emails, courtesy of the folks at Race Tech. Uh, Christian sent this in. Uh, question for the Pulp Show. It seems as though the pro bikes rarely stall anymore. They just pick them up and ride them off after a crash. Are most pros running an auto clutch like a recluse on the sly, or is the idle cranked up? What do you think, Berlute? What do you know? Well, because of fuel injection, um, <clears throat> a lot of uh, the stock bikes have like a f- tip-over sensor, yeah. and it'll shut it off. But, you know, you can dismantle them or take them off. Mm-hmm. And then as long as the idle is up high and the wheel's not getting caught to the ground or caught into something, the thing will stay running. I know. I thought a, a while ago that um, uh, guys were running recluses. But, no, they're just modifying the carburetors or now fuel injection to uh, to keep them running. Yeah. But you'll see those guys. They, they pick the bikes well, up. Well, the carbureted bike is going to run out eventually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they, they turn the idle way up on that, too. Uh, right, you know, but because the fuel's running yeah. out and it, it will it yeah. will stall. But on a fuel injected bike, if you if as long as it doesn't have a tip over sensor, yeah. so um, not something I'd recommend other people doing though. What taking your tip off center, tip off sensor, um, tip over sensor. I well, we did it, and it, it, a racer, I would if I was a racer, I yeah. would. Okay. I think it's it's the manufacturers put it on there for uh, you know liability. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Kent said this in. Hey, Steve, I really enjoy your podcast. Informative, interesting, and funny. We've seen Christophe Purcell crack a vertebrae in his neck twice this season and not the same one. And Ryan Dungey is out with the same injury. I can't help but notice over the last couple of years how many pro riders are no longer wearing neck braces. My understanding is there's a belief that using them has resulted in more collarbones and that has led to neck braces falling out of favor. A good podcast subject, perhaps. I'd love to hear opinions from pros on this. Um, yeah, uh, Kent, no doubt. Riders have uh, taken... Um, uh, neck braces off more so not so much the collarbone uh a factor uh but more for performance um, they feel like it hinders them a little bit mm-hmm. um the, the atlas brace is and of course they're a sponsor of our show but if you're going to use a neck brace uh try an atlas one they're the least restrictive lightest weight one out there you barely notice you have it on but there was a problem when neck braces first came on board to uh hindering riders a little bit when they were turning their head when they were doing g outs when they were uh, uh charging in the whoops and kind of had their shoulders up but the uh, the Atlas one is great, and uh, it's like I said, it's the least restrictive one. It's lightweight. It fits around you. AtlasBrace.com, and it's a personal choice. I think neck braces are balut. Like it's to me, it's like a seatbelt. Like not everybody puts their seatbelt on. You know, some people buckle up everything and turn all the airbags on, and some people uh, want to put a knee braces on and a neck brace on and everything. And it's like your personal choice. Would would I like to see everybody wear neck braces? Probably. Why not? You know what I mean? Like, it's just better. You can't prove to me that the neck brace hurts you. And some people say you can't prove it helps you, but why take that chance? Sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, people with safety belts, they have reasons they don't want to wear them. Yeah. Yeah. But, but my, it's, it's mandated. You have to. My buddy Ron, Fireman Ron, won't wear one. So, um, Canadian but, guy of yours? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you're but he's try- a fireman, one, why he says that he sees as many people, exactly. uh, get, get thrown from their car and survive. So, okay. uh, I, I don't know. Um, Adam sent this in, uh, Steve, first off, thanks for all the content. It is interesting and informative as a former race winning mechanic. How do you cringe when Roxanne basically blew his engine up during the championship celebration? I understand he was extremely happy to win the championship, but it seems a little disrespectful for his mechanic to him to basically blow his bike up with one race to go. Am I wrong in thinking this? Uh, would they have torn that engine down during the week anyways? Yes, they would. Every engine gets torn down during the week, uh, Adam. So it doesn't really matter that Roxanne uh, revved the shit out of it. Um, so it doesn't really, really 
matter there. So, uh, I remember, Did it go up in smoke? Did you see it? I don't think it blew up. No, oh. I just grabbed the shit out of it. Uh, also, I remember reading or hearing a rumor that Rockstar was out with Star Racing, and they have a new energy drink sponsor. Uh, yeah, I, I heard the two. I think Star will be out Monster Energy next year. So just another team really? uh, uh, that the Green Claw has grabbed. Um, uh, where's where's uh, Do they stay with Husky only then? Yeah. Rockstar? Yeah, Rockstar. Yeah, okay. with Husky. And, uh, do they have anybody else? I don't know. Um, so, yeah, there we go. Questions for you. Uh, Racetech.com. Uh, bringing you uh, the emails of the week. Racetech suspension. Please check them out. Uh, get it done. Get yourself serviced. Uh, get the right spring rate. Get, get your sag set. Get, get everything set on your suspension. Show your suspension some love, damn it. Um, Number one thing you can do for a bike. Right? Absolutely. No uh, question. Berlut, um we still have the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment, and we have the uh, X-Brand tear-offs. JT is going to join us for that. We also got the NFAB question of the day and the NFAB um, JGR check-in. Can't really do the NFAB JGR check-in this week with anybody from JGR because everyone's on lockdown right now. But what? Just, you know, as far as, like, what they can do next year, you know? Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, it's kind of one of those things. So we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. There's some rumors about JGR, and we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, as far as the JGR check-in. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you like my Nets idea, Berlou? I do. I've I said it to you before. I don't recall no? you saying it to me before, but I like it, yeah. It's a great idea. Nets, bro. Australia well, has embraced sure, the Nets. For sure. The riders would probably like those bitching berms oh. again, and that was bitching to see those guys rail those berms. And, oh, absolutely. You know, like Justin said before, the whoops and stuff like that, for sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's welcome our next guest to the uh, Pulpamex show. Uh, he is former national winner, former factory rider, tuned by Berlut, should have won Loretta Lynn's this year. Now he's got Rainer training facility and killing it that way. It's uh, Robbie Renard. What's up, Robbie? How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? Tony Berluti's in. <laughs> Tony Berluti's here. RR. Yep. Yep. Best guy around. The That's be- right. The, you heard it. The best guy around. Is that what you said? Uh, it, it definitely best mechanic. <laughs> I don't know. Thanks, R. R. You're my you're you're my guy for hey, sure. Berluti. <laughs> if, what? What? If there's a burning house, yeah. And Tortelli, stop. Re- Renard and Huffy yeah. are in this burning house. Who yeah. do you rescue? You can only rescue one. Huffy, Robbie, Robbie. Can you believe he's asking me this fucking question? Tortelli, Robbie, or Huffy? <laughs> don't even ask me that. I re- I I, yeah. I call I. Uh, I'll plead the fifth. Robbie doesn't like you. He doesn't like you, Robbie. Not he's not your guy. Um, hey, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Um, you know the Christina and Chris at Roost MX. Uh, they help you out, don't they? Cycle Trader. Yes. And uh, so RoostMX.net bringing you Robbie Renard on the show. Twenty percent if you type in the gold Pulp Nation. Forty-eight hour turnaround. Uh, the graphic of choice: Robbie Renard uh, and uh, Colt Nichols and uh, and many others. So uh, they can make your custom stuff. They got Pulp MX stuff on their website, and uh, they're great guys. Been in business for a long time. Custom products, T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, that kind of stuff. So, um, Robbie. So okay, now we know that Berluti wouldn't rescue you from Stop burning it. house. I love Robbie. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> you give you give me more what shit was, about it than I do. Yeah. What was your greatest moment with Robbie Berlut? Like, what was the what's the greatest race you two guys had? Is there one that sticks out? Uh, real quick in my mind is Southwick when he's on the mat in the first turn, and he I don't know. Would you would you work up to maybe second or third or something? Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of those one you know one of those Southwick. I rides. remember that moto. Yeah. That was uh, what year would that have been? Like uh, 2000? 99. 99? 
Yeah. That sound about right? Yeah. That was good. That was a good moto. I remember that. Yeah, you were down the first turn. Um, hey, so uh, let's talk about Loretta Lens first. I wanted to get you on uh, after that, and uh, we never found out. We never got a chance to, to line it up. But, um, dude, you were the talk on social media at Loretta Lens. <laughs> You're on a 125. You had the overall in your class until, like, late in the third moto when your bike blew up. Um, are you still over that, or do you do you lay awake at night? <laughs> I don't lay awake at night, but uh... – you know, actually, the bike ended up not blowing up. The the cylinder nuts came loose, and oh. it just drowned itself out with the antifreeze. So, um, but no, it was a good time. You know, I surprised myself, and I think a lot of other people on a one twenty five. And I guess I was going there just to have a little bit of fun, and mm-hmm. I still had fun. But it was a a little bummer. You know, it didn't finish the last uh, couple laps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's phenomenal. It's a great story. I mean, there were some really good riders, and they're like burner, and you were whipping them on a 125 <laughs> in the mud, in the mud too. It's phenomenal. It was like Unadilla '98 all over, or whatever year that was '97, <laughs> whatever year that was, Robbie. <laughs> um, hey, we got a question for you. Did you ride 125 in you know, all the qualifiers coming up to Loretta's too, or how'd that? No, no, okay. So no, you... I rode, rode my 450, but I just. Like, I honestly hadn't been riding, and two weeks prior, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just ride my 125 when I go there. <laughs> so, that's kind of how that happened. You should see this thing, Steve. It looks like a full-on works bike. He's got carbon tank and stuff on it. Things you really? Yeah. yeah. Probably has some works KYB stuff on it that was hanging around the house. I think he had air stuff on it. Did you have air stuff on yeah, it? Yeah, I did. That's yeah. what I thought I saw. <laughs> Oh, so you're not one of those guys that like doesn't like like everyone's running away from air suspension these days, Robbie. You're you're all right with it? Uh, that Kyabra air stuff works pretty good. Like mm-hmm. uh, I haven't actually done a whole lot with anything else, but uh, that that it worked good on the 125. I haven't really rode with it too much on anything else. So, mm-hmm. uh, seven zero two five eight six pulp. You got a question for. Uh, uh, former factory rider Robbie Renard, uh, 702-586-7857. Give us a call. We got him on the line for a little bit, and Tony Berluti will call him, probably text him after, and they'll relive some private moments. So, <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, Robbie, look, we, we talked about it a while back on our show. Uh, we had Benny Bloss on the show. We had Austin Forkner on the show. Uh, Colt Nichols absolutely killed it in Supercross this year. Bogle uh, is looking like an up-and-coming guy, and um, you know he won a title a couple years ago. Um, what are you What are you doing? What's going on in Oklahoma? It's the water. Um, yeah, it's dude. The water. I, it, it's just you know, obviously I, I have. They're, they're obviously talented before they come here, and it's just I try to help guide them a little bit in mm-hmm. the right direction for us. So. I can't take all the credit. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we were saying before the show, like I do think rider coaches and trainers, they do get probably more credit than I think they deserve. They're not on the bike. And, Robbie, you know that. You raced at a high level. It Ultimately, I believe it boils down to the dude on the bike uh, when the gate drops. But having said that, Robbie, the, the, the Bloss and Forkner, to me, came out of they, – they, they way surpassed what their expectations were. I mean, Forkner was thought like, hey, it's your learning year, fifth to 10th place kid. Just get your feet wet. Bloss, I mean, no one thought Bloss would end up where he ended up uh, killing it. So there's got to be something that you're working with. I know you're, you know, you're, you're humble. You're not going to take all the credit. But um, there's got to be something going on where these guys are – because they're outperforming kind of what everyone thought they were. 
Yeah, you know what? I just like I said again, they're they're great riders, and right. It's just uh, trying to get the balance for each rider. You know, everybody's a little bit different, and mm-hmm. uh, trying to find uh, what they actually need in in all all different areas. What uh, and what, and not uh, being a head case, you know, like <laughs> a lot of them were. Yeah, you really got to work on the mental side of things, right? Like, you really got to, like, sit them down and, like, tell them the world's not ending if you have a bad motor or whatever, right? No, exactly. It's uh, it, it's definitely hard to, when when this is just, you know, everything in your, you know, life, and you have a bad motor or whatever, it's hard to, like, get away from it and, mm-hmm. and, and move on from that week into the next. So, um, that, that's definitely big part of it <laughs> right um yeah it's one of those things too where um you know probably you learned a lot from your career right like what if you had to go back and do your career again and certainly you had a you had a great career factory cowie and primal and uh and wins and, and and like i said a great career factory suzuki and all that what would you have done like what would you have taken your your advice now from robbie renard in 2016 what would you wish you would have taken done back in your day is there something that comes to mind i would have let my body heal up every time i hurt hurt my body <laughs> yeah <laughs> i actually yeah. let it heal and actually gave myself a little bit of time to not make a dumb mistake and end up on the ground again that's probably my biggest uh mm-hmm. thing that i would have done do you feel like you were pressured to come back or was it internally pressured like by you to come back no you know i was I think it was just how I was wired and you know mm-hmm. I think everybody's that way in the sport you know they want to get back to racing and they want to go race and that's what you know what we do and what we enjoy is you know competing and I just wanted to get out there and battle with everybody you know and that's the right. the hard thing you know I know I came back way too early in many situations and you know it's Amazing that I didn't, you know, hurt myself worse, <laughs> dude. And you've got some injuries. Huh. You have yeah. some serious ish- injuries. Yeah, God, your shoulders and stuff, and yeah, just incredible. Um, hey, what? Uh, you're a little taller guy, uh, not as tall as Benny, but you're pretty tall. What do you tell Benny about his height, like to use it to his advantage, and and where do you think it helps him? Obviously, like use those legs keep the bike on the ground and keep it moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and, and, and that's the big, like, you know, most tall kids like that, you know, they have those long legs. They, they struggle in corners and that's like Benny's, uh, you know, best part, you know, he can carry probably better corner speed than the majority of anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if he can use those legs to keep the bike on the ground, cause you know, you look back, Travis, you know, days like that's what he was so good about is mm-hmm. keeping the bike on the ground with his long legs and and driving the bike all the time. So yeah, do you, if you had to build like we, you know, Jason Thomas is a big part of the show and obviously he's a shorter guy, and we discussed this a couple of weeks ago. Um, there's pros and cons of being short and pros and cons of being tall. Sure, but Robbie, if you had to pick a size of an ideal motocrosser, would you go? Like your height or Benny's height versus JT or Carmichael. I mean, obviously Ricky made it work pretty damn good, but like, do you feel there's an ideal size for for a race in motocross? I don't think there's an ideal size. Obviously, I think uh, a smaller p- person is uh, 
um, would, is better just because of the weight mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but I think that would honestly be the biggest thing, you know, as long as if you can get the strength and everything else, I think it's more just the, the weight factor on, on everybody these days. Yeah, uh, and uh, well, I mean, Benny's going to ride 250 Supercross next year, and I'm always telling him, I'm like, dude, that's that's ridiculous. You're going to, you know, blah, blah. he's like, no, no, I can make it work. I'm good. You know what I mean? Um, but it, it is. That's something you can't overcome. When you look at somebody like Forkner, you're like, look at that kid. What's he weigh, Robbie? I want to say he's around 180. He, he kind of... For his height, that's pretty 180, light. 185. Yeah, it's light so, for his No, it's not. Huh? Yeah. And the guy has tree trunks for legs, so. Oh no, kidding, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Um, what about Forkner? What's his strengths? Do you think what 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 impressed you with Forkner uh, when you started working with him and and seeing him this year? Well, just Aust- Austin's always been like one that like you can tell him to to change something and mm-hmm. and he does it and keeps doing it. You know, you don't have to remind him too awful much about it, and he gets it. You know, gets it done. And, you know, just to drive, like he has the work ethic, you know, off the bike as much on the bike. And that's, that's, I think at this point of, you know, career, like is, you know, if, if you have the talent and you don't have the work ethic, you know, you only mm-hmm. make it so far. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he has that work ethic, you know, to go with that talent. So, and I don't, I don't know his parents that well. I've said hi to him at the races. They seem like they're normal. Is that, and that's good. <laughs> like nowadays, you really got to look at parents and wonder what goes on with them. But is Forkner's mom and dad cool? Or are they are they cool or are they nutty? No, they're awesome. Okay, you good. Know, they like, seem like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, his you know his dad's his practice bike mechanic, and so yeah. he's down here all the time. And I I honestly I love him being here. You know, I think it's great. Like mm-hmm. you know, like you can't. Uh, there's not a whole lot of you know father sons that can actually you know do that. And that's one that actually it works really good, and I think it keeps, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's, I I love it, you know, because yep. it's what it's all about, you know, being close to your, you know, family and stuff like that. But that's like something we gotta like. That's going on in our pits these days. Like they're crazy, Berlute. You've yeah. been out of the game for a while. Yeah, a lot of these parents are just nuts. Wow. Well, you, you see it closer anyway. Do you agree, Robbie? Yeah, you know, and and you know, it's. It's it's it, it's sad, you know, because you, you you have some that want it, you know, a little too much, and you know, at at some point, you know, when they're they're younger, it's you you look back and how many mm-hmm. kids dominated, you know, amateurs, and you know, once they got into pros, they didn't dominate. Yeah, so, yeah. You, know, you can't always go off of that. I I don't think. No, and you can't like invest everything and you have into your kid. Because he might not be one of the two percent that don't make it, you know. Exactly. Um, There's not very many. Get a job, parents. Go get a, go go, <laughs> go to work. Don't lay off your kid. Jerk offs. Anyways, I'm um, sorry, Robbie. Um, hey, um, every, do you get tired, Robbie, of people talking to you about Unadilla '97? Was that '97? First moto? '98. '98. '98. Do you get tired of like people talking to you about that? No, no. I think it, it was definitely. Uh, that that was obviously one of my better years, um, and it, it kind of you know it started off rough and it uh, it you know it turned around and from that mm-hmm. that race on the rest of the year like it was good so right I don't mind and 
it's it's actually good to watch. Wish wish it was in a little better quality. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Of uh, so you can actually watch it a little bit better. <laughs> hey, did, didn't Forkner say that um, you play that you play that video or something when you're? <laughs> yeah. I, or, do you remember that? Steve? Yeah, I read that. Yeah. Read it? No, he. he oh, did Forkner say it? I thought I read it on Racer X that he says, "Yeah, Robbie pops that video in." <laughs> oh, I I thought he when he was on the show last, he might have said it or anyway. Yeah, interesting. I think that was funny. Yeah. Um, but here's my here's my th- that was Doc Wobbles tuned by the way, Berlut. Yeah, back in the day, right? Not Berluti tuned. Here's my thing about Robbie though, and I wrote this a while ago. Like that was a great ride. Okay, ninety eight Unadilla, unbelievable. It was an unbelievable ride. Yeah, but Robbie went one three that day or three one, whatever it was, uh, whichever moto it was. So it was one moto. My Robbie Renard ride. That I that I remember to this day and probably till I die, will be ninety five Unadilla, or Unadilla ninety five Millville. Yeah, both motos. It was a hundred and eight eighty degrees, humidity nine thousand, and Robbie was eh, seventh eighth in the points, and this was Lampson, this was Henry, this was Hughes, and I was there. I, I witnessed it. Uh, Robbie went one one. I think you led every lap. I think you destroyed them in both classes. It was a phenomenal ride. And that's what I remember. From, screw Unadilla 98, because he did it in both motos at Millville. No, I get it. <laughs> well, then, didn't, didn't you back it up the next week at Washougal also? Yeah, I won the first moto. I didn't I didn't even race the second moto. At Washougal? I got it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I, I thought I, you uh, went double. Uh, huh. No, I, I won the first moto, and I was getting a little, like, crazy over the middle tabletop throwing whips in the last lap I kind of went a little too big and landed and my I didn't have an ACL on the right knee <laughs> and it shifted really bad when I landed mm-hmm. so I couldn't ride the second moto because of it <laughs> oh gotcha um, but do you do you put the Millville right ahead of that Unadilla ride Robbie in yourself um you know it, Actually, no. Like I actually, the the Millville or the the Millville was like honestly, it was like a for me like that rare. It, it seemed easy. Yeah, I'd um, say it did. Good, good God, and, yeah. And but you know where the the and and obviously when you start up front, it always makes it easier. But mm-hmm. like in '98, you know that bike, uh, I was like I think 175 pounds on 125, so. Mm-hmm. Starting up front wasn't uh, too awful good. <laughs> so, um, and, um, you know, I, I you know just coming through the pack like I did, and and just uh, you know kept moving forward. It, I, I I just think that was a good one, and like I said, like my beginning of the year like started out pretty bad. I had a couple DNFs with bikes and stuff like that, and once we got it all figured out, it was well pretty bought on the rest of the year. I don't care. I still think the Melville ride was better. I don't care what you think, Robbie. Yeah, Mitch Mitch says the same thing. Dude, it's phenomenal because you just kind of come around. You're a seventh, eighth place guy, and then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, like no one could touch you. Is that it, when you were racing, Steve, and you didn't qualify? So no. So you sat and watched? That, no, that year I didn't. <laughs> no, that year I didn't try. I think I knew oh, the dream okay. was over. 95. <laughs> the dream was over by then. 95, the dream was over. Oh, I that's did right. Not, Stanton, um, that's right. Yeah, okay. that was 92. Um, okay. But uh, 
Honestly, and it was so hot too. It was yeah. so hot. Yeah. And just Robbie was just like, "I'll see you later." On rails. Yeah, I'm just I'm out of here. Going one one, and no one's gonna even even see me. Like, did you lead every lap, Robbie? I mean, I know you're maybe you don't remember, but I think you did. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I think it been pretty close. Yeah, it was it was a monopoly. So I don't really care what you think, Robbie, about your greatest ride. I'll tell you <laughs> what your greatest ride was. So, well, hey, man, uh, thank you for joining the show. I appreciate it. Again, Forkner, Bloss, Nichols, Bogle, uh, and, you know, obviously Trey even. You still help Trey, and Trey rides with you. And, like, you know, he, you're one of his heroes. Um, you've got yourself a nice little business track uh, deal going, and, and, and you've got some incredible riders, so that's awesome to see. It's, it's good to see you got uh, some, that's working, yeah. Some gnarly upcomers? Yeah, like, I actually have a, a, a few uh, guys. Lance Kobush stays here, and he just got on the 250. He's riding it pretty well. Um, no, I have, I have like a, actually a few good riders coming up, and hopefully it'll be uh, Nikki moving forward and, and do the same thing. So Awesome. Yeah. Um, before we go, though, we should ask you, what's your favorite Berluti memory? What was he like? Honestly, what, the, the biggest the biggest thing that I remember about Tony is every time I got on my bike, the thing vibrated exactly the same. <laughs> That's the biggest thing I remember about Tony. I thought you were going to say it vibrated like, like crazy, like he left something loose. Like, that thing was spot on every single time I got on it. That's That would be my... my Thinking, you know. Thanks, Robbie. Appreciate that. Don't pump his head up anymore, Robbie. He's yeah, already, you know. I have passion, and he had passion, and I. It was a good combination. Would Robbie like rank ahead of Mikel Pichon in riders that you worked for? <laughs> <laughs> what Brilliant. a dick! That guy's just trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. You never did answer who you'd rescue in a burning house. Yeah, well, like I said, I, I, this is America. I t- plead the fifth. <laughs> All right, fantastic. <laughs> well, Robbie, thank you for your time tonight, and congrats on everything that's going on. And uh, and that, yeah, the 125 thing was also a great story. I went from like not following to Loretta's, to, not following Loretta's, to being it. like, when is Robbie's moto? Like texting everybody, like when is he up? Fuck, I was so bummed. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see this. So, um, you were the story for sure. Of the Shit, week, how about the week when him and Ferry were going at it a couple of years ago? I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. I don't want to talk wait, about that. Wait, no. He <laughs> no. won one class and Robbie won one. You, you, no, you, it was still bullshit. You wanted greed? You want to win both classes? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Okay. We, had, we had him covered. Robbie, they shortened the motos. Okay. We had him covered. Robbie just beat us. I so think that, we had money on that, but because they split, it was. <laughs> we, a, we couldn't, yeah. We couldn't decide who, yeah. who, who won that. So uh, awesome, Robbie. Thanks, man. Thanks for your time. All right. Thank you. All Bye, R. All right. Let's see. Uh, Robbie Renard, everybody, on the uh, Pulp Mech Show brought to you by RoostMX.net. First commercial break. Fly Racing, BTOsports.com. The great Tony Berlute is in studio, and he will be joining us uh, when we come back. We still have Rich Taylor coming up, and Jason Thomas as well, and Travis Marks. Marks Dog's over there in the uh, corner. Hey. Backflip time? Yes. I got got the approval. Wow, dude. You got some coconuts over there. Good for you, (laughs) bro. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Listen, when Pookie tells me no... I'm just like, suck it, and I just do it. She was just like, we're going to need to have a talk about this. Yeah. (laughs) All right, buddy, stick to this commercial. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey, guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. 
Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at Fly Racing USA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. X Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when Placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor... Enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. 
NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, -wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come in the corners. And... What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version, the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the, the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelins uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so... Mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage. And normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit. But this, uh, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, Kiefer. Reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. 
Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. 
Roost MX. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-L. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Intonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, 
Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. Racing.com. Hot Cam's bringing you Brayton. Roost MX bringing you Robbie Reynard. And uh, yeah, and uh, thanks everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, Guts Racing, uh, use code PulpMX16 at Guts Racing. Official seat foam and seat base and seat covers of a bunch of teams in the pits, including the RCH guys and the uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit guys. Uh, whether you need new foam, whether you need a new base, whether you want to lighten it up with a carbon base. Whether you want a gripper cover, whatever it is, GutsRacing.com can help you out. And WUSA, John Anderson at WUSA, uh, JGR, Red Bull KTM, a bunch of teams use wheels. Uh, whether you want a Talon hub or a kite, um, what kind of rim you want, what kind of spoke set you want. If you're redoing a set of wheels for your bike, you can uh, hit up WUSA.com, right, Berlou? Absolutely. John's your man. I always feel like uh, WUSA has got new and exciting things cooking all the time, you know, like new products, little widgets and things yeah, like that. Yeah, he, so. he does. He goes to all those trade shows and tries to bring in some different things. Yep. Yep. And a lot of teams use John for the wheels. So, again, please check him out. If you want a wheel set, uh, WUSA can help you out. Uh, super super good guys down there. And mention Pulpamex for a discount uh, when you do that. Also, too, if you mention Pulpamex to uh, this guy, he will uh, probably punch you in the face. Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? Uh, not too much. Hanging out? Yeah. Getting uh getting ready for our little little rendezvous. Oh, JT and I are once again Motocosta's nation's buddies. Nice. Once again. We leave Thursday. I gotta get some I gotta get some earplugs. 
Uh, I was going to wonder that. about that. Does he does he fart too, or is just his snores like a <laughs> chimney or a snore? Well, that didn't no. sound like chimney. Well, Chimneys well, don't snore. I, well, I don't know. I fucked up on that one. <laughs> <laughs> snore like a chimney. <laughs> you know how over there when you get. Well, there, he farts like uh, a chimney. Um, dude, pretty I, hard. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, especially like we're getting there Friday, so we're going to go to the track on Saturday. Like, but we're going to wow. be. We're gonna be Toast. Like you're bogging pretty good. Oh, I'm sure. You know that, Berlu. Sure. Like when you get there first, get there the first day or two is rough. Good. Good thing Italian has some good coffee. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. Yeah, that <laughs> should be uh, should be interesting. Uh, FlyRacing.com bringing you uh, Jason Thomas on the show. How's things at the Fly Racing, JT? What's What's new and exciting? Uh, not too much. I got a new rep training, so trying to get those guys all ready to go out into the world, like uh, like. You know, like brand new baby, just like a, them out in the world, like a baby, <laughs> like a baby, like a baby bear cub. <laughs> no, they're uh, most of them have been around for a little bit, but yeah, I got that going on, and then yeah, hop on a plane right after that. So cool, busy, um, but I feel like that's all the time. Yeah. Um, twenty seventeen gear selling well, everything good. Yeah, is there yeah, something? And, uh, is there some? I don't. I mean, obviously, you don't look at sales reports every day, or, or maybe you do. Sure I, I don't do. know. Okay, I don't know yeah. if you look at it every day, but what? What's surprising you for reps? What are reps selling that maybe a gear line, a gear color that maybe you are, or even you know an accessory of some part, some part that uh, is killing it? Like maybe the new Chess Pro, uh, something like that. Yeah, we have a so we have a new helmet called a Kinetic Elite, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's been kind of brand new in the past three weeks or so, um, which is taken off pretty well. And then we have um, our Maverick boot, which is our entry level boot, which is. Uh, yeah, probably the number two selling part number we have, uh, and we got an orange one in. So just in time for Halloween and for oh. all the KTM guys, so we, we've never had an orange one before. So that's been uh, those okay. two have been really the kind of the focus the last month or so. Oh, okay, all right. So they're doing yeah. well. Hey, uh, I got yeah, a question for you. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Hey, so do you got business over there, or to just hold Steve's hand, or just because you love moto so much? Because you haven't been to very many races. What's the story? Well, we so Steve and I go have gone the last, this will be four years in a row. Yeah. Uh, this year's a little, a little more because we're, uh, we're a sponsor of MXGP, Fly Racing is. You are? And yeah, yeah. Fuck, so where I've been I'll, all my uh, life. How about Fox? With, uh, How do you do that? Yeah, they don't, they don't have exclusive deals. So we're a sponsor, okay. Fox is a sponsor. Um, but we're just trying to gain presence over there. You know, it's, as a, you know, global brand. We have distributors all over the place. It's right. important to us, and and we have like Sean Simpson. We have Jose Patron. We have Patron, some yeah. legit guys. Oh, okay. Really so, good and so you're working um, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, easy, easy on that. Wow, 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 wow. As long as you're getting paid to go over there, or, or somebody's paying his way, right? Yeah, well, I have a meeting with Sergio from Ustream on Friday, and try to explore what opportunities oh. are out there because it's kind of new for <laughs> no, us. You had a we're meeting? trying to see what we can do. <laughs> yeah. Steve's bum now, can dude. I He's kind of crying. I, I want a meeting. I want to have a meeting with Ustream. I got some things well, to say. Kind of oh, I'm sure right you now. do. You're, you're, you're a bit of a pariah in <laughs> right now. So. I got my press my credential today. I could not believe it. I'm in. Hey, I want to like spec, did you say spectator on it? I want to know something. How did how did you and uh, and uh shit i'm drawing a blank um hurling hurlings do it at glen helen i never saw him i wanted what i I wanted to go interview him i thought for sure you would have i go to those nations and gps hurlings is like stew like you don't see him yeah like i you know he's the biggest he's obviously one of the biggest stars but you will see caroli chilling like hanging out yeah he's everywhere Uh, um caroli's out the is out 
I never see hurlings, and, and I don't know if it's just because of uh, uh, I'm not looking at the right times or places. I feel like he's like Stu, where it's motorhome, team, track. You know, like that's it. I think he sees you and goes the other way. Well, he maybe. hates you. I, I went to go interview him at Glen Helen. I never that's couldn't, what find, I was him. couldn't yeah, find him. Couldn't find him. Uh, thank God he's out of the MX2 class. But here's the thing. <laughs> I thank wasn't, God. No, but listen, I wasn't that hard on him this year. No? Because he'd been, he's been seriously hurt the last two years. So I kind of got staying in MX2 in 2016. I got it. He broke his leg and then was something else? What it, Broke leg and then broke was it femur. Was it femur both years? I don't know. Uh, the femur was on an 80. Okay. Yeah. That was a um, bad deal. So he had a, some serious bad injuries. Maybe it was tip fib and a femur. Um so I got like him staying down a little bit. Yeah. Like I get it yeah. for this year, but when he said he was going to stay in, in in seventeen, he's not. But he, there was talk of that. Gotcha. Who do you think you would rather see, the MX One class or Steve Mathis? <laughs> Honestly, he could win MX One next year. He's that good. Oh, he'll be in the mix, no doubt. Oh, for I mean, sure. I think he's every bit as good as Feb. I mean, he smoked Febro when they were in MX Two. You know, I yeah, think yeah. I think Roman has gotten a lot better, but. Yeah. Uh, um, I think I think when Geisher's on, he'll win. Well, but I think uh, I think it'll be a three-way fight for the title next year. Here's why he's going to be in it because you have to give him the sand races. There you go. You have all those moto wins, Jeffrey. You're you're in. You know, um, and then go from there. Yeah, but if so. you look at the results too, those guys are not super consistent. You know, maybe maybe next year is different. But yeah, Febra, you know, was was hurt, and yeah. Tony had some good races and bad races, and Geisher had good. You know, those those crash a lot. Comparatively to when you look at guys like Eli and Dungey and Roxon over here, yeah, you can almost count on those guys being on the podium. Where those guys have a little, and I don't know if it's depth of series or right. if the tracks are way more sketchy or what it is, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's always been like that in Europe. Well, okay, I think. guys are actually set a record that was, I want to say Tortelli and Everett's, or maybe Everett's and then Tortelli were the last guys to have it, where he had 15 podiums in a year. Wow. Hadn't been done forever. Yeah, the begin the beginning was was I feel like it was a little bit more like February was winning some, Gesher was winning, but yeah. but you, if you look through the field, like Tony will go like fifteen two, you know, like, right. it's just really strange that way. I, I think because they have different tracks, we have right. all our tracks are the same. They're sawdust, water, like risels. They go from deep deep sand to hard pack in in, in Loket to uh, a man made supercrossy track. Like they have such different terrains that a yeah. rider can't be good on all of them. You know, whereas in America, you're not even changing your tires. You're just running the same tire every week, same dirt. You know, <laughs> you know the ruts are going to form. Yeah, yeah, they're watered perfectly. You know what I mean? So hey, it's so JT is is Febra whatever how do you pronounce? I call him Farve, but anyway, um, <laughs> does is like he John is, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Is he okay after that that situation he had with his back or whatever happened? Because he doesn't seem the same since then. I think he's all right. You know, yeah. He hasn't been the same guy. Uh, but he was pretty good. I thought of Glen Helen. I thought that was a good sign for him going into Majora. Uh, that second moto was, was uh, or one of the motos, first moto, one of the motos were pretty, was pretty good. I think he, in the qualifier, he won the qualifier too. Yeah, I heard that. Or saw um, that, yep. But, I, yeah, he's definitely not as good as he was. I mean, and Steve can attest to, especially last year, I mean, the guy was, I would say, if he wasn't the fastest, you know, guy on earth, he was close. Yeah, I saw him yeah. at Glenn Helen last year, killing yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's uh, he's not on that level. I think that set him back a bit, but he's still, I mean, he's still a great rider. Okay. And, and he'll be, uh, I mean, he'll be in contention to win, I think, you know, this weekend. Um, and with that, let's go right into our NFAB question of the day. The unfad question of the day. 
N-Fab.com, great sponsors of the JGR team, of course, uh, uh, and a big big part of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha Road team. N-Fab.com, at NFAB Inc. on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Jeep truck and SUV parts, uh, looking for some steps for my new Ridgeline, and uh, that'll happen real soon, I'm sure. Everything's built in a 150,000-square-foot facility in Houston, Texas. NFAB supports the sport on a number of ways, and so if you need something for your Jeep truck or SUV, please check out NFAB. NFAB question of the day, JT. It's real simple for you, too. Yeah. Who's going to win the motocross of nations, JT? You, by the way, you, JT, you personally are on a four-year winless streak uh, in going to these races. Um, everything's gone to shit since you started going to them. But um, well, they lost before I started, so let's just let's just put that out there. They lost in Wommel, and I didn't go. What but I have carried, on, I have carried on the tradition. Uh, what do you think? Who wins this weekend? I'm going to say the USA, but I think we are very fortunate with the injury bug that has hit both Belgium and France, uh, because I think we'd have a, we'd have a really tough time if either Muscan had been able to go or if Ferrandis had not gotten hurt. And then the Sal injury has really kind of opened the door as well. So just, I think we do win, but it would be, yeah. it would be tough if that stuff hadn't happened. You just stole my tweet from earlier today. Um, I agree. Uh, I like. I sat down. I was really thinking about it today, and I think USA will win. I think this streak ends here, because I mean, Bel- I don't know if you saw that JT, but Belgium's putting Von Donick on a 450. Uh, right. They're not even like so. Her, uh, Van Horbeek is staying to these, and Van Donick is moving up. To, so he's not a 450 guy, and he's moving up. And hurling. Er, oh, that's that's Van Horbeek staying down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it really. I think it's going to come down. You know, assuming USA has a normal day and no injuries and no crashes. I really think it's going to come down to uh, France and the USA again. And I don't know what to expect from Pacharel. I think he'll be okay. Uh, but I think it's, I really think it's going to um, end up being what we see from Paul in, because if he's the Paul in from Latvia, they probably win. But if he's the, the Paul in from France, then I think that the USA will win. Right. I don't think they can, uh, they can afford Paul in to get like a seventh in a moto. If he, he goes like yeah. seven five, right. we win. He's been if off he goes this one, year. One, that's yeah. what I was going to say. He's been off. If he's the Paulin of two sixteen, yeah. he yeah. sucks. Or yeah. Paulin of yeah. two twelve in France, or Paulin in Latvia, or Paulin in Lomo, or whatever. I mean, Latvia, yeah. Latvia, he was basically untouchable. Yeah, uh, he was uh, amazing. Yeah. Um, so Berlut, who do you think? I, I definitely got to go USA for sure. I, I Is that your heart, though, or have you you think? No, I mean, I mean look, looking at the numbers and stuff, I I think we we. I don't want to say we kill him, but I think we should win this fairly easily, you know. Oh, okay. And I, I truly believe, in a weird way, if some weird shit that happens, I, I think the Swiss team looks pretty good. Believe yeah, it or not, Berlut's you know? on Team Swiss right now. Uh, JT yeah, said earlier, uh, Tonus, Sewer, and uh, and Giad. Yeah, I'm a little iffy on Tonus because I mean, if you look at his outdoor results this summer, they were all over the place. So on that stage to step up, I can't count on Tonus because I just playing fantasy. You watch all these guys so closely, and man, Tonus was a train wreck half the season. Sure, Here, but didn't he ride well on a 450 at Glen Helen? He rode okay. He did pretty well. Yeah, yeah he, he rode, rode okay. Right. Yeah, okay. I don't here's, know if that's a winning winning team level effort, but here, he rode okay. Here's the thing: it's going to be 75 there, cooler, and Tonus seemed to fade when it was hot and shitty. So that's going to help him. But I'm, I don't think. Switzerland wins Berlut, but if they no, if I'm the, not, no, no, I know. I'm just saying. I think you're horse. absolutely right yeah. for a dark horse yeah. on a podium. Yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, and Belgium or, or Netherlands would be good. 
Yeah. You have Jeffrey Herrings. Yep. yep. Um, you know, you're always going to be good there. They got one weekly guy. Team Canada, Moffin Bar, <laughs> Medallia, Benoit. For the B Main? JT, A or B Main for Canada? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go A main. I, I like uh, I like how Cavan's riding. Cavan's good right and now. The, yep. Yeah, yep. I, I think they get in. I think the teams are uh, not incredibly stacked this year. Yeah. And Canada's got a decent effort. You know, if, if Tyler shows up and rides to Tyler's level, he's capable of. I think they get in pretty easily. I can't handle if they don't make the A main. I can't handle being around you. Oh, it's it's well, it's. Great comedy for me. Like it really, really helps my mood. And also um, too, Coppins. Coppins is another guy that likes to jab it. If yeah. Canada doesn't make the A man, he makes sure to that, you? Yes. Okay. Coppins makes sure he to remind me that his country is uh you know, made up of thirty people and they're in the A main every so, year. So I have a question for you too. How do you feel that Caroli's gonna do being in Italy on that hard pack track and you know, he's uh obviously probably a fan favor. Um, I say he wins a moto. Yeah, he'll be good. He'll be good. Oh, he'll, he'll win a moto. Yeah. Uh, the only guy I think that could could keep him from winning a moto, uh, well, I guess Geisher too. But uh, I think Favreau will be really good on that dirt. But I think Cairoli will will probably steal a moto win. Uh, one of the two. Uh, Team he, USA. He won't face he he won't face Geisher and Favreau both times. Yeah. Probably. Maybe he will. I um, think Paul Lynn's usually the MX one guy. And these euros and these euros are going to give themselves some Jason Anderson right up the tailpipe, <laughs> right up the dirt. Right up the dirt. Going to be good for Anderson. Right. Yeah, that's, he's that's good on that. Oh, that's right, Moriarty. Right up that's the tailpipe. Watch out. That's where he grew up. He's coming. Hard packed shit. Yep. And he if ain't going to. The wind picks up. No yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know <laughs> Moriarty. Yeah, I've been there. Really? Yeah. Well, I used to drive by there and check out that place, and it was always windy. I'm like, these fucking guys got to ride this pile of shit, you know? Right, right off the side Did you of race I-40. there or just went there? No, I just went there, yeah. It's just right off the side of I-40 there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that is the NFAB question of the day. Who will win the motocross the nations? N-FAB.com. Follow them on Instagram. Great guys, NFAB. Uh, Jason Thomas on the uh, on the show here uh, discussing um, uh, the motocross the nations. It's coming up this weekend. We are buddies. We're going to have a show Next Tuesday, we get back Monday. Tuesday, we will have a pop show to review what happened in the Nations. Probably get some riders on as well. See what Anderson's doing. See if he's busy. And, uh, yeah, so uh, stick around for next Tuesday's show where JT and I will break down our trip to the Nations and how many espressos we had. Has um, he been on your show before, Anderson? Yeah, he, back in the day. Or he hates you that yeah, bad. Yeah, he hates me right now, but he's been on Why? back in the What'd day. What'd you do, I don't Steve? even know. God. I don't even know, every Berlut. Time. <laughs> they, no, Berlut, not every, not every time. They switch. Oh, they come and go. Yeah, yeah. It once was Hanny. And he, <laughs> you know, and he hates me. And he Now he's back. And what? Then, no, now he's good. Now we're good. Oh. Yeah. But wow, I'm I just saying that. The name's changed. How but about Carmichael? Is, are you good with him? No, yet? no, no still no, not good okay, with him. Okay, all right. Um, the name's changed, Berlut, but then the, the, the hatred is still there every now and then. So, um, I, JT, I didn't think I was getting my press pass. I heard Giuseppe himself not uh-oh, happy with me. So, uh-oh. Um, well, I think once uh, once you got into Glen Helen, I knew you were good to go. Yeah, maybe that was the litmus test, huh? But, um <laughs> So I was in. So I'm good. Uh, I love GPs. I love Monster. I love Ustream. Fantastic <laughs> race series. Can't wait to go cover it. Um, JT, did you did you see the Nets in Australia? The Nets, I did. They were janky, like super janky. Okay, 
Maybe so, but we're starting Doing badminton. Badminton. <laughs> badminton nets. Yeah. It's not badminton, JT. It's not. Bad... I know it's badminton. M I N T O N. I know you, how to spell. You said. Yeah, you like that. You said I badminton. Said it. You said badminton. I might have said that. Hey. Um. Okay. Yeah, we need some work on those nets, but I'm a visionary. JT. <laughs> yeah, you are. You and Trump. Right. You're I'm... a visionary, but the things that you see are usually so off base. That's what scares me. <sighs> they got nets. <laughs> nets came to Australia, and they will be in America soon. The nets. You know, if that guy, if anybody hit that net, all they would do is be wrapped up like a cocoon inside that net. <laughs> That's okay. Like a spider web. That's okay. They'll save lives. What, what, Travis, what you I was say? just going to say you're like a visionary with beer goggles on. <laughs> uh, I, I knew the nets would come into play, and I couldn't be happier. It's fantastic. Uh, you send a picture of that to Prater? I sh- oh, I need to, right? Um so Brayton was on earlier, JT, uh, the winner of Australian yep. race, and uh, he's on a he's on a sixteen uh, Honda factory stuff, you know, for Honda USA. Uh, still got nothing. He still got nothing. Uh, said he won't. Uh, doesn't even know if he'll be on a Honda. He'll, he's looking for a Supercross only deal. And that's it. That's where we stand. Yeah, but there's still a few guys that have nothing. Pike hadn't signed his deal. Brayton hadn't signed his deal. Bogle hadn't signed his deal. Tickle on his deal, so I, I wouldn't be too worried. Yeah, there's a lot of chips that need to fall still. Dino? Dino hadn't signed his deal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's, um, nothing has happened. I mean, nothing's happened in legitimately like a month. Is this holding up things at Fly Racing? Like, obviously, you want to sign some riders. Uh, you lost uh, Andrew Short this year, so you may have that budget sort of free to go after dudes. Like, But you guys can't really do – like, you would never sign a guy if you don't know what he's doing, right? Yeah, we we are have full intentions of keeping Weston. Yeah, um, that's that's for sure. We're just kind of waiting to find out where he lands. Uh, he's been with us for so long. Yeah, but and, again, know, but again, like you wouldn't, you have to wait and see, right? Yeah, we're yeah, waiting. Yeah. We're waiting for sure. But I mean, the really the other things are the the possibilities of guys like Justin Brayton and you know all these other guys that are mm-hmm. we'd love to keep, but we need to know what they're doing at the same time. So, so Brayton's um, in fly now down under. Um, did right. you? Is that a separate deal or was that carry on? Uh, from... No, we we co-op with uh, with the the distributor, which is McLeod's Accessories in Australia. Okay, so yeah, co-op deal. Yeah. So, um, so he could have been in something else, but you guys made it work for this series type deal. Yeah, it was uh, it was an effort on their part, and and they kind of worked it out with Penrite Honda and said, "Hey, can you guys help?" And we're like, "Yeah, of course." We oh, cool. you know, we we won both main events with Gavin and Justin. Yeah. Wow! And, and the seven deuce deuce. Yeah, tenth place. A, 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 a fan called in and gave him a trophy uh, before this about for congratulations for getting off Privateer Island, and then <laughs> he said Adam hugged him. <laughs> yeah, I ha- so I have to build uh, for our for our company, which you know we're we're getting big. We have I think. 700 employees or now or something, mm-hmm. but I have to build the race report every weekend from everything from bicycle to, you do, you know, uh, off-road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, you know, the race guy kind of okay. was, you know, part of my draw to get a job there. So <laughs> for 10th place for an all I put was, cause uh, you know, I put all the results from all the races around the world right. and uh, I, I just put seven, two, two for 10th place. No, it ain't no nothing. <laughs> just seven, two, two. It sounds like he's yeah. a hit down under. Like he's, you either know, or you don't know. That's how I look at it. <laughs> hey, how's your sales down there? Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. It's, it's tough. Anywhere you go to a country uh, that far away and you're, you know, we basically are dependent on our distributors to, run their company you know we can't really tell them how to run their own business so sure that was what i started doing when i first retired and and you're hamstrung a little bit because you can give a you know another business all the advice in the world but if they don't want to 
do it or they they want to do their own thing, it's it's frustrating at times. But uh, luckily, you know, McLeod has been with us for a long time and they're super involved. You know, as obviously they won both main events with uh, yeah. with their two guys this weekend. So. Seven zero two five eight six pulp. You got a question for Berluti or JT or myself on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. All right, let's do the Experian goggle tear-offs. Let's uh, let's pull that segment out. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. We've added 30 seconds to the four because JT just can't seem to keep with the 15. Uh, X-Brand goggles, the goggle of the choice of champions everywhere. And uh, if you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. Uh, uh, Pulpamex 16 saves you money at xbrand.com, eksbrand.com. Brand new goggle coming out. Yeah. It's going to be good. Sweet. It's going to change the world. We call it the air brake killer. That's what the name that we, we're going to go with. So, uh, fantastic. Three glasses from Paggio working out. <laughs> What's your involvement? My involvement? Yeah, you know, None. Make, you're not making dog hair goggles. Thanks, brother. Thanks, uh, anyway, thanks, no, thanks, I'm sorry. No, but thanks what, a lot, brother. Wait, no, so do you still have involvement with them other than them sponsoring your no, show? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Well, other than like Rich saying, hey, what do you want this guy? What do you think about this guy? Can oh, we okay, get this cool. guy? Right on. Like, what, is this guy worth any money? Like, I want to get Dino. I'd love to get Dino an X. Um, uh, why do you make that face? Dude, Dino, really? We can work with speed. <laughs> yeah, one lap speed. Dude. I like that guy, but no, Jesus, awesome. what are you still swinging from his nuts for? <laughs> wow, bro. <laughs> Seriously, right, JT? <laughs> I'm not swinging from his nuts at all. You have been for quite a couple of years I now. I think, I, think, I think that Mathis has been on the other side of that fence. Really? I've been the one. I've been the one. I'll, why get myself are usually the one that are battling Mathis on that one. Yeah. yeah. See. Okay. My my bad. Yeah. JT and and Weege are, I, are Dean Wilson fan club presidents. Because he's a, such a cool guy. I like that he guy. Is, but what yeah. has he done well, lately? Lou, okay. He got a fifth in one moto in the outdoors. I think. Right. He. he I look at it this way. The luck is going to turn. We're going to get him on the low side okay. for no money or low money, and then he's going to break it out. Well, that's possible. He's got the talent but, to do that. But yeah. the goggle prices I hear for even a guy like Dean, I just I can't believe it. I'm just like, oh, my God. More than five grand? <laughs> yeah. Five grand's a joke? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I am. For, really? <laughs> JT. You can get chips. JT. Okay. Tell him what a so guy what's like, a tickle cost? Tell him what a guy like Dino costs. For what? Goggles? Goggles. Uh, like 50. You're fucking kidding me. So that's a tickle? Is a 50 grand guy? Baluti just threw up. He just threw up everywhere Jesus in the studio. Christ, for fucking goggles now. It's a... <laughs> Holy shit. For a fucking tickle or a Dino? We gotta, we gotta cut these well, sound drops. Dino, Dino's probably gonna be worth less. I, w- I will say that. That's well, I would hope so, yeah. Was, He's going to be worth a while. Tickle but is not in that range. We got him pretty cheap. We got Tickle at X-Brand cheaper than what probably what we should have, uh, but that's because he liked X-Brand and he didn't have any other offers. But Tickle is in Tickle's in a 30 range all day. Really? All day yeah, long. I mean, Will, remember Will, Will's deal when he was uh, yeah. the Von Zipper? Yeah, Will was 35, Will Berhon. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so, yeah, we're hoping to get Dino cheap. Yeah, so, I'm sure. Anyways, all right. X-Brand goggles. Choice of champs. Everywhere. Baluti's disgusted. With, I think he wow. wants to leave. I think he wants to leave. No, no. <laughs> I'm glad they're making money, believe me, but I just didn't. Great radio. Do you know how many pairs of all goggles? I picture, all I can picture is just a listener at home that, you know, worked, went probably went to four years of college, works their ass off 
and you know makes thirty or forty, fifty grand, yeah. and they're like, "You've got to be shitting me with these goggle numbers." <laughs> That's all I can think. Nat, right what's the most you made with a pair of goggles? I know. I figured as much. It is remarkable because, and again, like no offense to Brock and Dean, not at all. We're not talking Dungeon Rocks in here. You don't even want to know those numbers. Well, (laughs) I, I, those guys, I thought were a hundred thousand bucks for goggles, but it sounds like I'm going to be way off. No, no, that's about what they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe JT, right? Chad is one twenty. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard in the heyday they were up in the two to two fifty range. Holy shit! It's come down down since then. I imagine Dungey probably gets that from Oakley, close to that, maybe, huh? Fifty grand for a fucking tickle. (laughs) The highest I ever heard Chad's deal. He signed a three year deal. With Scott for two ten total, it uh, was like eighty. It was like sixty seventy eighty. Yeah, is that two ten? Yeah, that's what know. it was. Sixty seventy eighty. Um, years. All right, these questions are submitted by Moser. Does anybody know him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Balut's on fire Balut tonight. Killing it tonight. Um, these questions are for Balut and myself and JT. Thirty seconds on the clock. Let's go, Travis. Uh, Steve, if Canada sent their best riders to the uh, MXDN. What could their best overall finish be? Uh, well, we never send our best fucking riders. Ever. Ever. I think in 86, we sent our three best, which was Rollerball, Two Trick, and The Sweeper. And What the fuck? Two Trick and The Al Sweeper? How dick, bro. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and Doug Hoover. Oh, okay. Um, there we go. I know those, those uh, names. My country has been a massive fuck up for the Disney Nation's for years. You got to look at their schedule, though. Their schedule is grueling. <laughs> it is. Dude, you're right. Those, I mean, it, it's 10 weeks. I mean, what What more do you want from our team than 10 races a year for these guys? I mean, honestly, like, we just don't We don't send our best team. You know what? I take it back. In 02, we sent our best team. It was uh, Blair, Dusty, and JSR. Uh, but it was kind of organized half shittily. You know what I mean? I don't think they even got their race bike sent. And they got the year the USA didn't go. That was a Vulcan Swad, right? Uh, Canada got ninth with our best. Well, I thought guys. that was the year it was at uh, at Glen Helen. It was like the no, whatever, that was like, a, the World Cup. They didn't have it. The World Cup. They yeah, got World Cup third. They got third in the World Cup. Oh wow! Well, um, what year was that? I thought that was 02. That was 02. So oh no, oh one they didn't send it. Oh, so that's 02. when the Australians won. So oh one race uh, the race the USA didn't go to oh one yeah because it's September eleventh oh one right. So um. Okay, so if we sent our best team, which is Cole Thompson, Kevin Benoit, and Fasciati, JT, would you probably agree? I would think. Oh, yeah, all day. All day. Right. Yeah. That's our best team. We sent those dudes. We're 13th, 10th to 13th, probably, which is fine. I'm down with that. I'd say, I'd say something like 10th. I'd give you a 10th. We just never send our best guys. Nothing ever happens. Cole Thompson has thought that Cole Thompson is uh, going to Costa Rica rather than representing Team Canada. So. <laughs> Good wow. job. Tell us how you feel. That's just a fucking joke. Everybody's got an excuse year after year after year, and it just sucks. We never send our three best guys. So 15 seconds. Yeah, that's much longer. F you, dude. So, all right. year, I feel like last year was the best effort I've seen in a long time out of Canada, though. Um, yeah, Galdi had a good uh, – two years ago. Last year we didn't go because ago, sorry. Yeah, Galdi year, got fired from, from bringing the team because Marilyn Bastido didn't like some – Marilyn, yeah. yeah. Marilyn's awesome. Oh, she's fantastic. She's great. She's a real <laughs> real innovator for Canadian moto, really super oh, helping everybody God. out. Yeah, it's I think I got Steve fired up. That's, I love this remember, joke. Remember the spies they had? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they hired like uh, like 
I don't even know what the CIA would be in Canada. They'd be like, <laughs> just watching Galdi. Yeah, just watching uh, yeah. Galdi, yeah. making sure that he didn't do anything jacked up. All right. Berlou, what yeah. is another job in the moto industry you think you would have enjoyed? Uh, goggle payer. <laughs> if I was a good enough rider, I think I, I would really love to be a test rider. All right, 12.9. JT, who's training this offseason will be on par with Alden's program? Who's training? Uh, on par. I don't know. I feel like the programs are pretty different, but um, they're all working hard. You know, I don't think it's a matter of who works harder. I really don't. I've seen Roxon and Chad and those guys both work incredibly hard, sometimes too hard. So I would say any of the elite guys like Tomac, Read those guys are all going to be busting their ass. That's just how it is. That's how everybody does it these days. Twenty-seven seconds. Good job, JT. You're like playing along Nailed with the it. game. Yeah. Nailed it. Thank you. <laughs> this interview is over. Steve. Yep. What is the best and worst part about traveling with JT? Uh. Oh, there is none. There, there is no worst part. We get jerk off. I calls me jerk off. I don't like that. Um. He takes joy in Canada's failings. I don't like that. But yeah, but you, we, we we've lost every year, so maybe I need to change up my tactics. Right. Yeah, um, he Back gets karma. he gets very angry when USA loses. Like when he, we're, we're standing on the side of the track and things are falling apart, he's very angry. Yeah, he's very angry. He just he's like kicking rocks. He's like looking at Dungey going. Who is that on the bike? Who is that? Who's that guy? <laughs> like, he, like he, I can see that. He I can see like, that. Like, he watches Dungey for 29 weeks just kill everybody. Right, right. I can see that. <laughs> and then Tano Leok has Dungey covered. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It's like Jade riding his bike out there. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So, uh, no, there's no best and worst. We, we get along pretty good, so. Blue. Who is a rider that was comfortable riding anything and another rider who would struggle switching bikes and brands? Oh, God, that's kind of a loaded question. I mean, um, RR had to be pretty easy. He's just so naturally, like, he just, like, set the As bike. far as natural, as far as... Well, just setting the bike up. You're like, hey, Robbie, here's no, your bike. No, not at all. Oh, he okay. was kind of... He was anal. Oh, we could have asked him that one. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't know if that came from his dad or whatever, right, but right. it's for sure suspension-wise. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of... Right. Um, are you talking about somebody that I worked with? Uh, maybe. I don't know. It just says who's a rider. <laughs> it's Moser. Uh, I'd Super say Huffman. Specific. Huffman was so natural, and he could ride probably any bike that he he and he he'd do well on it. Were you like Allie? Like you know, Allie set Wyndham's bars and levers forever, right? Yeah, yeah. Did, did you do that for Huffy or no? Um, like, was it that easy? You know what? On my t- on the top clamps with most all the riders, once they set it, I never took the bars off unless yeah. they bent yeah. them or something. Yeah. So I kept them, and right. and then you could have a guy that said, "Well, my bars feel funny." I go, "Well, you know, yeah, they, I haven't moved them, but you know, you know what I mean." So I just that's one thing you try to keep on there all the time, so they they're not messing with them. But fortunately, I haven't really had a guy that really was right. that guy, you know. Yeah. All right. JT, if Stu retires, which rider will have the biggest entourage in 2017? Um, biggest entourage. Hmm. I'm going to say Webb. He's going to be the new new kid. Yeah, that's probably a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
everyone's going to have their hooks in the web. He's making yep. a ton of money. He's already got Rarick. Rarick's chilling all the time with him. So um, Roger. Roger, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Webb probably be there. What's his clothing next Webb, year? Webb really wants that. I just know how people are, and, and we've seen it time after oh, time. Yeah. The new the new guy, everyone's just, like, growing down. Yeah, and and the the kids are, like, sweet. Everybody loves me. Like, you when you're a kid, right. you're, you got a ton of money. You're like, oh, yeah. Does Roxon have an entourage or not really? Because he's... Pretty good, yeah. Yeah, he. I mean, Courtney has chicks he around has a lot. Crew in yeah, Florida, cool. he has his crew in Florida. He rides with, but yeah. not at the race. Uh-huh. Right. He's pretty easy to deal with as a media guy too. Like he's pretty available. JT, what's Webb's clothing next year? Thor. Okay. Yeah, they always have their one marquee guy. So. Uh huh. All yeah. right. Next question, Steve. By the way, I've heard that Webb takes number two next year. Oh, okay. Sources say Webb's taking number two. Will we see JS7 race again? Damn it, I don't know. I really don't. I would say I would honestly put it at 50-50. I really would. Uh JT, what do you think? What are your So he either does or he doesn't? Well, I just I, I could I'm split down the middle. All right. I could totally see him not racing and I and yet I got to see him racing. I JT, if there's a stew pie. What percent is that he rides? I think he will be out there. I, unless he hurts himself or something in the off season, I think that could change everything. Yeah. But, you know, normal off season, I think yeah. he 100% races. Well, let's say this. Some, does, somehow. Does he show up or does he race? That's the reality. I think he races. I think he I goes think out he, there. I don't know how far he gets. Well, that's what I mean. I, I mean, you got to race. I, I, I think he's there, too. I think he's going to be there. Yeah. Um. I think at least at least Supercross only. I think it's pretty easy to put together an effort for that, and he'll get factory equipment from someone. Really, it's not that expensive to do Supercross. You know, compared to the effort it takes to do a whole another three months. Right. Well, here here's uh, something I heard I today. Think out there. Here's something I heard today. Pretty good source. Not someone directly connected, but Stu and Malcolm trying to get on Superstore Suzuki team. Huh. Yeah, I thought just a minute, a little bit ago, you said Stu hates the Suzuki. He dude, or he doesn't does. like it. You said doesn't like it. Yeah, but I guess well, when I think you're they're the only the only ones willing to pay him. He, oh yeah, or work with him. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. But and they, they already wear his gear. You know, there's a lot yeah. of uh, yeah. there's yeah. a lot of dots connected there already. Mm-hmm. Okay, but gotcha. I, but I, how does that work when Suzuki already said, "Hey, Superstore's our 250 team," or maybe Suzuki never did actually come out with and say that. But will Albertson be a part of that? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, it's his deal. Well, yeah. So, but I, but I don't know. Like, thought it would be separate. I mean, can Jimmy really race and then manage Stu and Malcolm? <laughs> oh, no God. one can manage Stu. <laughs> <laughs> okay, does Roger Larson manage Stu? Uh, I think it would have to be some sort of deal where he's just in the truck and then he's at the motorhome all the time. You know, like they have a bike and whatever. <laughs> Which he's not in the semi anyway. We know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, rarely is you, in the semi. You don't think Josh Osby and Stu are watching film? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Um, uh, but I mean, it makes it makes a lot of sense on paper. You know, I have no idea logistically. You know, what all goes on if Suzuki but, is on board or what? But it, it makes sense. It's, dude, you know, everything's I, there. I mean, I talked to Suzuki guys. Like he didn't like the bike. Like he had major complaints with that bike. Steve, you're waffling. A little bit ago, you were definitely saying Hondas. Because waffle, waffle, is he waffling? Waffle, waffle, waffle. Because I'm not waffling. Because I, I, 
he likes the bike. He like he didn't like the bike. So I'm like, how? Why would you go back to that? Yeah, I know. You know, you, I hear you, but you're really kind of high on the Honda thing. Uh, well, I think he has to just get some Hondas and go racing on his own. Yeah, like in a fun. Do you think he's even ridden a 17 Honda yet? No, I wouldn't think so. Right? Because why would he? You know what I mean? That's a lot of eggs to put in one basket when you've never even ridden a new bike. Yeah, I hope he races. I do. It's exciting. Good, bad, no, upside down. Sure it's, 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 you know, absolutely. it's funny you guys say that. I think it's exciting as far as bench racing and the, the, the up to the race, but he hasn't been out there to be exciting. How are you guys saying that? Or how are you saying that? He it was pra- pretty exciting the first lap at Anaheim 1. He's still, pra- <laughs> he's still in practice. He's in practice, you know. I don't even know. I haven't even noticed him. In, I, has he made a practice even? Hardly? Yeah, he rides heat races. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was sketchy. He won the Oakland heat race. Man, was it scary. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope he's I out think, there. I but... think he, yeah, he just adds to the sport. You know, oh, the more eyeballs sure. we get on the for sport, sure. the better. And the guy's he brings, amazing. He brings people in. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, what would Raining Yellow do if, if he didn't have James out there at all? all right. He's a janitor, so he'd probably drink some bleach or something. Oh, God. Hope not. Um, <laughs> don't do it. All right. Next question. Uh, Berluti, who was the best father-son rider and mechanic duo? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think Robbie and his dad got along pretty good. But then, um, I mean, real quick, as I'm thinking, I mean, LaRocco's. There's not a lot of father-son yeah. Duos, you know that I, I was gonna say most successful has got to be Larocco. Right? Yeah, success wise. Before... Yeah, but that didn't work out so well. Well, no, it it did. No, I'm, I'm not. So that's why yeah, I'm not yeah. saying. Right, but Robbie, right, right. Robbie and his dad seem to do pretty good together. And <clears throat> like Robbie was talking earlier tonight, you know. Um, but then once the manufacturers, when he went to Suzuki, didn't want to bring him along, or I think Callie might have clipped his dad before that too, huh? I'm trying to think. I don't know. Maybe I, not. I guarantee maybe you, Roger. Was... Roger had Larocco and Big Mike, and was like, "I want nothing to do with that." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, that happened. But anyway, so I, that's who I'd say, Robbie what, and his what dad. What happened? How bad was it with Big Mike? Uh, I mean, how bad did it get? It was pretty. It was pretty heated. It was pretty gnarly. Okay, he was mad at you guys, or mad at Roger? Big, oh, Big Mike. Yeah, Big Mike and Roger just okay. full on butted heads really? all the time. You guys got one with him? You you guys got Mechanic one? Mechanical? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like Mike. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was yeah, I was really good with Mike. But he hated Roger and the bike and everything. Well, he you know, Big Mike, his best interest his interest was his son, right? Yeah. So when McGrath comes on board and he's got upside down forks and they were complaining about the you know that so you know, Big Mike was all over those guys. He wouldn't I mean if if he wasn't getting something or something wasn't quite right, Mike would let R.D. know. You know? Really? R.D. didn't like that, you know. <laughs> How about when uh, LaRocco skipped Pontiac that year? Just kind of didn't go. I don't know if it was a skip. I think it was they said him, said, they said, they said, him, said no, you're not racing this. Really? Race. I thought that's oh, I thought I, he. I thought he protested. It was like, I'm not coming. My bike sucks. Shit, you know, see, yeah, it's okay. been a while. Right. I, I don't remember exactly. I thought, yeah. All right. Next question. JT, which off-season race means the most to fly racing? To fly racing? Uh, I would say Monster Cup. We usually do some sort of limited edition gear there, and it's probably the biggest off-season race worldwide, yeah? I talked to like three teams, three managers or people involved with teams, and I don't know if they're all talking to each other. All three of them told me that they want the Monster Cup in November. They want it. Closer to Supercross, testing-wise and everything else, and it works out way better. 
And I thought, I'm sorry, I, I would about, agree with that. I'm like, I started thinking about that. Like, why not? Yeah. Yeah, I, be, I did too. Be good, right? It, it, it's it's kind of at the end where, yeah. you know, you're testing. It, it definitely fucks what, things up a little why bit. Why would Feld say no to that? What would be their reasoning to probably say no? Probably date. Probably they got a lock on the date or something. Yeah, maybe they're college football or something. You know, you know, they don't play that much, right? So, what do you know. mean they don't play much? Like they only play eight games at home, so probably you like just five, five home games. Yeah, a year. they're probably just like any other. That's any what I mean. You can find a date. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, UNLV wouldn't be a reason you could find right. a date. Right. Hey, but we'll probably be racing at your new Raider Stadium, huh? Commitment to excellence. All right. Next question. <laughs> X Brand goggles are choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com. Please check them out. Brand new goggle coming up. Rich Taylor is coming up. Speaking of X-Brand, Rich Taylor is coming up on the show to uh, talk Washougal 96 and uh, and talk about uh, uh, the new goggle and everything else. So uh, looking forward to that. Jason Thomas and uh, Tony Berluti on the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Please, if you want something from BTOsports.com for your bike or body, and uh, just call them and mention you're with Pulp Mech, and uh, they will give you a hell of a discount. So, um Great, uh, great guys. Get big part of it. We still got the the voicemails coming up. Still have the uh, NFAB JGR check in and the uh, BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment coming up. And like I said, Rich Taylor coming up too. Um, so JT, I did it again. Uh, oh no! I uh, speaking of people, what are you Britney Spears. Speaking of people that are pissed off at me. Um, oh, shit. Uh, I was good with Genova. I thought yeah, we had Tony on the show. Even Genova called in. Now he's all mad at me. Wait, Tony was on the show recently? Tony was on the show a month ago, yeah. Yeah. Two months ago, yeah. I'm about 50% less crazy. That was him on the show. I, I would agree with that. Okay. Um, so he's 50% less crazy than before. Yeah, because oh, okay. uh, because he's not working with Mike as much anymore. Gotcha. You know? But uh, Genova was upset at me saying that, uh, you know, I wrote a Silly Season article, and I said, Genova is there with a big pile of cash and his team's reputation for chaos. You know, because – by all indications, Genova has talked to Stu. He's talked to Braden. You know, he may add a top quality rider here. And the riders are that I've talked to are like, I don't want to go there. Weimer being one of them. Um, uh, and I, I guess we'll see what happens. But I mean, I don't think I was far off, JT. Do, do you? I mean, there when you people don't want to go there necessarily, but Mike Genova will pay pretty good money. Yeah, maybe you're heavy-handed a bit. Um... But I think the I think a better way to put it is the guys you're talking about, James Stewart, Justin Brayton, those guys have all been on factory teams with factory equipment or factory, you know, satellite teams that were factory equipment's being applied to them or supplied to them. I think it's a scary proposition when they really don't know what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't really discount what you're saying about the chaos. I just think it's a negative connotation. Anybody's going to be offended yeah, by that. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah, whatever. Oh. You know, I, I, if you don't care, I know that, which is, you know, I, I know that's unique for you that you don't really care. Um, but you have to expect people are going to be offended by that, you know, that this team is his baby. Like, this is what he's created. So is Mike going to even be on that team next year? Alessi? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I don't see any factory team, JT. Like, say, say they sign Dean, right? And they... Dean wants to ride a Honda. Yep. I don't see Honda being like, yeah, Dean, we'll give you everything to, to take to that team. There, no way. No, I, I don't think Honda would trust that scenario. Or anybody, any factory, not just Honda. Dude, the manufacturers well, don't have the money to do that anyway. I, I know it. There's no way. They don't do that. How yeah. often do they do that? 
they give you parts. Chad, they just gave Chad parts. You know, when you know Chad Calgary. might be an exception to the rule, but it doesn't happen often like that, I don't think, for sure. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I, I, I think Motor Concepts is capable of building fast bikes, though. They whole shot every damn race. <laughs> you know what? I, I think that a rider like, let's say, um, uh, Justin, um, realizes it going in, or if they don't realize it, if they think they're going to have the best stuff or factory stuff, they, they're just prolonging their their ride to make some more money so they they gotta go in there with the you know with the feeling that i'm not gonna have the best stuff but i'm gonna make the best of it shouldn't they shouldn't that be how it should be well um here's where jt and i will will differ and we always we have a private text message back and forth where we pretty much scream each other like the bikes are important Suspension's important, everything else. Motor, I feel like like what JT said, a lot of people can build a fast motor and you can tame it to how you want to make it ride rideable. But um the rider the rider is the responsible for the results. Like you can get good results on an MCR four fifty. You can do it. Absolutely. It's not gonna hold you back. Absolutely. And and so if you're one of these guys that's like I gotta affect your rider, you're out to lunch, bro. You're you're gonna be sitting on the couch. Absolutely. Take the MCR bike, that's make what I'm it saying, work. For sure. Right. Yeah. The upside of Motor Concepts is that Genova will spend the money to get the bike really good. Most most teams will not do that, or they can't do that. You're right. Or Genova will. So yeah. That's that's the upside. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I think you can, he can go to Mitch, you know, or whoever builds their engine. Let's just say hypothetically, he could go to Mitch and say, "He, hey, here's a hundred grand. Build me an engine." And and Genova has the money to do that, and Mitch has the technology to do that, and they will be competitive. I mean, Chad Reed was winning the championship on a, you know, yeah. good but, but you have history with Tony. And I mean, Tony, I mean, Mitch gave Alessi pipes for Canada, Alessi right. and Freeze. But I don't, I don't mean Tony's not doing that. I'm just yeah. saying just in general, he has the money to throw yeah, yeah. at it yeah. and build a, build a great bike. Yeah, absolutely. So, and it's 450 in the 450 class. You guys, I know are both going to agree with me. I don't care. I know a lot of guys can ride a stock 450 in Supercross as long as you got good suspension and be competitive. Yeah, no. you don't need a fire breather. I don't think. There's, I mean, I, I would. You think JT? Uh, I think it helps. Like just just having torque. I think you're out of your mind, but, dude. Uh, I don't think you don't you don't need big horsepower numbers. You know, just uh, I think having some of you know the traction control in Supercross has really really evolved in the last few years. Uh, so I think some of that stuff, but I don't think you have to have a, you know, 65 horsepower engine. I think that most of the time plays against you in Supercross. Yeah. yeah. Call, uh, uh, call up Dan Truman to get, get some stuff. They got some cool stuff. Get is doing some really neat things. I know. With ECUs. Yeah. Right, Jake? Honda HRC in Europe's doing some radically cool things. I don't know that it'll ever see, uh, USA, but right. they're, uh. They're ahead of the curve right now. I can tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to share it? Uh, I've just heard some, some things about multiple multiple ECUs on on their bike and gyros and all kinds of MotoGP technology that's kind of crossing over. Wow, that's uh, cool. Yeah, they're pretty uh, pretty advanced right now. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, let's get to Chris. He's got a Tim Ferry question, so we're gonna get to him ASAP. Shit. Chris, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. What's happening? What's your Tim Ferry question? Good, good, good. Well, um, back in 2001, I knew that the first moto in Unadilla, he passed Carmichael on his 426. Um, the year before that, did he fill in for Jimmy Button? No, no. He uh, Red Dog, that was his first year on 01. Was Timmy's first year on Factory Yamaha, Timmy? Uh, JT? 
Yeah, because 2000 uh, was Chaparral. Yeah. So, yeah, 2000 yeah. he was Chaparral all Chaparral. year. Chaparral, yeah. 2000 was Chaparral all year. Then 01, he, he took Button's uh, ride at at, uh, at Yamaha on the four-stroke. Button got hurt uh, that, that season. No oh, way. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah Button got hurt that year. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, well, because um, I'm, I'm only 19, and it's actually pretty cool to go back and look at history uh, a little bit you know, before my time, so yeah. that was pretty cool, yeah. I thought. Yeah, no, uh, he he rode great. That he beat Ricky at uh, Unadilla at Troy. Is that it? Is that the only ones? Where else? Yeah, I think Ricky pooped his pants at Troy that year. Oh, yeah, he had that stomach thing going on. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. But Timmy, on a given day, that guy blew my mind. You're telling me, bro? Yeah, I know. Nothing to do with you, dude. <laughs> even at Suzuki before you were even around. Okay, with Leroy, <laughs> with whatever. I, yeah. I mean, in Supercross, whatever. I mean, I seen that guy. Just out of the blue, like, yeah. which Tim Ferry that, is this guy? Yeah, look at that Summercross trophy. Yeah. Tells you everything, I've brother. I've seen that a couple times. Look at, yeah. that, look at that picture on the wall in Bud's Creek 03 for moto. Yeah. Mathis I don't team. care, Steve. Yeah. So. Steve, what percentage of the races did you wear clear lens sunglasses to? Um, I wore them at every Supercross, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bold move. No, bro. I skipped it. I'm going to do it. That's it. Bottom line. Skipped it. I'm doing it. So, uh, McGrath had bleach blonde hair and earrings. I had the same earrings and bleach blonde hair. So that, that was my wow. That was my mantra. <laughs> skipping it. Skipping MC for my Jesus. Oh my God. So, hey. He never had a chance. Yeah, I know. Huh? I wore clear lenses. Hey, I don't know what see? that means. Berlou, there's a classic shot of you in the in the short shorts, jean, blue jean shorts. Yeah. In the clear Oakley blades, fanny pack, mustache. Yeah, yeah. Hey, dude, that's, that's, you are that's retro. No, and one. No, hey, that was the st- you were the man <laughs> for was. sure. That's retro. I don't know. Uh, no, I, I'm not. Making- hey, you know, people thought that it was a statement uh, with uh, the glasses, but yep. how often did you get hit, no, oh, hit in no, the eye with they, a rock? They absolutely. In no, no, they absolutely. I wanted a purpose. to keep my eyes, so I, yep. I wore them. Yeah. No, no, it, 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 it did serve a purpose. I 100 percent agree. No, okay, they, they cool. did. Yeah, a lot of times you felt stuff bounce oh, off your leg. Big time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, thanks, Chris. Thanks for calling, bud. All right. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Uh, all right. Thank you, man. Appreciate That's it. That's cool. A history guy. Nineteen-year-old history buff. Oh, he's interested in Tim Ferry's history. I mean, oh, I'll help Jesus. him out. So, Just I mean, history you know. in general. <laughs> Berlut's so angry since the goggle. <laughs> since the goggle money came up, Berlut has been a different oh, man. Oh, stop he's, it! He's, he's got to work in his garage on these bikes for that same amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you and your show, Mathis. Uh, all right, JT. Thank you for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Uh, we will uh, reconvene. Uh, I'll see you in Italy. Uh, we, do you get in before me? Did you get? Uh, I land a little bit after you. Oh, okay, so I got to wait for your ass. Uh, yeah, how's and, your upgrade looking? Uh, nothing yet, bro. Oh, it's man. supposed to be sub- 70, 72 hours is when the first one gets uh, processed, and uh, still nothing. So um, I'll be hating life. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and so we're going to have a show next Tuesday, and uh, thanks for all your input tonight. And, uh, yeah, JT, I'll talk to you tomorrow, I'm sure. Go Caroli. Right, drink. Always good to talk to yeah, you. Yeah, you too. Go Caroli and enjoy the Italian coffee. Yeah. That's right. All right. Have fun. Jason Thomas, everybody. Uh, coming up next is uh, Rich Taylor from uh, X-Brand Goggles. Uh, interesting to uh, to talk to him and uh, and find out what's going on with uh, with RT. He's been a part of this spot, part of this show since the start. So uh, 2010, I think we started. Uh, yeah. So um, uh, X-Brand Goggles have been there for us, and we, we really appreciate it. FMF Racing, of course, always been there. The Destinations team is all FMF this year. That's cool. Again, they, did it, cool. they did it a couple years ago, and they do it again. Those guys are doing a great job, aren't they? They are, man. They're yeah. really killing it. And Works Connection, of course, on board with us. Two under, the best uh, men's underwear out there. Number two, UNDR. Uh, check them out. Use the code. Save money. Protect your junk with two under. 
uh, it's fantastic. So, um, so what you're wearing now, Steve? There's serious shit going on with those guys. No, I'm not. Uh, I only have three pairs, and they're uh, all dirty. I think so. Oh, dude, you didn't have to go there. Jesus. What did I get dirty underwear? You, so, I mean, you soiled them or no, what? No, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm just wondering. Jesus, Berlute. Um, <laughs> hey, Mathis. so like we we just finished the X Brown goggle tear off segment with Berlute and uh, and Jason Thomas, and uh, what better time to bring in the uh, the guru? Of X Brown Goggles, former top privateer, stuntman galore, Rich Taylor. What's up, RT? <laughs> What's happening? How are you? What's Everything good? On? Everything good? Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty <laughs> good. We had, uh, yeah, not to bring everybody down, but we had, we had to put, put uh, one of our dogs down this afternoon. So oh, kinda, dude. But you know, you know, um, expected or yeah. unexpected. A little bit, but you yeah. know it's never expected. You know what? No, it's, hey, it's yeah. in a better place. You know, we uh, we go through that a lot. Rescuing, right? We rescue the Bassets, and uh, um, we've had the same three for a while now. But yeah, we went through. We lost three. Didn't lose them. We put them down. Uh, we we had to, we lost three in like a span of like eight months, and uh, and all of them. Yeah, yeah it's tough. Yeah, gnarly. Um, gnarly. Especially like Sorry yeah, to hear Moto. That. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, well, no, I want to talk to you first about this. I haven't talked to you that much lately. About, are you still doing any stunt stuff? You going to anything cool? I always, every time yeah, you talk to you, yeah, you got something so. neat going on. So what's what's new in the stunt world with Rich Taylor? <laughs> um, uh, well, I've got something coming up. Uh, uh, G- Jumanji. Some. It's a Disney movie. With- yeah, Jumanji. It was a Robin Williams movie back in the day. Yeah, they're doing a remake, I guess. So okay. we're going uh, going to Hawaii for a little while to ride dirt bikes in the wow. jungle. Sounds sounds horrible. Super tough, bro. Sounds yeah, really bad. <laughs> my my condolences to you. Yeah. Does your son go yeah. with you? Not this time. I'm trying to get him on, but but it's tough, man. It's tough to it? get on, and I've been doing it for a long time. So right. yeah, yeah. Eventually, uh, I'll try to try to get him on. Well, who do they use shortly. besides you? I mean, they they got their guys already. Um, it sounds like it, you know, you, you never know about these things till you're actually there, you know, you don't even know if you're really going till you, till you're actually on the set. Oh, wow. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, Dave Castillo is going to be in there. It sounds like, oh, okay. and, uh, I don't know, just, uh, just a few stunt dudes that Jimmy Roberts is another pretty big name. I guess uh-huh. he's going to be there. Mm-hmm. So just a few of us out riding around. I uh I love the stunt stories where like RT's told me, Castillo's told me, Ping when he did the Supercross movie. Like these guys ask you to do things that are pretty gnarly. Where like you you like you or Dave are like, I don't really want to do that. Like I don't <laughs> like I can't do that yeah. twenty times. I can't jump that trailer on a on a BMW dual sport and land on your mark and skid and fall off twenty times like wow. you want me to. <laughs> Yeah, the crashes are the are the bad ones. Like right. you just you know you eat eat crap for them, and then they're just like, okay, uh, you got another one in you? You're like, no, fuck, you didn't get that one, asshole. Yeah, yeah you're like, come on, it's digital cameras nowadays. He had to have gotten it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wasn't there something uh, I did yeah. uh, when I was on um, uh, Lone Ranger? They had me. I had to fall off of this train onto hard ground dirt. And it was probably five feet tall. It was like, you know, a flatbed train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had to f- pretend like I got shot and fall off that thing. And literally, we did probably 30 takes. But just me rolling off this thing, hitting the ground, which doesn't sound that bad. But after 30 times, dude, I was like, 
Oh, God. Like I just got railed on the motocross track. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, dude, that's gnarly. So dude. you don't do just moto. You do other stuff, too, then, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just um, all kinds of it. Whatever you can get, really. I mean. It just pays so good, uh, doesn't it, RT? It just pays so good. <laughs> I don't want to say that. Yeah, no, but it does. does. I've I've heard. God, it's unbelievable what it pays. And, and yeah, then, you know, the checks yeah. just keep rolling in too. If like you have a good movie, really? Oh God, it's, it's good. Yeah, I mean, the, the guys who do it a lot, like Dave, you know, Castillo, he's he's on top of it, man. Those guys are making they're making bank for sure. You know, you get on the right movie and, and mm-hmm. with the right people, and it just it's it's really good, really yeah. good. I don't. I don't push it that hard just because I'm running the business and everything else. But, right. man, I, I sure appreciate it when I get it. That's for sure. Um, uh, we were um, – one of the stunt coordinators uh, for the Bourne movie listens to the show. And uh, he invited me down when we were doing the Bourne movie down on the strip here to, to watch a car crash. Problem was, was it was midnight. And then he, he emailed me and said, hey, we pushed it to 2 a.m. And I'm like, I'm, I'm out, bro. I'm out. But I, it would have been so rad to see it, you know. Yeah. But I'm just yeah. – it's 2 a.m. on the strip. I'm, I, I'm tired. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, Some of that stuff is, is – it's badass, dude. Some of the – like the car crashes that those guys do, some of it I – you know, all the stunt guys will always tell you, like, oh, I want to do it, you know, because it pays a lot of money. You get a huge bump when you do them. Mm-hmm. But, dude, I'll tell you what, man. Those guys that that do the big flips and the big cannons and stuff, they put a they put like a telephone pole underneath the car with on a, a hydraulics with a like a, basically a bomb. Uh-huh. And they hit a button and it just launches. When you see the TV shows and movies when the car just tears yeah. it out and then just eats crap, that's like for real. There's like dudes in there just flipping and getting after it and Dude, yeah. it's it's the real deal man you see those things in person you're like oh no thank you <laughs> uh, <laughs> 702-586-757 got a question for rich taylor uh former uh top privateer owner of x-brown goggles stuntman extraordinaire we will not talk about washugal 96 rt i'll let you know that right off the bat so. No, I liked your uh, tell your tell your dog about Washugal '96. I liked that on it. Yeah, the other day, that's <laughs> yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, exactly right. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, and also too, besides that, Junior Taylor, he's uh, starting to be really good at this motocross racing stuff. You got yourself another uh, supercross superstar coming on. You know, he was on the golf team. He was doing everything but, and I was like so <laughs> stoked. And now I'm. <laughs> I'm at the dirt bike track every day of my life again. Again, uh, again. Like, <laughs> how did how did this happen? My younger son too. I, yeah, you know, he he's badass too, Zachary. And I'm just like, come on, you guys. <laughs> like we live walking distance from like the raddest golf course ever. Uh-huh. We're members up there. Like, go hit the golf ball, dude. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 Moto. It ain't happening. Yeah. Moto. Um. Uh, is that? Yeah. Is uh, Junior doing the Monster Cup? He's in there right now. Yeah, it yeah. looks like it's Suzuki. He's, he's got a pretty pretty good deal with Suzuki right now, and, yeah, yeah. and they want him to ride it. So he's cool. been he's been he's you know what this is kind of a Berlin, you'll relate to this too. But he was he's been riding Supercross first time in his life, and you know we've been going out to Milestone, mm-hmm. and you know the second day he got the whole track wired, nice. charging like I'm. I'm pretty much like blown away. Right. So we're out there. We're out there a couple of days ago, and he does a moto and he stops and and I'm like, all right, dude, we got to get out of here. I'm I'm out. And then I start walking away. He's like, okay, I'm just just one more. So he cruises around. 
and they've got this triple step onto a tabletop, step off, triple out section. And he's just going like two miles an hour. I'm like, come on, let's just go. And all of a sudden he just goes, rot and triples this thing, over jumps it, over jumps the step on, step off. Oh, my gosh. He throttles off the track, the biggest flying W you've ever seen. Oh, comes shit. rolling over to me, my ankles, my his ankles are all black and blue. I, and I'm laughing. I'm like, dude, I've only done that five million times in my life. You know? I'm like, well, what about my I'm like, that'll be fine in a day. Don't worry. <laughs> one, like, the old classic was, one more, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm, Always. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, you play golf, you get a little blister on your thumb, right. maybe. Come on, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, man, I talked to people like independent people that are like hey rich's kid is hauling ass like he's he's good and, and he's into it you and, guys did and, good at loretta didn't he yeah he did he did pretty good yeah he's he had some really good motos yeah I saw you, that. you know what's kind of cool about it like i was and, and mathis you know this i think i've told you but i was like no there's no moto it ain't gonna happen but uh-huh. the kid freaking started training yeah. and doing stuff that I never did like when I raced and he was like you know 15 years old doing this stuff got it like he has this pro mountain bike trainer um who's Chris Muntz he's just he's this gnarly dude he doesn't just mountain bike though he he really you know he does everything with mm-hmm. him, the gym and, and running and and my kid is just obsessed with just being in shape and just wow. getting after it and now my younger son is right running on the cross-country team at his school and he's all and i'm like you know if they want it that bad like how yeah how do you i mean the day i can't just say no like i just gotta you know yeah how do you yeah how do you just be like yeah beat it kids right no you can't yeah Yeah. um no it's pretty cool hey we were talking earlier we had randy richardson from michelin on michelin starcross five new tire and uh you helped out with uh, a free pair of uh, x brands if you bought a pair of tires and, and randy said it was really successful so that was a pretty cool promo both of you guys did. Uh, thanks for doing that. Uh, our listeners enjoyed no, it. No, yeah. really, really successful, actually. I, it blew me away at, at how much, how much, how many orders came through. It was really, really cool. And just on that note, man, just the listeners that are listening, I, I always do this when I come on, but I have to do it because your listeners are the raddest, baddest dudes out there. Like, I get, and this is no joke. I'm not just stroking you guys, but I get so many orders from pulp mx show listeners it's amazing like all i can say is thank you like sincerely thank you not just like you guys are rad for sure yeah like, thanks no cool it's awesome yeah it's, it's been good you know what i mean it's been good for our show and you've been there for six years now as part of our show so it's been awesome um been there the whole time for us so it's great um i probably spoke about the new goggles sooner than i should have because i'm excited about it uh, i used to do the goggle service of course for x brand and you and i are still close friends and and we talk and i probably started pumping it up sooner because i was excited because it, it, the, the line got a you know a brand new goggle um when's it coming out what were your you've, you've put some you've put some uh, spoiler teaser shots on on social media when's it coming out how much is going to be and what was your goal rt as a guy who's literally been in the goggle business your whole life of course your dad hook taylor uh-huh. was president of uh, smith forever um what no that's oh, funny oh. yeah i mean you're i'm just as you're talking i'm laughing because uh, yeah, yeah forever no yeah, yeah. yeah. rich knows <laughs> goggles uh, uh, yeah. um yeah. so what was your goal with the new goggle and uh, tell us all the info on it well uh, honestly we just we just needed something a little bit more fresh i guess you know our I, we've been we were super lucky man when we designed this goggle it, you know i'm not going to say we did a really good job i almost want to say we got lucky but the face fit is just it's badass like you know i mean we have 
it's it's rarely do I hear somebody say it doesn't fit them or you know everybody's face is different yeah. so everything fits different but man we we just you know we got really lucky and we have a goggle that fits so many faces so many helmets so basically what I wanted to do is just you know we needed to create something new and a little bit more exciting so we we took the existing goggle um and just kind of added some stuff to it we added some outriggers the outriggers just allow it to fit in even more helmets. If your face fits deeper in a helmet, you know, it sits back away from the helmet. It'll actually make the goggle fit you a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, it also adds a lot of ventilation because now you don't have a strap blocking the sides of the sides of the helmet. So now airflow is amazing how it flows through. We added some ventilation to the bottom of the goggle, some kind of ram air, like um, some just like some super mm-hmm. cool holes that that are that are shaped you just you got to see it they're shaped really cool so it just rams air right up into the into the face foam um it's unbelievable how well it works and then uh just you know did that we we raised the price a little bit on it because we had to we're still quite a bit less than all the other guys and uh i don't know i think we created something that's just going to be pretty badass we we also we also added these little lens retention um little pads i saw those yeah yeah. Yeah, and and you know it's so little and and it looks like nothing but it actually does so much. It keeps you know I'm sure people if you get hit with a rock hard enough no matter what goggle you're wearing the the lens can pop out. It mm-hmm. won't pop in. You you won't really ever see a lens that pops inside the goggle even if you see somebody with a cut on their face or whatever from getting a rock hit or something, um, it'll always, the, the lens will recoil and blow out of the front of the goggle. Mm-hmm. We, we added these little retention things on there, these little tabs that keep the lens from doing that. So it kind of makes the goggle a lot more safe. And, and it also, the other cool thing is it kind of keeps the tear-offs where water can't get behind the tear-off if it's raining real hard or something. It oh, that's kinda, true. Yeah, I never thought of that. Like right. a visor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the good thing is same lens as the as the other one and same tear-off and everything. So for dealers, distributors, whatever, there's still one lens, one tear-off, you know, nice. part numbers and all that. Yeah. So you've managed to keep that. That's good. Makes it easy for yeah. sure, man. Yeah. No, absolutely. Sure. And uh, and Kiefer's tested them. He's going to be coming up with a review on Pulp MX uh, soon. Yeah. So and he better he better watch his back if it's not a game. Right? <laughs> no, he he's an <laughs> look. He's an Oakley guy. He's an air brake guy. He always has been. And uh, and he likes the new outriggers. He fe- he asked me. He's like, what's different with the frame? And I'm like, dude, it's the same foam, same frame. Yeah. He's like, no, it's different. Fits better. I'm like, it's the outriggers. Hmm, so he, he, you know, for yeah. his helmet and everything else, he thought it was a new redesigned kind of goggle. But you really took the best parts of the old goggle and added added the outrigger. Yeah, no, he called me and, and was saying that same thing. He's like, no, dude, you had to have done something different. You fit me so much better. I'm like, I'm telling you, man, <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's that outrigger and the way the strap fits now on a yeah. helmet. It just it allows it to fit your face much much better. So when are they available to order? Know. When are they? October fifth. Okay. We uh, we we actually are hoping a little bit sooner than that. But to be safe, they'll be on the site. Hopefully, Swisscore is listening right now. Um, and uh, October fifth, we're we're going to be ready to go. Ready oh. to go. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, they're really cool people. To check them out. We got some phone calls for you, RT. Uh, Derek wanted to know about he couldn't stay on hold, but he wanted to know about the com- tear off compatibility between old and new version. But we just said it's the same, so you're good to go same. on that uh, for any lenses you had. Uh, and John is up first. John, what's up, man? How are you? You got a question for Rich? Yeah, I do. Uh, 
I was going to ask him, uh, is he going to come out with a goggle? He just got done discussing his new goggle, but is there one for over the glasses, or does the new guy, or does his new design fit over the glasses? Dude, I'm I'm stoked you just asked that because actually I have a sample of one right now. So that the answer is absolutely yes. We're going to have an OTG goggle, uh, which is actually going to be basically our same exact frame, um, but it'll use the same lens, same tear off. We've just modified it so that it does work with uh, with glasses. So we will have that. Look for it in about um, right around the first of January. We should have it in stock. Yeah. All right, there you go. Yeah, thanks, there Sean. There you go. Thanks, man. It's from District 23, <laughs> Minnesota. Go, Dungy. Oh, yeah, District 23. Got it. Yeah, awesome. Dungy. I spent a lot of time in District 23 myself. Let's not forget. Really? I'm sure, there's Dota. just Dunge, but it's me, too. I mean, come on. That was your district? <laughs> we used to drive there and race to the yeah. early season races because we were under snow. Sure. So, like, Grantsburg and Kellogg and Elko and Millville and, and – Wow. Yeah. That was your district. Huh? Mankato. Yeah, that was me. Nice. So. How far was that from you? Oh, dude. Eight hours. My dad was nuts. <laughs> oh, my dad wow. was nuts. We'd, we'd leave Saturday and we'd, we'd drive back all night Sunday night and I'd go to school on Monday morning, like half asleep. You went to school? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, next up on the show, uh, Darkside. What's up, man? How are you? Uh, welcome back. Yeah, I'm good, man. Um, before I get to the X-Brand deal – what is the website you mentioned before where we can contribute to the show? Uh, Patreon. Patreon.com. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Okay. Okay. I thought it was yeah. something like that. I want, I'm going to yeah. do that tomorrow. Oh, thanks, buddy. Sure. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's, uh, you get some preview. You get podcasts earlier. You get a few different stuff. We send out some T-shirts, uh, sticker kits, things like that to help out. So, um, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Hey, Darkside, we got a, uh, we got a, you got a hater on the show. Um, we got a voicemail Uh-oh. that someone does not not happy with you. So pay attention to the voicemail segment there. They're, they don't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I'll, ha- they're, I'll have to fix whatever the problem is. No, there's no F problem. You, it's just a hater. <laughs> just a hater who wonders why you know what you do for a living or whatever. So. Okay, I'll listen. So. Um, but anyway, you you know that, and Rich knows I'm an ex-brand guy. I've been for about five years now. Um, I've called in before and said this, and I want to make sure he knows that the one of the reasons I'm such a big fan is I started wearing them just because one of my buddies was a dealer a few years ago. And I thought they were great, but the first time I had any little problem, when I called, he fixed it immediately. And I don't believe you could have that same service with a major company like Oakley. You're not going to get the owner of the company on the phone that wants to fix it. And not only fix the problem, send me extra, like extra tear-offs, sent me a hat, sent me extra lenses. I mean, just amazing. And hell, not he just sent me a pair of uh, Chizzes autographed. Uh, goggles last week, which being a Chiz fan that I am, that yeah. made my week. That's awesome. Yeah. All right on, man. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Rich, Rich yeah, is a well, good dude. And it, it's a great company. I appreciate it for sure. For sure. Thanks, Darkside. Yeah. yeah. You got to get, get some of the new ones, bro. So. Oh, dude, I, I've already got my colors picked out. I have the catalog laying by the bedside, and I'm just waiting for October 5th. <laughs> nice. Good, good to hear, man. Thank you. Thanks yep. for calling in. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, I um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be good, uh, RTM. I'm sure you're you're excited. How do the zip offs work with the new Gog? Everything everything fine there? You know what's going to be really cool is we we're, we're going to have a new one that's 10 millimeters wider. Okay. Uh, of, yep. You know, a roll off system with you know it's like a extra large roll off system that will work on it. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, not only can you use roll offs, but it's actually a bigger, wider yeah. roll off, and it takes up literally like 
you know, almost most of the lens, really. Yep. Like guys who tear off guys who hate roll-offs will actually really like these because it's it's almost That's... the entire lens. And, you know, a lot of tracks, and, you know, especially over in Europe, they're totally outlawing tear-offs. Oh, really? So, yeah, wow. Yeah, wow. Every, everybody better start, you know, practicing up with their roll-offs or zip-off systems for sure. we got to get guys uh, running roll-offs in, indoor supercrosses again like they did back in the day. <laughs> like, you look <laughs> yeah, at some old photos, and, including you, RT, I'm sure. Yeah, you look, yeah, you look yeah, at some old photos, yeah. the guys are in the kingdom when they got roll-offs on. <laughs> <laughs> at Rusty Hall, and man, he wore roll-offs at every single supercross. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Um, hey, we had... Uh, uh, we had uh, JT on earlier, and we were discussing goggle prices for some of the riders today, and Berlut was astounded at some of the prices that these guys are getting for goggles. God, like, he, 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 he almost threw up. Um, you know, yeah. when I said, hey, 35, 50. Hey, welcome 50, to my world. Yeah, welcome right? World. I, I guess so. <laughs> Berlut said, How do you like, compete with an Oakley, right? Berlut honestly said, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, didn't he say Travis, like, five grand? Wasn't that one of Berlut? Yeah, he started at five. Yeah, he, thought that, he thought that was reasonable. Berlut started at five; that it was reasonable for for a top rider for five. No, grand. no, no, not for a top rider for like a, a like like a tickle or like a chiz or well, no, like a tickle. I'll have to say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's 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 a little more than that. I got to say, but and, and like Dino yeah. and these dudes are like thirty to fifty. And believe you know? me, I I love tickle. It's not, yeah, it's not no, a slap no, to no, him. No, I'm absolutely. just blown away that how the prices have gone up like that. That's outrageous. <laughs> I guess I've lost yeah, track in five years. Right. You know, and what's what's crazy is like you know that's the, I mean thirty like you know you just said thirty all day long and thirty yeah. Yeah. is what these guys are expecting, uh, and it's, it's you know not Brock. I mean Brock's Brock's more down to earth, but. But, like, you know, I mean, imagine, I mean, if you really think about it, how many goggles do I got to sell to make that back up? Jesus. How many ads do I have to run right. to show you that somebody has switched, you know, and, and you know, because mm-hmm. for a year, everybody thinks that guy's still in whatever he was in. Yeah. It's, I mean, you're talking so much money for a guy who's not Dungy, who's not, yeah. you know, yeah. he's not one of the top guys. He's not Roxon for sure. Yep. You know? So this is another agent thing I'm saying. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. just, I, 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 it's, it's pretty silly. That's a whole nother topic. Well, right. About, well, but, but I'm saying that's what's probably driving it, I'd imagine. I, the, the, the cool thing is, is like Tickle's yeah. been ex-brand for a while. He, he almost left, but he's been ex-brand for a while. And like, Working with him, I think, has been pretty easy and pretty good, except for Washougal. But, um, yeah. like, like he's got a brand of being an X-Brands now, and it's good for Rich, it's good for X-Brand, good for Brock. That's awesome. Like, people associate that with, with, with the guy, you know? So He's a good guy, too. I, I, I mean, I, I don't think he's anal, you know? I mean, he's pretty easy to work with. Huh? Yeah, 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 absolutely, except for the Washougal mud race. All right, whatever. <laughs> with it, but we're all right. There is uh, one, one, one is, you know what, he's, he's great. I, I, I dig working with him right yeah. now. Yeah. Everything, everything's kind of good. Um, I just hope we can continue. You know, he doesn't, I don't think he really knows what he's doing yet next year. He yeah. hasn't gotten the official, right. the official letter yet. Um, and then there's rumors that, that, that they may all have to wear a team deal gear, everything, but, uh, oh, I don't know. Hopefully it all works out. I'm crossing my fingers, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. There, uh, should be, it should be interesting to see what they end up doing. RCH does, you know, um, yeah. because I think, that, I think Suzuki kind of is pushing stew on them a little bit and they don't want anything to do with that. And, uh, so it should be interesting. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, so I wanted to ask, uh, 
RT was a Suzuki test rider forever after yeah, the Honda days. Absolutely. And Berlut, you were at Suzuki for yep. 40 years. So which bike did Rich do a good job on at Suzuki? And which bike, Berlut, did Rich do a bad job on for Suzuki? Like in well, your wait, um, before, before you answer that, Berlut, do you remember? I don't know if you remember this. You were working with Pichon one year on a 125, and we were out testing at Glen Helen. Yeah. I was doing... I was doing R and D testing for production stuff, and you're like, you were fed up with the guy because you were guys were trying to jet the bike, and he was just, he was being, just <laughs> Sean. Horrible, he was being, he's being yeah. Sean. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say that, but I don't know. I don't even know if you remember this because it was so random. But I always <laughs> think about it, and, and I crack up because you asked me to come ride the 125 and see how the jetting was or whatever. And I remember Pichon just giving me these fucking dagger eye evil looks. <laughs> really? Like, like, get this fucking clown out of here. Do you remember that? Like, and I remember you just going, this guy, and just, you were, you weren't bad mouthing him, but you were just like, God, this is just driving me crazy because he was, he was just in a mood or something. But I don't know if you remember that. No, you know what? It sounds very familiar, but there's one incident that really happened that, but he was like that. Like you said, a mood. Because yeah. towards the end, I, I really, he was a good guy. You know, when yeah. I went over to Europe with him and he, yeah. I, you know, he treated me really well. well you know? Mitch just told me a story where he complained about the bike over and over and over. Mitch said, you're fired. You're fired. Like, Prashawn is like, I'm not riding that bike. I cannot ride that bike. I'm, you know, Mitch is like, fine, beat it. He said he flipped him off to his face and said, get the fuck out of my truck. <laughs> and the dad and him, get out of here. Yeah. The dad comes up and goes, we will ride the second moto. And Mitch is like, no. Like, no, you said the bike's garbage. Right. And, and anyways, he ends up riding and winning. <laughs> and then God. telling Mitch, like, he, he could barely hang on to the bike. And it's, the point of the story is Mitch is... Mikel Pichon is one of Mitch's best friends in racing. Loves Pichon. Yeah, yeah, he does. Loves the kid, loves Pichon. Yeah. And this is the things he went through with him. Yeah. When they were riding yeah. together. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I had no idea. That's yeah. Hilarious. So, anyway, so do you remember that? That day, I okay. I don't exactly, okay. but I mean, yeah. I I I could see myself doing that, you know. <laughs> well, with Rich, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, good rider. I mean, and, and right. he's with Suzuki, and I'm sure I okayed that with Roger. You know, yeah. I, I'm sure I didn't just like, you know, mm-hmm. on the side of the truck say, "Hey, would you go ride this or something?" Roger would have freaked out too. Okay, probably, so you know? which bo- no, I already Roger Roger was there too that day. Yeah, so he, he was, was back there. It was okay. So yeah. I'll just make this easy. Rich did a terrible job on the 96s. <laughs> Conventionals. Uh, no, 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 no. Now, now back up a minute, though. Okay. I didn't do the 96 Suzuki. I did. <laughs> ah, I okay. Did you were on the, Honda uh, then. Yeah, I was on Hondas. I, I, I had the, you can, you can pin me on the 97 Honda if you want, because that yeah. was sort of, that was, that was pretty much. Wow, but, but you've, you've told but us a story about that, yeah. Yeah, there's a long story behind that whole one. But oh, yeah. Yeah. It actually kind of got you fired a little bit, right? Like <laughs> Fired no, a little bit? I mean, you <laughs> no, quit, yeah, whatever. You were like, you yeah. got, like, yeah. Okay, so the 96 Suzuki's weren't Rich's fault then. Okay. So No, no, no. no. Okay. I started. I started at the end. Roger brought me in right at the end of '96. Um, I quit Honda and then went straight in and and started doing stuff with him and then with Hide and the R&D department. Did you tell so, Roger to get rid of the the conventional forks? Yeah, yeah. The first first freaking day I was there. <laughs> yeah. In fact, when I switched, I switched. I was riding for Honda and I went to Minneapolis Supercross. 
and I won the semi and the, and all the all the there's a bunch of Japanese guys there from Honda and I'm like, yeah, really happy. I'm switching to Suzuki next week. I totally <laughs> threw it out there on the podium, and they freaked out. I got a call from Dave Arnold. He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm done. <laughs> I'm man. done. I'm I'm out of here." Because wow. and it was totally my fault. It was stupid. It's a long story. It was right. me being just a total freaking idiot, dumbest thing I've ever done, probably. <laughs> but anyways, yep. um, so I went and and picked my Suzukis up that next week. And uh, I had convention. I had upside down forks on them off of my Honda for the next Supercross at uh, at Houston. The very next, uh, there was one week off, and uh-huh. then I went to Houston. <laughs> and you- yeah, so no, I was I was not a, a conventional fort guy at all. Um, so which bike was good, Berlut? Which Suzuki do you remember was? Which one? Uh, did- probably two thousand. Yeah. Or no, uh, yeah, yeah, two thousand. Turned out to be the best of that yeah, model. Yeah, that year. Yeah, that, 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 was, era. A good, that yeah. was a good bike. Um, Are we talking 250 or 125? Either one, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, t- I'm talking uh, I was 250. More the, I was the 250 guy. Yeah, the, that, 250, the 250. Yeah, the motors got really good. Like yeah, exactly. 2000 through like 2005. Well, they were freaking rockets. They were so good. There was a year I was at Yamaha, and maybe this was 2000 then, RT. You guys basically. For an RM250, you guys copied a Yamaha. Like, bore, stroke, intake. Yeah. You guys yeah. are just like, this is the motor we want. And I remember Bob Oliver <laughs> saying, yeah, we, you know, Butler took it apart. You know, Butler, everyone buys one, right? Yeah. Butler took it apart and was yeah. like, this is, this is a Yamaha motor. <laughs> Pretty much a power valve system. They just went about it a little differently. Yeah, but yeah. I think towards the end, I, I I could show you a Cowie too. They're they all pretty much emulated that that Yamaha yeah. cylinder. Yeah, it's no, very, no, and, and they were the good. way the yeah. valves opened and clo- you did their thing. They they went a di- obviously yeah. for patents or whatever. Right, right. But with the boost ports on the side, I mean, it looks like a Yamaha cylinder. Yeah, yeah. So. and the intake, for sure. The 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 the, um, the reeds. The read off a of Yamaha right now would would fit, fit on a fit, Suzuki. Fits in, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's you, RT. That was one cool. That was one cool thing about Suzuki, though. They would they they'd kind of do that stuff. If something was good, right. they'd they'd copy it. Where Honda was completely the opposite. They if something was good, they'd be like, no, we can we can we can make it better and we'll redesign it our <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, it's cool on one hand, but yeah. on the other hand, it, it didn't always work. You know? Right. <laughs> a lot of times for Honda. Oh. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how about that 17 Honda though? That thing looks good. That's 450. That looks yeah, really good. You know, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to, uh, to ride it or anything yet. The mm-hmm. magazine guys, we're getting, we're getting it. We still have a ways before yeah. we're going to get it, but right. That thing looks really good, and and you know, of course, I'm I'm the anti air fort guy, so right, I'm right. Yeah, excited spring. that they that they you know, and they and they did what everybody should have done like years ago. They took basically a kit forks, mm-hmm. took the dimensions, did everything, and just didn't put the coatings on them. And it sounds like that's basically what these new forks are, you know. Right. So, um, I don't know. Which did you do Transworld stuff for one twenty five or four fifty and two fifty? Did you do this both year? of them? Yeah, this in in sixteen. Yeah. What, what yeah. was your What was your favorites? What are the two ones you you like the best? You know, four fifty. I I the, I ended up taking the KTM man as as. Oh, Kiefer! You know, Kiefer, be, like Kiefer be so mad at you, yeah. <laughs> Yamaha guy. Yeah, no, 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 no. The four fifty Yamaha, it's got a really bitching motor. Uh-huh. It's it's the you know they put these clamps, they put twenty five millimeter offset clamps Holy on shit. it. Yeah, 
which, yeah, Berlin, you know, that's just like, and, and they came with 22s the year before. And mm-hmm. when my kid was racing them, we actually put 20s on it. Wow. Brought it in even closer. Because, yeah, yeah. You know, that bike already has no weight on the front end. And then they went and put 25s on it, which just, wow, it made it pretty gnarly to turn. And they were already, you know, pretty hard to turn. So. Right. I, I wasn't too stoked on. It. I love the motor on it. Yeah, the motors, cool. Yamaha motors are freaking gnarly. They're good. Oh, uh, and two fifties. Uh, which one did you like? Two fifty. I like the Yamaha. Motor's yeah, good, right? Is a motor. Motors, motor man. Bone yeah. stock is like competitive <laughs> almost. You know, it's crazy. I was um, um, I was talking to Alex Martin. You know, he's switching from Yamaha to KTM next year, and I'm like, I was like, dude, that motor's pretty good. Like that bike's really good, and he's just like, ah, you know how riders are. You were one RT. He's like, ah, it was okay. You know? I'm like, dude, I watched everyone on Star pull everybody out of turns and uphills all year long. Yeah, you know? those Star bikes were insane. Right. Oh man, they're fast. Right. Jeez. And if you, I guess if you're Amart, you're just talking yourself into the fact that KTM's uh, all right. <laughs> they do that. Let's face it. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I didn't think that Geico. Honda bike looked very good at Glen Helen. You didn't think so? No. Dude, I didn't no. want to say anything, but, like, I know he just got on it and everything. Yeah. But yeah, man. You I thought mean, the same thing? Come on. Oh, yeah. <sighs> like, and and you know they're good. Kids, mm-hmm. but yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Just like, a Hurlings, Hurlings is, like, seven feet tall and probably weighs <laughs> 320. <laughs> and he's just, you know, I mean, come on. You got Martin, who's tiny. Yeah. Like. Uh, he just and, he, and even if you watch that second moto at Glen Helen, that Seaworth kid on the Suzuki, yeah, was like all over him, almost passed. Yeah, him. yeah, he rode well. Yeah, was I mean, and I, I you know, <laughs> I don't know the Geico Honda man. I think they need some, some yeah, work on that thing. Maybe. Not totally knocking the bike because that track was gnarly though. Yeah, I mean yep. it definitely yeah, got it gnarly. Yeah. Um, what's and and talking about Berluti's old employer and your old employer rt suzuki like so 18 for the new 450 is that we're ready to believe there's a new bike yeah, coming and i kind of got to be careful because i'm actually i've been doing testing on that oh you have bike, are so you back i didn't know you were back of, oh. i'm sort of a little bit back when i have to be when when my hands aren't bleeding or whatever oh, okay <laughs> i'm out um, there riding so well, i'll just text you about it then after we get the show <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, yeah, so no, yeah, they're yeah. gonna have a they're gonna have a new 450 in uh, in 18. Yeah, it oh, should yeah. be it'll be it'll be bitching for sure. Good, yeah, so. they need it. I, I'm um, I, I mean I'm excited when new bikes drop like the Yamaha reverse motor thing. I'm like yeah, and then Honda cool. I'm like excited like. I mean, that, the yeah, manufacturers you know? used to do that every three I know, years. I know, you know right? Yeah. So it don't have well, it's obviously Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Rich. So I I hear that uh, Wheeler's heading up the amateur program. Wheeler's heading up everything. Wow, uh, dude, Wheeler is whole, yeah. yeah. He's the he's the off road motocross. Um, he's Pat Alexander, basically. That's what I was gonna Pat, say. Is Pat still involved? Yeah, Pat's in. He's doing all the road race stuff. Oh and then, shit! You know, and he gave Wheeler basically. Wheeler has all the motocross stuff, so he's the one who's been dealing with all the you know the race teams and. Just oh, going yeah. crazy. He call he calls me every night. Last time I saw him, his hair's all gray and stuff. <laughs> oh, like, crack it. I'm like, dude. The uh, oh, the stew yeah. the stew saga itself would cause a man to to lose his mind. God, you know, like yeah, would, yeah. Would, uh, Mike Webb. I swear he's aged a hundred years. I swear. No, poor Mike. Poor Webb. He has. He's um, probably down the road now, yeah. huh? 
I would think so. You know, I, I haven't talked to him. Um, yeah. I, I don't know exactly what's going on. I know there's some huge changes going on down there, um, as I'm sure you guys know. You know, RCH sounds no, like it's going to be the main. They're going to be the main, you know, 450 mm. team now. So, um, yeah, there's some big changes with with the Yosh Suzuki team, but I don't know. Right. I'm sure, I can't believe they've let everybody go or anything like that. I'm yeah, I was, figure out something I was talking to Leroy, and I'm like, they're going to need people to service motors and work with teams and go testing. You know what I mean? No, like, absolutely. like, they're going to need guys like that, so that's going to be all you guys. And he's like, I don't know. I don't, my contract goes to the end of October, so that's yeah. what he's saying, you know. So, and I I know their their plan is to try to really make the 250 good, and and they want to really start developing the 250 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I don't I don't know really what kind of presence they're going to have out there with the team or whatever, but they want to start doing a lot of testing and just start. You know, they they want that thing to be competitive and and make it really good. So there's definitely room mm-hmm. for people down there for sure. It's funny we're all we're all getting the age the age of like like it's and we all love Chris Wheeler but we all know Wheeler yeah. and he's like super important Wheeler's like super important and like, <laughs> like I Shit. find that funny him and him and Rich used to test <laughs> no I know. test riders yeah. like I just no, find the it the funniest thing is I'll never forget we're at Paris testing and we're testing suspension and he comes in and I go out and ride, and you know the the way it always worked is I'd go do a few laps, I'd come in, and then yeah. I'd give him notes, and I'd write my notes, and he comes in, and they're all okay. How was it? And he kind of he looks over at me, and then he's like, "The motor felt faster for sure." And the Japanese guys kind of look around, and they're like, uh, "Motor same. We it's new shock." <laughs> and, he, and, he, and then it, and now Wheeler's like the head of the freaking full moto racing. It's hilarious, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's but a he, good guy, you know, though, he, huh? Oh, totally. And you know what? He's yeah. so on it. He's, like, computer savvy yeah. and just organized. And, like, he, he'll be so good for the for all the teams. Yeah. I would think I mean, so. I want to I want to yeah. do a podcast with him, but I can't do it until everything's settled because he obviously can't talk about nothing or anything else. So as soon as everything yeah, gets you know, done. You know yeah. what? Yeah. You, you need to. As soon as everything gets settled, you need to. And, and get him to, like – Mm-hmm. Tell you what has gone on in these last three months, and it'll be the raddest show you've ever had. Yeah, no, that's that's my plan. I keep bugging him, and he's like, "I can't talk, I can't talk." And I'm like, "Okay, all right." So, um, all right, RT. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. X Brand Goggles, EKSBrand.com. Use the code, save money. New goggle, October fifth. Uh, we're excited about it. Um, that's awesome to hear. We'll give some away, I'm sure, when it comes. And uh, thanks for your support. And and. Uh, Thanks for the stories. I could I could talk about Rich Taylor yeah. all night about oh, stories. God. So. You get into some Palmer no. stories with him. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I was just in Oklahoma, too, right by Cliff's house. And I'm like, where's Cliff? I was talking to uh, Whisper and Smith about it. I'm like, where's Cliff at? He's working down at a machine shop, I guess, still. He's got grown kids and everything. I'm yeah. Like, oh, damn. oh, man. <laughs> How funny. Crazy. Yeah. No, I, Good I, times, I though, man. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Those were. For sure. Uh, cool, man. Well, hey, thanks. Thanks, RT. And uh, good luck with everything. And I'm sure we'll be in touch, man. Thanks for coming on. No, good to talk to both of you guys. And again, like, you know, I, I can't say it enough, but your listeners, thank you so much for, for everything you guys have done for my company and, and for us. I really appreciate it. And uh, email me anytime. Mathis, call me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to get some guys. We got to get some riders. Let's work on that. Well, okay. I, I told you it. one guy. Yeah, I told you Dino. Let's work on Dino. I like that. I don't know what he's doing. You know what? I saw him. He was out at Milestone today on his KTM riding, busting laps. Yeah. Weimer was out there, too. I talked to Weimer for a little while. Oh, Weimer's, kind of, 
Weimar Reinfeld. He's trying to, yeah, he's trying to figure his stuff out. I know. Too. I know. I'm trying to get expert on Weimar for years. He keeps fighting me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Uh, thanks, RT, and we'll talk to you. Rich, great, t- great right. hearing from you. You too, Berlut. Talk okay. to you guys soon. All right, see Bye-bye. you. Bye. Rich Taylor, everybody, X-Brand Goggles, EKSBrand.com. I love Rich. Good guy. Great stories. Uh, second commercial break of the night. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. We'll be back with more Berlut, a little less Travis, more of me, and a lot more segments. Stick around, everybody. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. Yeah. 
Gear Alloy wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, in talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their to previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5 hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at MichelinMotorcycle.com. 
the leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cams performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Mick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cams wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cams, unleash the power within. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Anderson? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. 
The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Rocket. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Paul Bemex Show. Your love is bright as ever Even in the shadows Baby, kiss me Before they turn the lights out Crashing in you Baby, kiss me, kiss me Before they turn the lights out Before they turn the lights out Oh, baby, love me lights out In the darkest night I search through the crowd Your face is all that I see 
everybody pop make show presented by bcosports.com and fly racing so you know how our co-host always gets to pick the song right so berluti picks acdc a lot or metallica it's always awesome it's usually a very good choice we're very happy well <laughs> he said to my wife pookie you can pick the music go ahead make my choice Berluti. Yeah. Biggest mistake you've ever made in your uh, life? I mean, where? Quite possibly the biggest mistake I've ever made. Come on. That's F you, dude. That's, yeah, F you, dude. That's a solid John Mayer cover of a Beyonce song. 10 out of 10. It's honestly, Berluti, you giving her the song choice is almost a fireball. Effect. I hope a lot of people are making babies out there right now. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> good one, Trav. Uh, don't ever let her pick the music again. Uh, ever. Is that my drop? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I won't, Steve. Is I, is I made a big mistake. That was one of my big mistakes. Is Loot's drop on the new app? Yeah, it's on the old app, too. Oh, it is? Yeah. There's going to be some new Berlute drops on the new app, too, After though. tonight? Yeah, oh, let's yeah hear, sure. Let's hear the Berlute drop. The one I just played? Yeah. Sounds gay. <laughs> you did it earlier. I'm like, because <laughs> it's mo- most of them are all Kenny, you know. Confusing. I'm surprised Kenny doesn't sue you or say no, dude. You can't use my drops anymore. I mean, he might. Yeah, he might. He's got his own podcast now. Maybe he wants to save his drops for his podcast. You know. Yeah. Um, Fuck you and your show. <laughs> that Mathis. could be very much what Watson says. Uh, um, but uh, oh, that's awesome. I mean, I guess if if he complained, uh, we'd have to we'd have to. Uh, him back his no uh, way. his drops right we, no I mean, way you own those yeah i didn't hear anybody sign anything before they came ah, in Ah, well you know hey so uh welcome back everybody pony berluti in studio rich taylor uh justin brayton and uh, robbie renard all on the show tonight um i got a new truck last week new 2017 ridgeline it's pretty much awesome it's the greatest thing ever i love it and um uh, the guys over at uh, in the Honda World down in uh, Downey, LA, they uh, they've helped me out with the truck in order, to, and I got to help them out. And guess what? We got a sale. That listener, is awesome. Listener Rob, who lives in the Redlands of California, so San Bernardino, yeah, drove his ass all the way to LA to buy a Black Edition Ridgeline from the folks at Honda World, and uh, he even he even tweeted. Uh, Rob did the listener. Rob, um, he said, uh, "Hold on a second. Should have had this already done, I guess. Great, great radio. Um, if that doesn't show that Pulp MX is badass, Rob said what? it was the best buying experience he's ever had, and he's bought a bunch of vehicles. That's before, good, including nice four Ridgelines. Wow, Ridgeline Nation, <laughs> right? I mean, Rob, I love Ridgelines, but I don't want yeah. four of them. Well, they know? don't even sell. I mean, you don't see very many of them. They're taking off. Yeah, they were. Um, now that they hear you on the show, fourth best selling truck I read uh, last month. Obviously, still way behind the Tundra and the F one fifty, but uh, they are selling a little bit the new ones. They're oh, redesigned. Good. They look more. They look more like a I truck, like it. You know, yeah, I like so, it. Look, I, uh, I Pookie was... and I like the old style better, but we are in the minority. So, anyway, really, yeah, I like the old body style better. I thought it was more unique. Unique so, is a good word, but I like the front end. And uh, Steve don't like the front end of it. Yeah, hey, kidding. fuck off.
so yeah, so uh, thanks to Rob for going down. He went down. He talked to Steve at Honda World. Said it was Pulp and Mech Show, and I got a killer deal. He said it was the best buying experience he's had. So again, uh, they're at the five freeway and the six oh five. They have a thousand new Hondas in stock, a hundred used cars, thirty minutes from anywhere in LA, basically. And if you contact Steve and uh, at, at at the Honda place and to go down and uh, say you're with Pulp and Mech Show, he will uh, hook you up for a Ridgeline, a CRV, an Accord. Uh, a CRX, Civic. yeah, they get all kinds of great, great products. Um, and uh, and also too, if you drive a Honda, they will give you a free first time oil change. All you have to do is make an appointment with our service department, and uh, for an oil change, you mention Pulp MX. So you drive a Honda, you want a free oil change, the first one. Mention Pulp MX. How about that? These guys at Downey Honda World are killing it. So um, for sure, contact Steve; he'll hook you up at Honda World. So um, so Steve's the guy that listens to the show, huh? Steve listens to the show. Nice. His finance guy is all into hockey. So I was showing him my pulp hockey shows, and he's all into that now. That guy nice. doesn't. That guy doesn't care about moto, but he cares about hockey. I gotta listen to one of so, your hockey shows. Nah, I don't think you'd care, dude. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, so, anyways, thanks to those guys. Uh, it's great. They've been doing a good job. I love my truck. It's been great. Um, and uh, um, yeah, hey, so. It, so it's got all that bitch in electronics where you hook your iPhone and dude. all that. It's got every nook and cranny. We're driving to California this weekend, and he's just like, hands off the wheel. Look, no hands. Dude. It drives for me. It Wait. slows down for me. I'm like, Dude. can you put your hands on okay. the wheel, please? No, it has something called adaptive cruise control. So you set your cruise control. Yeah. And it speeds up and brakes for you. It keeps, a safe, keeps whatever distance you want. You can choose the distance you want from the car in front of you. Holy you shit. You never have to touch the, the gas pedal. Wow. Uh, it also has this thing, automatic steering, that you put, you push a button and it stays in between the lanes. Now, if a wind comes, it kind of tells you to grab the wheel. It says steering required. Oh, wow. But it will turn for you. Holy shit. It's a Honda sensor system. It's got, um, uh, oh, and it, it'll, it has lane assist. So if you turn it on. And you go to turn the lane without turning the signal on, it'll force you back. It'll vibrate and force oh, you back. Oh, God. You can override it. Yeah, yeah. You can just override it, but it, it's cool, man. It's got yeah. all these features. It's got Apple, Apple CarPlay. Yeah. Wow. It's got um, heated steering wheel, heated seats. You I did. just want to hear the motocross stuff. <laughs> hey, so some of the new cars that drive themselves, I'm You're thinking, fired. I'm thinking Rich Taylor. Probably doesn't have to be in that car when they do yeah. that ejection thing when no. they can have a self-driving Dude, car. Dude, it's crazy, man. I was showing God her like dang. she's. I'm like, look. I'm like just chilling. The thing yeah, is, I'm like, I'm not interested in that. Put yeah, your put hands your on hands the it's, wheel. It's driving around the corner, you know. I'm honestly, I think driverless cars will be here. I read. Well, a, I do not like. I read that. an article that they had like, whatever. 0.3% accidents with a Google driverless car, and that far outweighs, they have had some, that far outweighs like a driver car. Like I think a human Tesla's error. even got busted. They, they got. They do? Yeah. No. They, they got, they're going to have lawsuits because theirs obviously didn't drive very well by itself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, go see the folks at Downing World, Steve down there. They hooked us up, and uh, they'll hook you up with a great deal. Ask, last listener, Rob, who's on his fourth Ridgeline. Wow. And you know the photo I tweeted it out to Instagram. He's a bigger gentleman. He's got cargos. He bought a Ridgeline. Yeah. I mean, people are on Twitter, Instagram saying, "Is that you?" That's Steve <laughs> Mathis. It's Rob. They're like, "That's you and your Ridgeline, bro." <laughs> like, that's, no, that's so Rob. funny, dude. So yeah, we uh, we thank those guys. So all right, uh, oh. the BTOSports.com tweet, Travis. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOSports.com. <laughs> Here's the tweets of Travis.
BTOsports.com, Andrew Short, uh, David Millsaps, Justin Brayton riding it this past year. It'll be Millsaps and Benny Bloss and Blake Baggett next year. And so uh, please support BTOsports.com. Whatever you need for your biker body, they've got it. Call down there. Say, hey, bro. I'm a Pulp Mexico listener, and it will give you a killer discount. The, yeah, you can't punch in the code anymore, but if you call, it's a pretty damn good deal. So please, support the show. So, and There's something that BTO Sports has that you need probably without a doubt, so we appreciate that. Um, Pookie, don't stick around for these. Yeah, I'm here, bro. Okay. Do you, have, do you have any Pookie-specific questions? I don't think so. Okay. Uh-oh. We can... Is there one? Oh, I got one. It's from... Steve in Vegas, at Pookie. <laughs> Did you enjoy your husband spending all that money on you this weekend for baseball games and a hotel in Newport Beach? I did enjoy it. Okay. Yeah, where'd you stay in Newport? <laughs> right on the water. Like a and, nice place, uh, huh? Yeah, it was really nice. Bay Shore, what was it? Steve, Bay you Shore rascal, you. Yeah, it's good. Dad, good job, It dude. just pissed me off, Berluto. Why? Because we went out back. Oh, of this place? Nice. No, no. That's oh, right. Okay. <laughs> no. Kiefer probably, that really was Kiefer getting excited. We went out back to this place, and dude, there was nothing but yachts. Ugh. I'm not kidding. And these were serious yachts. Sure, but I'm sure. Jet skis mounted on them and everything. And I'm nice. just like, who are these dudes that have yachts? Yeah. Like, I want a, like, I want a yacht. I'm doing something so And she's looking at me like, you don't have a, a yacht. You're making that up for dramatic effect, and it makes me seem ungrateful. You were the one who was like, I got to get a yacht. I don't want to go on a yacht. I don't like the water. That ain't me. To try to keep you happy, I got to get a yacht. I don't want a yacht. Anyway, so What's up? It was very nice. Uh, and then two Toronto Blue Jays and uh, LA Angels I know. Games. Good for you, dude. And, and, um, Angels and then uh, Jake Weimer's wife was celebrating a birthday on Saturday night. Yeah. And he had some people over. Nice. And so we went over there. Yeah, it was oh, like wow. a proper moto party. Yeah, it was like a moto party. Like it really? was all moto people. I'm sure Tickle was there, huh? No, Tick was not oh, there. They were out of town. Oh, okay. How do you know that? His mechanic got married. Oh. Um, From Snapchat. Okay, sorry. Uh, but yeah, it was like, I'm not going to name the names and what was going on because it would breach confidentiality agreements. Oh my God. But I'm just saying, it was like a proper moto party. It was cool. So Whatever all that means, I'm, well, I'm okay, confused pa- right now. Parabinos was there and he was hammered. Okay, got, I got, <laughs> uh, let me put that out there right now. <laughs> That's normal. That's nothing wrong with that. Um, I thought you were talking maybe sex in the back room, you know, uh, crazy shit. Like, no, that's not the 90s. That's not anymore. 90s moto. <laughs> it's not McGrath moto, bro. Oh, okay, all right. Um, Hot but, tub parties, whatever, soak and poke. So there was no... <laughs> <laughs> Soaking poke. Is that tits? Uh oh, that's not good right there. It looks oh, good to me. Wall. Hey, uh, so uh, that was my. That's from Twitter. To to at Pookie Mathis. Did you? And yes, it was awesome. What was your favorite part of the trip? Uh, the three day lovers weekend that we the, had. The garlic bread at the Rusty Pelican <laughs> on PCH. <laughs> Dude. Dude. They, really? this is, there was that this restaurant. Huh? It was. It's been in business since the '60s, uh-huh. and we went there for a nice dinner. I've heard of really it. Really expensive, by the way. Yeah. Um, and they said the guys like, "Look, you want an appetizer?" We're like, "Nah." Guys like, "Let me just tell you, our garlic bread is world famous. We've been doing it since 1950. Everyone loves this garlic bread." And we're like, "Okay, well." You're selling it. Yeah, we got to have some. And, dude, it was so good. As soon as yeah. he brought it out the door, I was like, that, whatever that is, I want some. I and love garlic. Like, bro, so I want to call and get some delivered. Yeah. Nice. It's unbelievable garlic bread. Do you like garlic bread? Yeah. Who doesn't, huh? Yeah, garlic. who doesn't? You got to try the Rusty Pelican's garlic bread. 
Hey, so now we're, it's on PCH Highway? Yeah. PCH? Yeah, yeah. Noops. yeah right Noops. along the water. Right yeah. by... Next to Billy's. Noops. Noops. <laughs> What's that? Newport Beach. Oh, okay. Noops. Okay, gotcha. Oh, that was me the first time I heard noobs. I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, bro, we're lurking in noobs yeah, on the poon tune. Yeah. tune? What the fuck is that, dude? <laughs> Steve, you're all over it, dude. That's awesome, dude. This is common motocross knowledge. Really? Bro. Yeah. The Dirt Shark has a pontoon boat. And it's called the Poon Tune. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. I want to get on the Poon Tune. Okay, gotcha. Absolutely. All right. Let's go, Travis. Why are you holding up the show? <laughs> Sorry. Crying because Berluti's funny. Uh, Tanner wants. I hate to what interrupt. What the fuck is a Poon Tune? <laughs> I hate to interrupt Loveline here, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tanner wants to know how do suspension companies such as Show and KYB make money? They make suspension components that they sell to the OEMs for a lot of money. Every dirt bike buys their their product. And on their dirt bike. Speaking for Showa, I, I went to the factory over there. The, the thing they sell more than anything is like hatchbacks. You know the hydraulics on yeah, the hatchbacks. Yeah. Yep. They sell more of that stuff than anything. So I mean, they're they're they make. Anything hydraulic is, is you know, yeah. that, you, that we don't even think about. Yeah, yeah. It could be yeah. Showa yeah. or KYB. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and then also, too, on a Sunday, uh, we drove up to the Kiefer's house and watched some football. So yeah. Matthew- All right. That was my least favorite part, but then Travis Preston came over, and then it was my favorite part again. What? Yeah. How's Preston. he doing? He showed up. He's working at Yamaha. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's an R&D guy at Yamaha with wow. Butler. Yeah, he loves it. He's, he came up to Kiefer's house to work on Kiefer's bike. Get out. Kiefer's magazine bike for Dura. Not to see you? No. Oh. I wanted to see Pookie, I think. Oh, okay. But what, what's, what, I was why? Trying to get Is he's tall or is he what? Just yes, fit? tall, funny. Just, yeah. He is funny. That's I'm yeah. six feet and funny. <laughs> he is funny. Yeah, you got it going does. on too, but, you know. Um, I was trying to tell Kiefer, like, we got to invent something so we can get a yacht. And every single idea Kiefer had was X-rated or pornography. Oh, shit. And, and he was Googling everything he came up with, and it was already up. He's already made it. Oh, shit. Like, I'm like, he's like, what about this? And I'm like, shit, shit. Typical Kiefer. I'm like, dude, we got to come up with something. And I'm, I'm like, not dirt bike related, because there's not enough money. We can't get a yacht with a dirt bike invention. And he immediately went into Kiefer after dark mode. So, Shocking. Um, Dan wants to know, even though JT's not here, how many hours a week does he spend crushing Mad Skills tracks? Anybody know? Is he in the Mad Skills, JT? I think so. Oh, is he? I don't, I don't, yeah, think I don't even anymore, know. Really? I know he used to. You be know who's in the Mad Skills is Brady from Atlas Brace. Really? He loves Mad Skills. I've barely played it. I'm no good at it. Is that Roncata's deal? No. Oh, okay. No, it's something different. Which one was Roncata? Oh, that's a Supercross yeah, one. Yeah, Moto Madness or something? Something. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kyle wants to know, Steve, was there ever a time you thought a race or a series was rigged? No. No, never. Lame. I really want to fire these questions tonight. Question about JT. Question he's not here. Question about a race that's rigged. Those you know, Holly races, he said they were rigged. Jim? Yeah. Well, at the time, that's controversial, Pookie. Oh. Because at the time, I never knew that. Oh. Then I met Holly. Oh, no, that's no good right there. Ugh. Then I met Holly for the first time. That's a home run. Uh, I met Holly for the first time, and he told me that him and Rollerball would be like, hey, we're going to, you know, you win in Calgary. I win in Edmonton. You know, 
because they were the two best guys in these Canadian arena crosses. And then I was crushed. And then I said something to Holly a while later. And he's like, nah, we never did that. What? Yeah, no, Holly denies it. Now. You know what? I think but then I think he told me that. I think, I think it's talk. Why don't you talk to Rollerball about it? I don't think Rollerball would throw a race. I don't know. They were such buddies, and it was like they got the same start money and everything else. So, Yeah, yeah. you know what? That's possible. I don't know. I'd like to hope not. Should we stop the show because it's Blue Jay games getting edgy? No, I think okay. you should turn it off, Steve. Right. You need to concentrate on this. Next question. Scott wants to know, uh, did, Moto Dynasty, did Moto Dynasty go tits up? Website no longer tits active. Uh, I saw that question. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Um, if you send me an email, Scott, uh, to on Pulpamex on uh, the contact form, I will send it on to the Moto Dynasty guys. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. I wouldn't think it'd go tits up. Well, if their website isn't working, there probably are no more Moto Dynasty guys. No, if their website has to be working, doesn't it? I don't. I don't know. I didn't Is that look. Fantasy or something? Yeah. I was going to look when I saw that question. I never did. Oh, okay. Noted. Yep. Oh yeah, look at it. it's gone. Uh, <laughs> no, but I think it's just an issue. Like it's a website issue. Perhaps the app owner has renamed it, or you mistyped the URL. There's no app configured at this host name. What does that mean, nerd? Stuff. It's not synchronized. I would, ex- I would explain something. it to you, but you wouldn't understand. Oh, <laughs> but no, I, I think that that's probably just something they're working on. That's not. Uh, it's nope. hosted on Heroku, so. There's no. App. What happened? Oh, we won. Jay's won. Ooh, that was close. All right, next question. Yeah, just a config issue on their end. Oh, thanks. Yep. Nerd. <laughs> config. Yeah. Yeah. Config your mom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Austin wants to know who's gonna have the hardest time adapting to a new bike: Baggett, Bogle, Canard. Yeah, or I saw. That. I got this earlier. My my guess. Look, they're all gonna have months on the bike. My guess, Berluti. Wait, would wait. Be, well, let me say it again. I didn't because you kind of jumped in there and I didn't hear okay. the the four guys. Poontoon. Stop <laughs> interrupting. Four guys. Who's gonna have the hardest time? Baggett, Bogle, Canard, Roxon. Go ahead, Steve. I just think Kennard, he's ridden a Honda forever, and he's going to a steel frame, right? Other than that, bikes are all the same, you know. Kennard uh, would be the obvious guy, but I don't think anybody struggles, you know what I mean? Like, they have so much time on them. These guys are world-class riders. They got it. They got it on lockdown. Yeah. I, so, I, I, so, I mean, it might even enhance Kennard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could get on it and be like, wow, this thing, like, flexes a little bit, and, you know, so, uh, yeah. Where's Kennard going? He is going KTM. to uh, KTM. Back is Timmy to going with him? Yeah, I believe Timmy will still be working with him. Timmy was working with Chad Reed today. Do you see that? Yeah. Dude, can you imagine if Chad worked with Timmy? Uh, how <laughs> Throwback <dude>. vibes. <laughs> yeah. Hey. It's rare to see Timmy on social media. I love it. Yeah, but his social media is ridiculous. <laughs> they changed this thing. I can't figure yeah, it out. Yeah, but that's you, Steve. You are social media. I'm social media? Well, I think you need to What about your Snapchat imposter? Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Someone made a fake Pulbamex account on Snapchat and then direct messaged Jessica Patterson and asked for Cooper's phone number. Oh, my God. Dude, people are creative. Is this you? And he's like, no. Yeah, it's probably Travis. (laughs) Probably. Honestly. Guys that look like me. Nerds. (laughs) Thanks, Brady. All right. 
Oh yeah, that's what she said. Not holding it against what, her or anything. What was that? What I did she remember, say? I don't remember. She called you a nerd. No, no she said. Oh. She said something, and Steve was like, "Yeah, probably guys that look like him over there in the corner." She was like, "Yeah," and then just kept going. <laughs> like it was. Yeah, like, yeah, like guys. Yeah, that look thanks like him. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, Matthew wants to know how heavy do you think Stu is right now? Two twenty. No, no, no. He's probably 160, 70, like ripped. So now he's probably like 190. Oh. No? I wouldn't even think I don't know. Was. You're talking about Stewart? Yeah. What, is it 190? No? What do you That's think? That's a lot of fucking weight. Well, he was 170 when he was probably so ripped. I bet he was ripped. more like 150. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Think yeah? He, okay. Yeah, he's a yeah. small right. guy. He was pretty lean. So he's, he's kind of short. He's like 5'8". He's a small okay. guy. All right. Yeah. Sorry. My, my weight is a little, you know, I'm not, I'm not exactly an expert on it. <laughs> well, uh, if he's buck 90, that's he's a fat fucker right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Uh, William wants to know, what is your answer for the continuing issue of undervalued riders making, undervalued riders that make main events? It's about money and how much money they make. I mean, yeah, it's bad right now. It's terrible. Uh, I think I think I've long said Feld needs to give back to the teams or the riders or something. They're making a lot of money and no one else is except for like five guys. I've also said a theory I have is like there is only MotoGP, there is only NASCAR, there is only uh, IndyCar. Um, those are the premier series that everybody wants to race in. The nationwide series, which is their smaller cup, and the MotoGP, whatever's underneath MotoGP, and the and the Indy Lights program are all stepping stones. And they're series and they're sponsored, but the guys aren't exactly killing it. In our sport, the series underneath, 250 series, those guys are killing it. We're not healthy enough to have the smaller class kill it. You know what I'm saying? What if we made 250s less important? Uh, don't show them on TV. Uh, don't um, give them the things to make Geico monster go to that class. It's a stepping stone class. So that's what it's supposed to be. It's long missed its mark. Berlut, you were around when it was a stepping stone class. It was full of privateer kids trying to make it. Now there's Marty Davalos in it making a million dollars. In that class, over his career, if not more. Josh Grant making $800,000 as a 250 guy. That's not what it's supposed to do. It's never supposed to do that. But that's what's happened. If we somehow artificially shrunk the importance of that class, I don't know how, and a good luck with that. Right. That, that's, that toothpaste is probably out of the tube. <laughs> but that would be an idea to start with. Make the 450 class the premier class. Sure. That's where the money is, that's where the exposure is, that's where the TV is. And the 250 class is an actual learning class instead of being a full-on career. We're not healthy enough when Dean Wilson and Justin Brayton, Jake Weimer, who got 10th in the points well, last year. start off with the, with the rules. Stick with the rules package and stick with it. Stick with that, what you're saying. And that would make it less important where you have to move. You know, the hurling thing or whatever. You know, that's the problem is they they... they let these guys stay in there so guys are willing to pay them more. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think it really started with McGrath. I think the OEMs are like, fuck, man, we're never going to win a 250 Supercross title. Like, never. This McGrath guy has it on lockdown. (laughs) 
fuck it. We have to show our bosses we won something. Yeah. 125 class. Like, yeah. all the money in there. Because McGrath's too good. Yeah. And Ricky's too good. Yeah. So, if we put up win ads that John Dowd won and, and Nathan Ramsey and these kids won, everyone just goes, ah, cool, they won a Supercross title. That's what happened, I think. OEM started being like, we can't win the 250s, so fuck it. You know, and, and you mentioned the money. The manufacturers... There is no more contingency anymore. No, no. That's and, and those guys like Rich Taylor back in the day. Yeah. those guys relied on that. Yeah, there, there is some, but it, it ain't anywhere yeah, near nothing, what it used no, to be. It's, no, it's all no. gone away. That's my solution to that guy. But good luck doing any of that that I said. So, my next thing is the teams need to get together, and Feld, and maybe MX Sports, but I don't think MX Sports kills it. I really don't. They got to write a check. For a million dollars of DMG, just for the rights to run the Nationals. And then they have to, they sort of bent over for the advertising stuff for NBC and Ally Sports. So I don't think MX Sports is really killing it, but I know Feld is. So the teams need to get together and be like, hey, help us. A rising tide raises all ships or yachts, <laughs> and, uh, and that would help the sport a, a ton. Right now, it is just bleed the owners to death. We got Mark Kwame come in. Mark Kwame leave. Brad Williams come in. Brad Williams leave. Genova's in now. He will leave. They come in. They go, what the fuck? I'm just wasting all my money. I'm getting right. jack shit out of it. Later. It's not healthy. So. Yeah. All right. I th- and I think Genova's in it because he's, he's got passion. Thank God he does. He hates yeah. my guts right now, but we need more Mike no, Genova's in the sport. Yeah, he's got pa- at least passion. Yeah, But he uh, won't if he just keeps getting bled to death. Yeah, exactly. For sure. You know? All right. Yeah. I can go on for an hour, another hour. About <laughs> this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get it's just I, I I love the sport, but I see so many problems with it. I'm just like we're so jacked up, and no one is doing anything. The the Feld's getting their piece, and MX Sports is getting their piece, and Monster Drinks, Energy Drinks, and the uh, OEM, oh yeah, and everybody's just grabbing, 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 and no one's thinking about the sport as a whole. The AMA's a joke. Whoa. FIM is is involved. AMA's involved. It's it's ridiculous. You know what? The good thing about it, these riders get involved with it because they have passion. They love it. It's a fun thing. It's a fun job at first, but. At that level, and then you can get injured, you know, yeah. um, and I stuff. Mean, there, there's, there's no money for those guys. Yeah. The, the money is terrible for the motocross, and, the, and, the athlete himself. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know um, look, I understand pre-existing contracts. GoPro, these promoters, MX Sports, Feld, do not sign agreements that don't allow the teams to have a co- competitor product. You're just right. you're just Fuck. fucking over the riders and the teams. Yep. If they have a, if you have a, if you want a GoPro deal as your official GoPro of the series, great, cool, awesome. Sign the deal. Don't stop Chad Reed from making money. Don't stop other people from making money because they have a different camera guy or a different energy drink or a different hay bale. Hart Huntington. We you had know? we had contour. Yeah, I know. It's it, so they'd let us kind of wear it, but if they ever saw the light on it, if oh, the, it dude. was lit up, they wouldn't. You know, they that, would that's pull what us I mean. off. Like, the, like, like, don't sign these agreements. With right. these companies, because yeah. you're hurting everybody. Yeah. You're taking all the money yourself, and you're just being like, fuck you. Not only am I taking all the money, you can't go get another sponsor NFL's, to help you. Just like your NFL's like that, too. They, no, they I have know. the exclusive. Yeah. 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 I just, it's so, but NFL's at least printing money, you know. I, I just, I just, I get I get pissed off. Yeah, so. I don't blame you. I, do, I don't like it either. Right. All right. Uh, this one's for Baluti from Frederick. If you could go back in time for a day at the racetrack, which MX era would you choose? Eighties, oh, nineties, two thousands. I'll tell him, I'll tell you what he. Let me let me answer this for Berluti. For Berluti, he would go back to the mustache, the clear Oakley glasses, the fanny pack, and Damon Huffman. 
I'll say the late eighties. Were you married? 90s. Were you married then? Uh, I got married in ninety two. Okay, never mind. I'll say um, late eighties, early nineties. You were probably slaying chicks with like never. Come on. I, I wasn't that kind of. You guy, were a box Steve. fan. You're factory mechanic. Yeah. Before no. you were married. I mean, you know, I I did okay, Steve, Dude. but I didn't. I'm I'm not that guy, really. No so one's saying you're that guy, but like, I mean, you know. Oh uh, well, I'll tell you what. I still drove box van and was on the road all those years, and I can promise and tell you honestly, in 20 years of marriage, I never not dare tw- cheated no, I'm, on her. I'm not saying marriage. I'm saying before marriage. No, I I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no but no, I mean, yeah. no girls ever saw the sleeper, bro. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's what I'm talking about. Not a lot. <laughs> You're like, hey, she goes Steve. back there, and it's just like huffy plates and clear glasses. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Uh, this one's from David from for Berludi also. Who was the craziest rider you wrenched for to go to the after party with? <laughs> uh, not that I recall doing a lot of after parties, but I'd have to say maybe Matasevich. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chicken. I'm good trying, time. Good time. I'm trying to get chicken up here. Yeah. With Debo. It's proving to be hard to do. Debo. <laughs> Stevenson. Denny. Oh my God. Denny's either. That would be good. Denny's on or off the wagon, whatever it means when you're when you're living good. On. On the wagon. Chicken is not. Chicken's hard to wrangle. He's literally like a chicken. Like he, <laughs> He's everywhere. <laughs> that would be a, so. Chicken would come up here. He loves Vegas. No, Denny said chicken don't want to go anywhere. Chicken does not want to go. Really? Yeah, because he's I'd lost like he's lost money and time of his life in Vegas. Like it's bad. Wow. Because he just doesn't. Well, I'm sure he has a lot. Right. But and maybe so he's fucking said fuck that place. But yeah. he used to like yes, coming here. Yes, yeah. No. So I, if I can get Debo and Chicken in here, I mean, I might just quit the show. That might be the that might be the last show. It might literally be the last show because Chicken lights the house on fire. But no, that would be epic. So. He's a, yeah, that see that was a good era. Those guys if, were. If we fun. do that, does Nash just stay on the phone on hold the whole show and and, and, and jerk off the whole Probably. show? Yeah, he might find a way to get here. Right, honestly. Why? Does it, who's Nash in love with? 90s moto. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> JMB. Uh, this one's from Kiefer. Mathis. Oh, by the way, somebody corrected me on Twitter. It is the Xfinity series, not nationwide. I, I got it wrong, so sorry. Uh, who screams louder on football? On football Sundays for their team? Mrs. Kiefer or Steve? No. Oh, it's for Pookie? Yeah. It says for Mathis. No, uh, Mrs. Kiefer. Steve is a quiet, depressed fan. Most of the time, Kiefer, Mrs. Kiefer Mrs. is Kiefer out of is hand. Insane. She well, is. Who's her team? Or I mean, Steve's. The Broncos. There we go. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Yeah, I like her. Yeah, already. you like that? I haven't even met her. She's no, insane. No, 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 no. She's insane. She's, yeah. For the Broncos. Nice. So that's the game you were watching? No, it was on Red Zone. I remember. We were, well, I mean, yeah. but when it was on, she was. Yeah. They got yeah, in the Red Zone quite a bit. In between, in, between, in between her screaming and Kiefer coming up with. Porn devices that were to get us a yacht. Speaking of porn devices, did you hear about what uh, the Jets? Um, <laughs> He's pointing to Travis like, you were <laughs> Travis? Like, no, but no, she would. Um, oh, she would know. A guy that used to be on the Broncos, um, oh. Eric Decker. Did you hear that whole deal? No. I know Derek Decker plays for the Jets now. Yeah, yeah for the Jets. So she tweets out. Who? The wife oh, okay. of Decker's wife. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Decker's oh, wife tweeted. Did you yeah, see that? Yeah. Jesse James? Yeah, that's her name. What did she tweet out? So she tweets out. 
Somebody said Decker is having a big game, and she goes, he's got more than a big game. He's got a big dick. Big dick Decker, she puts on there. Jeez. Huh? <laughs> wow. Bold claim. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. She's wild. Lucky girl. Who is she? She? What's her deal? I don't know. They have something to do with Brittany Chisholm, though. The sister of that Jesse James what? is Sydney Ray Face, and she does a lipstick with Brittany. Lipstick on your dipstick? So wow. Brittany Chisholm is three degrees separated no, from... like a lipstick. Oh. Brittany, Brittany's three, days, three degrees separated from Big Dick Decker. I, yeah, I okay. guess. All right. <laughs> wow. Kind of figure this out. Watch out, Chiz. <laughs> no, no. All right. Uh, Chiz might like it. I don't know. This is from Tom. He said, did you ever notice... You never see Filthy Phil and Norm McDonald in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Everybody go follow uh, at Bad News Phil, right? I think that's what I Yeah, can, at Bad News Phil. Remember. It's classic. It's a great account. Um, ben I may know, or may not have sent them some ammo. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, ben wants to know which racer has been the most successful outside of racing since they quit or retired. This, I saw this question. I was thinking about it. Like, Wyndham was on my podcast uh, six months ago and said that he made more from he's making more from his gym. That's interesting. Planet Fitness. I was wondering uh, than he made in his whole racing career. That what? Is amazing. And Wyndham made some serious money yeah, in his racing did. career. Yeah. And Wyndham said that the owner of the gym said, uh, "Call me when you're making more from the gyms than you ever did racing." And Wyndham said, "I put that call into him, uh, whatever, a little while ago." So he's got two of them. I don't know. I'm not sure. Wow, because I see him popping so, up all over the place. Do you guys see him? Maybe it's Wyndham, you know? Um, yeah. I can't think of anybody else. I mean, I'll yeah. tell you, there are some dudes in the industry that invested in Monster back when they were Hansons. And they're rolling. Or Lammy should have. Yeah, probably. You'd probably have a yacht if you did. <laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. You remember Lammy was the first guy that, that, that he had Hanson on his four That's cards? That's on his four cards, yeah. 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 Dave Die tuned. Yeah. On the Honda. All right. Andrew wants to know. When no, you... that's it, right? Is there anything else? Okay, that's it. I mean, do you have good ones? Uh, do you have one for JT who's not on the line and not on the studio and everything? I did have another one for JT, yeah. Oh, make sure you ask that. Yeah. Okay. yeah, go ahead. What's that? <laughs> that's all. All right, buddy. BTOsports.com. Tweet it, Travis. <laughs> Uh, at BTO Sports uh, on Twitter, and uh, please follow them. And uh, and then uh, if you order something, uh, mention your Pulp Mex and uh, and save, save big. So, um, what else we got? Voicemails. Nfab question of the day. We did that one. Oh, oh, Nfab question of the listening. day. And JGR. Nah, yeah, Nfab JGR question. We did the question of the day. I know. Oh, Nfab JGR check in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Pook, here's the NFAB JGR check-in. N-Fab.com, at NFAB Inc. on Instagram and Twitter. NFAB and Pro Yamaha team of Randy Hawkins, uh, all based, uh, killing it. And uh, we thank NFAB for anything you need for a Jeep, truck, or SUV. Please check them out. Email me, and I will give you an uh, email of somebody at NFAB to save money uh, from the folks at NFAB. So, um, Pook, NFAB JGR check-in. We can't really get anybody on the show because everything's not really settled, you know, as far as what they're doing next year. But they're thinking about doing another team, another semi, with Phil and another guy. I heard that wasn't going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think so. They're also not locked into Yamaha, Pook. I thought they were. They may go to Suzuki. Wouldn't that just shock everyone? Ain't happening. Should they go to Suzuki, Pook? No. 
No. Because Kiefer says the Yamaha is where it's at. Wow. I mean, that's, that's pretty, pretty much all I know yeah. about it. Yeah. I mean, Kiefer does say the Yamaha is where it's at. But, you know, Suzuki's got that whole thing where they're, you know, got their team deals sketchy and they might not have certain things and, you know. Roxanne's leaving. Huh? I don't know if that's official yet, so we probably shouldn't talk about that. Oh, Speculation? <laughs> jab, jab? I don't know, because I hear a lot of stuff, and I don't know if I, if any of it's, like, supposed to be said or not said. A lot said, of it's not supposed to be said, I but I say it anyways. What we saw. Yeah, you do, Steve. A lot of it's not supposed to be said, but I say it anyways. Yeah, you do. Well, whatever. Hey. What are you going to do? That's Steve. That's why you, your show Scoops. is killing it. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. We try. Um, all right. That's the NFAB question. JGR check-in. Sorry. Uh, N-5.com. Pook says, no second team. Stay on Yamaha. So, Barsha... Phil, and we think Pike, but maybe Dino. Ooh. I you like that. You like that? Uh, yeah, I say uh, dump dump the one and keep Phil and and get Dean. Okay. All right. Phil part-time, though. You all right with that? No, full-time Phil. No, he's not. He's part-time no. Phil. No, he deserves it. So, Coy, you, if, you, Coy might listen to you. He likes you. Yeah. You should I'm call his Coy. favorite Mathis. Yeah, that's yeah. what he said. <laughs> You should call him and say, hey, I think you should put Phil full-time. Yeah, I he might have to be put my money behind Dino, though, and then maybe just throw Phil in at the end. I really like Dean. Okay. Wow. I knew that. I'm telling you, you guys, with this Dean thing, and I don't get it. What did you guys, what happened? What 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 transpired that Dean is? I mean, like JT said, he's the one pushing it. I'm the one shooting it down. That's what you're not. saying, but your wife just said what she dude, said. She just I likes think she's number 15. Please, dude, something's going on there. My wife likes every rider, just about. She likes... She's team two, two nine. She's team one five. She's team four four. Uh, my only requirement She's is that you're nice one. to me when I meet you. That you're friendly to me, which Dean is. That you're funny on social media. Dean is hilarious. Okay, and, he is uh, funny yeah, guy. I just, yeah, I like him. Yeah, but how about results? Do those matter? No. Really? Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, brother. Feels like he's like nailed that down. Um, all right. Okay. So uh, that's it. That's the uh, JGR check-in. Courtesy of the folks at NPAP. Voicemail, 702-586-7857. We got some good ones this week. Uh, we uh, trimmed them down. There's only four minutes or so of voicemails. Uh, I, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I'm just laughing at you. Why? Because you said it was a oh, short show. It's going to be a short show. It's, Dude, only it's 10.35. We normally go five hours, and we're going to go less. And if you quit really bugging me, fifteen minutes shorter show, a short show. Steve, if get, you quit get, riding my ass, we'd be done sooner. Why don't you get it? She wants to, you know. <laughs> time for bed. Time for yes. bed. No. Yes. No, it's not time for bed. It's time to end the show. Why would she want to end the show, Steve? What would would be the logical reason? There? She wants. I she know. Wants that's what believe I'm me, Berlude. I know. I bet. The new Ridge Line, the trip to Newport. New I say yeah, you've no. done well, Steve. You're doing Absolutely. a good job. Easier mounting, always a good feature. I'm going to Italy too on on Thursday, so she knows she needs to, you know. I'm satisfy. surprised she's not all over you saying, "I want to go back to Italy." I took her once, bro. Yeah, she loved it. And she's so disgusted, she's never made a picture collage. She literally has a picture collage of everything we've ever done, including like going to the grocery store. <laughs> She'll make a picture collage. And she's never made one of us, our trip to Italy. I thought you liked Italy. I did. I loved it. Where the fuck's picture collage? I've been working. It's holiday time, bro. Uh, it was six months ago. The trip was six months ago. Uh, I'm working on it. Okay. We got picture collages of dead dogs everywhere. <laughs> oh. But trip to Italy? Nope. 
Huh. Venice, City of Lovers, nope. Wow. All right. Now I know why she's not going to Italy with you. There's that ungrateful wife you have again. Hey, Fuck yeah. you. I was wondering if y'all could lay out what happened with Jeremy and star racing. I mean, I follow the sport pretty closely, and I've heard, been hearing y'all talk about it, but no one says what happened. I mean, I, I know the feud went bad, but uh, hey, where where did it go wrong? The dude won two titles, and everything seemed all hunky-dory for the last two years, and then this this fight, this uh, last year that happened, everything just went off the rails. Apparently, I, do you, I, do y'all know anything, or is it just hearsay? No one, like I said, I follow it pretty closely. I haven't heard anyone say like what really happened. Uh, maybe just no one knows outside of the team. But yeah, if, if y'all know, I'd like to know. If, I don't know. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I mean, I don't know the whole story. I just know both Martin brothers felt. Like Star Yamaha, favorite Cooper. Look, they won. Jerry Mart won two titles there, and it went south. Normally, when riders win titles for you, like there's that, like if you win a title with Mitch Payton or Geico, like you, they love each other forever. It's just part of winning. And you had a two time national champion, and he was very angry with the team at the end of the year. Now, whether he was right or wrong, I don't know. And I, when you talk to the Martin brothers, they both seem logical. Um, Sane, um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like sure. they're they're normal yeah, dudes. They got their head they're, screwed they're, on they're, right. Yeah, there's yeah. some riders that where you're like, you dude, you're fucked. So like, whatever you're telling me is probably wrong. Right. Martin Brothers do not strike me as that guy. Wow. So, but well, for whatever reason, J Mart won two titles there and was not happy with those guys. And A Mart was the same way. A Mart wanted to get out of there. And whether it was favoring Cooper. Uh, whether it was the way they were spoken to, the whether they were treated by the owner, uh, the bike problems they had at High Point, which I don't believe were ever done on purpose, but there are people who think that. Yeah, um, conspiracy. They were not happy, and they're out of there, and, wow. and that's it. I was wondering. So myself. I don't think it was like one incident for this. Like the caller was saying, what happened? I just think it was a series of things and being treated and being talked to and being, uh, you know, maybe thinking Cooper had the the, the preferred treatment again. I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't talk to star guys, but I do look at the Martin brothers as pretty sane, level-headed people. I don't look at them and be like, "Oh, you're fucking crazy," you know. So, I find it odd to win two titles with a team and then have such a shitty relationship. That is very odd. Yeah, you just don't see that. No. Shea Bentley could walk into Pro Circuit tomorrow with all of Shea Bentley's problems he's had in life and and all that. I'm not sure how he's doing now. Hopefully, he's doing all right. But he could walk into Pro Circuit tomorrow, and Mitch would. Treat him like a king, and he he would reciprocate the reciprocate the the feeling to Mitch because he won a title for him, mm-hmm. and that's not going to happen with J Martin Star. So you can wow. draw your own conclusions. So was that politically correct? Wanna... Was it? Was that good? Yeah. I Am think... gonna be mad at me for that? No, no I mean I, I like think it was caller. legit. <clears throat> what? I like that caller. That guy who left the message. Does he leave messages before? Yeah. Like he sounds from the south or something. Full on, don't he? Yeah, I like him. All right, next. Let's go. Just want to know who the fuck is this dark side character that keeps calling in all of a sudden? Just wondering what kind of fucking name that is, anyways. Where the fuck's that Sinjin been at, anyways, too? Uh, shocking that the guy that wants Sinjin is also upset and dropping f bombs about a regular caller. I don't yeah, know. Regular Sin- caller. Sinjin, I don't know, dude. Yeah, has Sinjin called since you've been guy. on the show? Like, has he called in 2016? He has maybe twice. 
Wow. But I think that's it. Sinjin. I, I mean, I understand Top Jimmy had a rough year, but you don't got to give up on life. <laughs> Pretty sure he was doing like some volunteer firefighter yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's becoming a firefighter. Call in, Sinjin. Sinjin, we miss you. L- live a voicemail even, Sinjin, if you can't call in on a Monday night and tell us what you're up to. Let us know you're live. Please don't tell us about how you're sabotaging Subway sandwiches. Marks misses <laughs> you. I used to play Xbox with Sinjin like eight years ago. We've been, wow. buddies, we've been buddies a long time. That's funny. Wow. Yeah. I knew, I knew Sinjin before you knew Sinjin. What's up, nerd? Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, uh, yeah, Darkseid. Like, another one, Darkseid, he's a fan of the show. He likes X-Brand goggles. He's a good dude. Yeah. You can call in. So, why, why they hate first Darkseid? Yeah. If you hate Raining Yellow, I get it. He's calling about James Stewart all the time, but Darkseid's harmless. All right, what happened to Hasbin? <laughs> I haven't heard that name either. Hasbin's been gone for years, bro. He had the weirdest calls. He's calling from New York. I think he loved Kenny. Dirty Jersey. Yeah, maybe he did like Kenny. Yeah. Him and Kenny got along on a, a primitive path. <laughs> um, all right. Hey, Pulp Show. Suck it. Yo, you guys have any idea what happened to the Brodacross dude? I hope he didn't die or something, but, yeah, he hasn't been active online at all, and his website was awesome. So looking for updates on Brodacross. Later. Uh, yeah, Brodacross has been in the studio a couple times here. Uh, Brodacross is a funny dude. Um, he probably realized, like a lot of people, that it's really super hard to make money in the media covering the sport. Um, doesn't pay, really. Especially the stuff he was writing, which was edgy, but it was funny. And so uh, he's still around. I see him at races. He writes for Red Bull. Uh, Brodacross has a respectable job writing for Red Bull, just like all straight and normal. So Like Bulletin? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever, whatever. Red Bull websites, bulletin, whatever they call it. Yeah, uh, he does like serious articles and stuff. Oh wow! And then I think he rides a ton and hangs out with Dub Dub. So that's all I know. What's up, Steve? This baller incident's got got the game fucked up, man. I don't know what's wrong with Barsh and um Roxy, man. I know privateers is balling harder than them. They think they got some money. Thing getting paid shit. I know where to get this real work at. I'll tell you, Stank Dog is balling for real if you want to know the truth. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't feel like Stank Dog's balling better than Barsha and Roxon. I'm just putting that out there. I could oh, be wrong. Shit. He, he lives did. in a van. Hopefully he made some money at the Summer Cross or wherever. That, or not some, I'm sorry, not Summer Cross. <laughs> the, what's that one called back there at the... Don't you ever. Ah, uh, my bad. There was only uh, one, of the, one of those only, Steve. Defending champion. Yeah. I am the defending champion. Yeah. Um... Uh, edge of summer. Edge of summer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Shit, Chad Ward. He drive. He's got like five Lambos. They're talking. They talking shit. I know privateers are more shit than them. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They need to fucking ride some <laughs> dirt bikes and stop worrying about some money. Cause Yamaha, Suzuki, and Honda, whoever, they're screwing the fuck out of both of them. I appreciate what you do, man, but them motherfuckers ain't balling. They're not even close. Thanks, bro. Hey, everybody, follow me. Official underscore McCune, MCCUNE 944 Ripper. Appreciate it. Hang loose, bro. We need to get a Pulp MX whack pack hey, with Pulp. that guy yeah, and the yeah, first caller. And motocross stuff. Yeah, yeah that guy. Yeah. Whack pack. Um, so I just want to, after the GPs have been here now, um, we saw some good racing on both sides and uh, between the U.S. riders and the European guys. Um, at the beginning of the... GP season is kind of directed more towards Steve. Um, obviously, you had mixed feelings about hurlings. You felt, you know, you didn't really have much to say in regards to, you know, how great he is. Obviously, you know how fast he is, but the fact that he's been in the 
MX2 class for a while and this and that. Um, did your opinion of him change a little bit um, after he came over to the U.S. and raced our guys and you saw him get hurt again um, and come back and win that championship? Um, it definitely seemed on the last show you had more praise, I'd say, for Hurlings um, than you did at the beginning of the GP, uh, GP season. Um, so just calling to see if maybe your opinion changed or you have a little bit more of a newfound respect for him. Obviously, you know, he is a great rider, um, but I can see your perspective, too, and how long he's been in the class. Um, let me know what you think. Bye. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I said at the beginning of the show, like, I was a little easier on him for riding MX2 this year because he's had two years of serious injuries. Um, but if he, like, if he wants to count his records as all-timers, that's, that's stupid. He was He's in a class where riders were forced out of it, like, yeah, bro, right on. Keep racking up them wins. You know well, what I mean? Like, like I just, I, I lost respect for him as far as staying down for so long. Yeah, but you know he's bragging about it because him and Everett. Everett, yeah, yeah, no, and, I know. and obviously there's something going on there, <laughs> yeah, right? Absolutely. Hey, you know what? I, I, I've got a lot of respect from that guy. I mean, watching the interviews and him over here, the guy had nothing but great things to say yeah. about America. Yeah, I think he's grown. I up. think the guy's yeah. kind of cool. I like that. I think guy. he's grown up a lot. There's a lot of things I've heard from GP regulars about him being a d bag. Uh huh. But he was a kid. Uh-huh. Growing up, getting older. Uh, he's a hell of a rider. Yeah. Yeah, he's a hell of a rider. Well, I so. mean, take that. You're, yeah, he is. Yeah. So you've got maybe more respect for him as a rider now? No. No, I always no. say he's a hell of a rider. He yeah. just needed to get the fuck out of that class. Yeah. But he had two years of serious injuries, so I get it. I get staying down for 2016. And you say the guy's aloof, or you can't ever get a hold of him, or he's I like, just No, I, I, never, I never see him. No? Myself. He seems like he's like Stu. Where I but just, that's how he is over in the GP too. I don't know. I, I need to talk. To, I've never really talked to him. Because he seems like he's outgoing and in his yeah. interviews and he speaks well. Yeah. And I thought he I've never talked to my GP journal buddies about his availability, like how he is. You know what I mean? I've never really, I've never really asked G-off. them. Yeah. MX Jeff, uh, yeah. Adam Wheeler. Um, but I, I, I yeah, I, I never asked him about it. But I, I go to find a guy and he's gone. Like I see Koldenhoff, I see Caroli, I see, you know, mm. all these guys. Wow. So, anyways. What's up, Pulp MX? I just want to say, Mathis, as an agent, man, that was excruciating. Painful. <laughs> just how, bad. How is, that, how is that excruciating or painful? Like, I'm trying to get a deal. I'm not an agent, so I don't know. And b- believe me, I talked to a real agent the next day. A guy who's negotiated championship level bonuses and 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 salaries for dudes and i said hey bowers was laughing at this amount that i was saying and it was uh 50 60 60 base you said 50 base 50 base 40 for a win yeah 40 25 10 yep right uh heat race five for a heat race that's the bonus deal. I was cooking up hours. You're talking you, championship for 50 for a championship? No, no. For a, a race, race win. win. Oh, race wow. Win. And Bowers was disgusted by this, I guess. What? Yeah. He legitimately laughed. And I was talking to a high-level agent, again, who's done serious deals for 250 title contenders, and he said, dude, that's totally in line, like, right now, at this point. Like, Bowers should take that, you know, in a second. You know God, what I mean? Like, I would think so. Yeah. So, I don't know who the joke's on, but it ain't on me. <laughs> bad. You're bad. Bad this. It's uh, Ryan from uh, 330. Um, I was listening to your recent uh, your last show. You didn't give uh, the Seven Deuce Deuce no love. Boy, got a ride out in Australia. There's at least a little shout out. Um, yeah, keep up the good shit, man. Yeah. 
Maybe we didn't give the seventy juice love what we did this week. We talked about seventy juice Wait, quite a bit. Wasn't the first race this last week? I, I apparently that caller was not happy with what we talked about previewing the series. I think uh, just about him getting the ride. I mean, uh, uh, oh, okay, talk because this was the first race. So how? Could yeah, you, I don't. You know, talk. Yeah. We talked about him. Tonight. Here's one thing you know about this this fucking show is you okay. never make everybody happy. Oh, I like, gotcha. You, you talk too much about seven two zoos. You don't talk enough about seven. Like, you know, whatever it is. Like it, it doesn't. <laughs> right. It, whatever. Yeah. Whatever we did. We didn't talk enough. We did talk too much. We're jerk offs. We rule. You can't ever make anybody happy. And we're sorry. We yeah. love the seven. God news bless. We love the seven news news, right, Pook? Yeah. I mean, you could make an argument that we're a big reason of why seven deuce deuce got a ride in Australia, and as and is popular, right, Travis? I would say yes. Even before you were on the show. Yep. Yep. I, w- I would have probably never known who he was. I'm not, not saying we should show. get a cut of his earnings. That would be nice. But <laughs> but I'm saying, like, we've helped him. We've done a lot for Seven Deuce, and we always will, and we always love him. And he made the Subway song, Absolutely. and it's awesome. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, so, like, sorry, bro. All right. Anything else? All right, Pook. Well, I'm off to Italy. And I'll be doing while you're gone. What's that? Hit him with the hind. What's that? It's my thing. Yeah, stern, but that's what you're going to be doing? Yeah. I don't... It's like slang for killing it. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay, Gibbs. It can be whatever you want it to be. Uh, all right, well, I'm going to Italy, so I'm gone this weekend. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Uh, show on Tuesday. Motocross Nations recap. <sighs> Christian Craig will be in, I think. He says, stamp it. He says he's in. He's driving up. Is he healthy? Yeah. He's starting to back ride now. He's not, he's not 100%, but he'll, yeah. he'll, be, he'll be ready. Was he mad about the Photoshop, too? No. Oh, okay. No. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, thanks to Berluti. Thanks to um, Rich Taylor. Thanks to Robbie Renard. Thanks to uh, Justin Braden, all for coming on tonight. Thanks to SwizzCore and Moser for whatever they do. But more SwizzCore than Moser. Probably. Thanks to uh, listener Rob for buying another Ridgeline from Honda World. Pretty cool. Thanks to the Rusty Pelican for that. For that garlic bread. Garlic bread. Nice. I'm going to go down Thanks there. Thanks to Travis for hopefully putting the app this week. You're welcome. This week? Yeah, this week. 100%. What? Going to the app store. What? How long will it take for Apple to approve it? I think uh, average review times are like two, three days right now. So right when I'm on a plane to Italy is when it'll be released for the public. When you get back, yeah, it'll probably. be ready to go, Steve. Yeah, okay. we're going to make sure you're not here when it happens. Are you putting those bonus podcasts on? They're already there. Okay. Paul Pocky? It's already there. Yes. Nobody's going to listen to it, but it's there. And don't worry, I have a tracker in there, so I know how many plays it gets. Ooh. Oh, it's going to get a lot of plays. Yeah, we'll see. Your mom's going to play it. <laughs> she probably will. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB, Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alley, Works Connection, Mission, Starcross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, 2Under, NitroCircus.com. You can always check. Oh, Randy Richardson. Thanks to him, too. Yeah. You can always check sponsored deals on PulpMechShow.com. Randy. Backflip Randy. And uh, you can always check uh, sponsored deals on PulpMechShow.com for all our codes and everything else. We thank everybody for listening. It's been a great show. Thank you, Berlute. Steve. It's always fun. Killing it. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Which, I enjoyed it. Biggest sense of shock tonight, the goggle deal or the fact there's a poon tune? 
I think both equally, okay. actually. All right. I think the poon tune, maybe. I'll take that. That was probably the biggest shock, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We Thanks very much. We will see you next Tuesday. Motocross the Nation's wrap-up with myself, Christian Craig, hopefully, and uh, Jason Thomas and uh, the guy in the corner. He'll be here, too. Thanks, Pookie. Bye. See ya. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.